he had a giant spiral of firecrackers. Oh, on the board, covered in razor. I mean, if you put all that ammo together, that, that's a bomb. Oh, here we go. Oh, oh for it. Nice block right there. Block. He's just straight up trying to stab this man. Blaine Evans now. You talked about a crime oh, scene we before. Go. We've seen this before. We've seen John Rare stab people many a time. And he wants to do just that right now. But Blaine Evans not letting him. Oh! Whoa! Look at that! Did that that went right into he him! Just stabbed him in the chest with a box cut. That went right into him and the blade breaking off is one, one, two! And a, he kicked out! And a two. Are you kidding me? You ready to go? I'm really good. I'm ready to go. Alright, let's do it. Welcome to Wrestling is Gross. My name is Bucky. My name is Siobhan. What if I start clapping? Re- welcome. It's not going to work. No, it's too many. <laughs> it's not going to work. People don't even remember that anymore, though, anyway. The yeah. clap. Yeah. Um, Give your... Oh, right. That emoji. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Mama Harris. <laughs> yeah. Those were the days. We were riding high. Everybody was getting mad donations, and we all had so much to give them. Um, well... It's morning, and we're going to do... The, the plan here is to do the first half of this show. It's episode 69. Yeah. And... Uh, that's what that is, <laughs> That's you know? what it is, yeah. I mean, I don't know what, I don't know what to tell you, folks. We, we, we were going to do the Joe, Joey Ryan episode. That was the plan. Because back when we started this show, we envisioned episode 69, we would interview Joey Ryan. But this was... So much has happened since then. <laughs> it, it's just a damn calamity, you know? Yeah, so it's it's been almost three years, because my son is three today, and he was about a, a month old when we started this thing, which is a really funny idea, uh, thinking about that in retrospect, starting a podcast when you have a one-month-old child, but I guess it was just a cry for help, right? Yeah, um, and well, this... I mean, hey, you already had the other one anyway, the one we don't talk about as much. Yeah, and you know, oh yeah, it's a steamroller, so he's here, it's his third birthday, he's a guest, special guest on the show. Jack, do you want to come talk about AJ Styles? You want a different show? Okay. Well, all right. So part of the show is going to be me scrolling through YouTube and trying to find him stuff to watch. Um, because it is his birthday and I can't neglect him like I did the last time we recorded with him in the room. <laughs> um, so this is the third annual uh, Deathmatch, American Deathmatch Tournament Digest. I think we're going to yes. stamp American on it. Um, just because we have now, there's a Zona 23 tournament that we, you know, have chosen to skip. There's a, they just had the, the great Australian deathmatch down under tournament, which went so well. And, uh, definitely mad dog was there. Mad dog was there. Uh, yeah, it was cool. Uh, it looks cool. Mad dog is the guy holding that entire promotion together. Yeah. Yeah. As, as you know, mentioned on Nutsville Xmas, of course. Uh, almost a year ago, Mad Dog, we're Mad Dog pilled. Um, yep. it's, it's hard to, it's hard to resist that man. Um, but we're not covering that and we're not covering, um, 
I don't know. There's probably some other one in, in Mexico pro- that we... There's probably some British shit. Oh, yeah. Big Joe Big or Joe something. and Clint Margera. Yeah, those guys are coming over. That's going to be exciting. I think that's going to... That's, that's some uh, fresh faces. Or not fresh, but, you know, in ICW. Different. It's going to be cool. Yeah. This is the, uh, this is our this is one of our so we just did AEW right so we're we're here at the end of the year and we're really kind of just focusing on the year, um and the current like the current landscape of what we watch or what we don't watch in your case with AEW, um and me recently I haven't watched the last I've kind of fallen off, sorry sorry Tony, um I I guess what we've got is uh a a sort of we have to sort of land here and do this now because we had this extended summer um, of deathmatch tournaments that somehow stretched into November. Yeah, um, it was it was fucking bizarre because the, originally this was the deathmatch summer digest. It was the summer tournament digest because that's right. when tournaments happen. That's when tournaments happen. Yeah, it's weird. Like you know, it's that's just. And now it's just they happen whenever the fuck they happen. Well, and you know, look, they've they, but it's it's they've grouped them all. It, we had this sort of run where it seemed like September was the end, and it was like Nick Cage Invitational, and that was the last thing, you know? Yeah. Because uh, Vicious Outcast would run Lords of Anarchy, uh, which we don't have still, and I'm still working on that because we're not recording that part today. So I'm still no. I might I might just buy it um, if I have to. I don't know. We have time. Um, but we have like this uh this sort of schedule that it seemed like we had you know where it seemed like by september these things are done but then COVID happened so last year everything was weird and it was a very strange set of tournaments that i guess the last one there was october 30th right october 31st um no no in, the danny no, havoc was not no i'm wasn't ngi uh in fucking november last year it might have been I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? I'm gonna, but we didn't cover it. If it was, that's the other thing is we didn't cover it. No, so, we did. We did. We, we did. Well, okay. We need to talk about Orin episode. It was a uh, November of last year. Wow, we did it. We did it. Um, yeah, said, that was apparently. That I have... I cry at some point in the episode. It says in the that was. Uh, Do you remember why so I cried? That was. Oh uh, yeah, because you got uh, emotional when they were uh, doing like the uh, Irish wake. Uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's, oh it's, yeah, NGI last year was November seventh. So this oh. year it was still <laughs> a week later. It still found a way to be a week after. Yeah, well, great, all right. cool. Well, then I guess it's I guess this is it's, this is on me more and and more in the fact that there's more of them this year. Um, we're gonna run down the list um, this time around. For the full show, which I guess we're recording half and we're going to release it as one. I'm not really sure what this is going to be. And we're going to see how yeah. long this takes us. And we are recording. Everything's going great. Jack's... Wa- it's going great, right? <laughs> okay. Double Death, IWA Mid-South from April 3rd. We will be touching on briefly. It doesn't really count, but it sort of kicks things off. Especially for me personally. Um, the Southern Sickness Cup, which is presented by Trainwreck. Train wreck wrestling, pro wrestling train wreck, pro wrestling uh, train wreck. Come for the wrestling, oh stay my. for the party. <laughs> Jesus Christ! There's a lot. There's a lot of rotten verse this year. Sorry about the yelling, child. Um, I might have to put something le- less high energy on for him. Um, 
the Southern Sickness Cup is a two-day tournament that I don't remember hardly anything about. So we're gonna have to you have to hold my hand through that, and we can just talk about some guys. Um, tournament of Survival Six Six Six, which was I believe on June fifth this year. Yes. Um, and that is of course Game Changer Wrestling. We've got uh, IWA solid one night uh, seven match tournament. You know. Yeah, the classic, the classic tournament. The format. format, yeah, yeah, we'll get to it. Um, we we uh we got Masters of Pain, IWA East Coast, which was uh, a, a mere week later, a single week later, and that was that's uh, IWA East Coast. That's Pondo's Fed. Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll get to that, and we'll talk a little bit about Pondo in this this show actually. Um, and then we've got, come on, bud, go over there, come on, um. The uh, rounding out this half, we've got the Asylum Deathmatch Tournament from what is it? Uh, July 10th and July uh, 11th. uh, Brought to you by Asylum Wrestling Revolution in Indianapolis, Indiana. AWR, right, of course. Part of uh, that big weekend with uh, ICW and Paradigm Pro and fucking No Peace. Uh, The the, the mini uh... collective. Yeah, with the uh, with the the Justin Kyle John Wayne Murdoch match. Yeah, hell of a um, match. Which we'll have plenty to talk about. Um, not today. And then in the second half that we're going to record, we've got King of the Death match and Prince of the Death matches, which is technically three shows and is a lot. And I was there, so that's going to be a big portion of the next half. We're not doing that today. Um, and then Insane Eight, which I have a lot to talk about. Dysfunctions <laughs> ICW Wisconsin Insane Eight, uh, which has some awful. Just a, like three in a row, awful performances by Orin Vite. Um uh, and just a just a shit show of a show. And you know Neil Diamond Cutter is great in that show. We'll talk about it. Um, but fuck Orin Vite at the top and at the bottom. Yeah. Um, and then also on that show, yeah, we're gonna try to do Lords of Anarchy, but we've got uh, we've got the Tremont Deathmatch Cup on October thirtieth. Uh, which we won't have a whole lot to talk about, but it's going to be cool. And then we've got NGI six, which I think we got stuff to talk about. I think that it's going to be. We're going to. We, are we setting time limits for these? Uh, I don't think we need to. It's your call. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see how the first one goes. Um, and then somewhere in the middle there, I didn't mention it because it is sort of the main event. Uh, Carnage Cup twelve, where John Rare oh. got his finger cut off. We'll talk about that. Yeah. But not today. <laughs> Or if you're listening to this and it's all one five-hour episode, maybe today, if you, you got can the, say if you got the time, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna say the same thing. Yeah, you yeah. know, if you got the time, well, if if you can, if you have time to lean, you've got time to clean. That's and right. And by clean, I mean blood. Yeah, because there's a lot of blood. Sure. No. Uh, so I guess. I guess we should get into double death. Um, yeah, I'm gonna just set a, a, a stopwatch and see how long it takes us to finish this, and then we'll judge the That's rest. That's fair. Of it. Yeah, we'll we'll just go from there. Um, all right, so IWA Mid South, uh, your favorite, as well as my own. Yeah, it's it's the best. Kind of the best promotion, uh, best American promotion ever for me. Um, and I know, <laughs> I know that's like not that's like controversial in a way. Um, I think we're pretty on the record of being uh, big fans of Ian Rotten. It's just, here's the thing about IWA. What has given us more? Nothing. No, nothing. I mean, I try to think, you know, 
it, they've been around so long and it's just it, it is very meaningful some of the things some of the guys and when they come and go and there's so much history there for you know if you've been watching for as long as we have um there's a lot of sentimentality that goes into IWA itself, and uh, we will talk about that quite a bit more uh, when I got to finally go see King of the Death Matches live, which I've wanted to do for 20 years. Um, but that's later. Um, this sort of sets up uh, one of the big reason I wanted to go uh, to King of the Death Matches this year. Um, it, this is the Double Death Tag Team Tournament, which has happened, what, how many times? Ten times, uh... probably? It's happened. This is like the fourth, it, and it hadn't happened in thirteen years. Wow! And then technically, they did two in one year this year. <laughs> yeah, well, they got the, the the Dutch the the double Dutch thing where it's uh, intergender teams, which is really cool. Um, have not yet watched that. Not sure if that's going to make it on the show. Yeah, it's sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of it's a lot of shows. Um, well, so we we have a, a crew of teams here. That is pretty standard by what you'd expect. Um, we've got 440 represented in two different uh, spots by Bobby Beverly and Ricky Shane Page, and then Atticus Kogar and Eric Ryan. Yeah. Um, we've got the probably one of the coolest matches. So th- th- these matches are all really good. I just want to say this double death tournament really put me on the path for like, oh, this is going to be a good summer. This is going to be a good... It was a totally solid tournament. All the matches were pretty short. It's this dumb thing where Ian Ian always overthinks all this shit. So this is that style where it's every tag match is elimination rules. Is that right? Yeah. So when somebody gets pinned, it becomes a handicap match. And then there's almost always inevitably a quick roll-up that's going to like even the odds and then it'll be a singles match it's like a lucha tag somehow yeah, yeah the, the the quick like okay we did that now we got to move to the next segment as quickly as possible well just let's just get to hit the beats um which a lot of like, times is a schoolboy. like 2006 is the great is the best one and that one is like that one has very only like once or twice during that tournament does it actually end up on in a uh full like one-on-one situation after starting two-on-two. So he's always like that, done this? Has the, the double death yeah. has always been elimination? Yeah, that's just the it's way... bizarre. That's just the way he likes it. I don't know. I, I think it adds, uh, it adds, something. It adds it's, something. I think it takes away something in certain cases, but I think, I think, no, it's, I I think it's interesting. Um, I, I guess we've got some interesting teams here also. We've got Herzog and Neil Diamond Cutter, um, which is a really interesting tag team. Those two have a great singles match with each other in the pit, of course. Yeah. Uh, which I'll, I w- might make my list. I love that's my favorite match, maybe from that entire weekend. Um, and uh, what they lose to Dale Patrick's and Josh Crane, the Young Dragons, which is of course uh, Indiana, just classic deathmatch tag team. Uh, Josh yeah. Crane, you know what? Uh, We've never really talked about Josh Crane on this show. No, no, we haven't. It's weird. Is uh, it, let me ask you: Is him and Hoodfoot on your? Uh, is, or is I, that? I haven't watched it. You haven't watched it. It's okay. gonna be great, man. It's gonna be down the fucking wire, which I wasn't rooting for to happen <laughs> this year. But you know, I had continuing. I had fucking tax prep shit I had to do for sure, uh, and all that, and social security bullshit, and a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, you haven't had time to watch all the Josh Crane matches that you might have in other years, right? I understand. Um, Well, it's it's really good, and I don't. It's not going to make my like list, but I guess we'll just talk about Josh Crane for just a minute. He's a fat little turd of a man, and he's really funny, and he's a good wrestler. 
Um, you like Josh Green? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. We'll talk a little bit about him for Asylum. At least I will. Okay, okay, okay. The, yeah, the Mickey match. All right. Um, um, they're a fun team, though. They're they're a really fun team. And there's other. What, I'm sorry. What were we gonna say? Uh, I was just gonna go through stuff. Good yeah. to go through. The, yeah. the, the Young Dragons are classic. They. I'd love to see uh, ICW do a, a tag tournament. Just mostly as an excuse to just re- redo. Uh, Reed Bentley and JWM versus uh, the Carnage Crew because that match was cool. That was very good. Sure, yeah. Uh, just, just and you know, tag. They don't do enough tag matches. Tag matches are fun. Uh, we have yeah, but we have uh, Atticus and uh, Eric Ryan went up against Otis Coger and uh, Lord Crew the Hollowed. Yeah, that match. The Hallowed. You know, the Hallowed. I don't remember that match being great, but it was fun. I don't either. But you love to see Atticus and Otis getting there, and I love Otis. Um, I'm a big oh, Otis Coger fan. I enjoyed both Otis and uh, Crew in the uh, Asylum tournament. They're both really good in the IWA weekend too. Uh, I'll just let you know that now. Um, especially Otis, who gets to really have a, has a, has maybe the second best match of the weekend. I love to hear it. Yeah. Um, and then so the two match. So let's talk about the two important matches. Let's talk about the two important matches. Uh, okay. I don't know what which do matches. <laughs> I don't know which ones. No, all right. So I'm not. I'm gonna hit any match that I think is like that. You should go out of your way to see. Let's with do a it. Recom- you watched recommended this way match more tag. Okay. I'm gonna yell out recommended match. If okay. Like, you can go Ted too. And we're so we're all putting right. this in the in the match guide in our personal match guide. I think I I think both should probably actually yeah. Um, we could never so, have a thing like that because we mostly agree on things that and we mostly cover things that we like. This, yeah. is, this is like one of those cases where we're going to we're gonna get a chance to shit on people, which is why this is always fun for me. Yeah. Because I'm always like, an Orin bite. Me, this is just for my own madness, for my roommate's madness. No, just, I love it. Just I just like the idea of like, all right, if you could cut through some of the blah, 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 and you could just You go put to a little tick next the, to the fucking batch, and, you know, you just write a little X by it or whatever. Yeah, no. And you go you to got? this recommended match. All right. The underdogs, <laughs> Kevin Giza yeah. and Jack Griffin mm-hmm. versus Bobby Beverly, the Bev, Bev Smith, and RSP, Ricky Shane Page. This was a real – this match, uh, I liked – this had an actual structure and shit. Yeah. Because it was just these two dickheads fucking with the nerds. And – This also sets up some Ricky Shane Page, like, angle stuff later on. Yeah. Yeah. This, there's, a, there's a lot of work happening around around this match. This is like the first match in the tournament, too. Um, and it's an upset. The, the underdogs. Look at that. Yeah. I, who, who knew? Um, uh, all right. Skater Die Jack Griffin. Uh, we'll get more. We'll have more of a chance to talk about him, but he is awesome. Um, big fan of Skater Die Jack Griffin. And Kevin Giza. Kevin Giese has been pretty... I thought he's had a pretty good year. He has. He's really emerged as, like, a, a guy who used to be NWA, like, Anarchy or whatever. What was it? What was the, the Cornelia fed that ran... No, like- uh, that was NWA Anarchy. I just think he's always been, like... Um, he's always been, like, an Indiana guy. He's, like... Uh, he was running, like, the fucking... Uh, yeah, he, he worked, like, all of those weird promotions that you've... That you've heard, like never heard of that like, like like a, like old paradigm and shit like that and uh, he's sure. been one of the, yeah he's only been around for four or five years he's but I think he's been uh, I think he's had a nice year I thought uh, he was good in Prince of the Death last year yeah well yeah so he, he had a cool match with uh, 
Who did wrestle in Prince of the Death last year? I don't yeah, remember that he, one. He got his ass beat by Atticus. I thought that was pretty good. Oh, that okay. was all right. Okay, sure. Um, the best match there was Lucas Jacobs versus uh, Logan James. And I can't... And I don't remember anything either of those guys. Sure, I remember that. I'd love to be proven wrong, though. We'll find the fuck out, man. Who knows? Yeah, there's a lot of guys. That's the other thing about uh, about uh, IWA and Indiana in general is there are a lot of guys who float in and out, and you're just like, where's the where's Dewey Wellington? Like, what's he doing? You know, like yeah, where's uh fucking Lincoln Mosley, the crying man? Where's Lincoln Mosley? Exactly. That was one of the weird, most uncomfortable. Most entertaining matches. That match is so good. Is that that's from Prince of the Death last year? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great. That, yeah. Okay, we talked about it on that episode, I guess. Yeah, I don't that know. match. No, we did. That <laughs> Who match knows? <laughs> I can tell you affirmatively, we did. Awesome. Now this is just a, next... and then our second first round match that I think is the, I, I I think the final is cool, but it's not it's not essential. This is an essential fucking match though. The rejects John Wayne Murdoch and Satu Jin. Versus the Bloody Brothers 2.0, JC Rotten, aka JC Bloody, and Insane Lane, aka Lane Bloody. Yeah, uh, this is sort of the centerpiece of the show for sure. Uh, this has the big moment that set everything in motion for me. You know, um, it. I guess. What do you think of the John Wayne Satu pairing? It's sort of a it's sort of a weird pairing, but I like the idea of. Uh, because John Wayne's a pretty mobile dude, so he gets to be the more mobile of the two, and he gets to still provide structure. And then Satu just comes in and is crazy and just uh, is so charismatic. At, Satu is, is really is opened like up this a weird year. Abby figure and just like smacking yeah. people up and hitting them with the chopping them with the cleaver and shit. And you love that. Yeah, he, he gets a lot of freedom. He doesn't have to worry about structure. He won in any combination uh, with like. I mean, maybe him and Akira, but like him and Reed Bentley, he wouldn't have to worry Akira's about Akira's a fake too. reject. I don't count Akira among the actual rejects. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Akira. Um, all right. Satu, I want to say Satu Jin um, has really opened up this year and has just had an incredible year. Obviously, like he, they took a chance on him with ICW. We saw that coming. We called that fucking forever ago. We've always been on the fucking Satu Jin train um, since episode two of this show. <laughs> Uh, way back in January of 2019, we were talking about Satu fucking Jin. Um, his matches this year, I will I will talk about them more uh, in, a, in a couple weeks, but his matches this, this year with like Cruel and Hoodfoot and Ruben Steele, and I think he had a match with Tank. Like, he's just... He's he been had a great match with uh, Neil... Yeah, great match with Neil. He had a great match with uh with fuck. He's 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 out here. He did some shit with Casanova. Sure, he's 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 doing these matches where like the Cruel match is incredible because Cruel. We, we shouldn't talk about this now, but Cruel's a monster. He plays the Undertaker, nineteen ninety one, and Satu Jin has to be like, uh, I I I don't know. He he's he plays it like he's Bret Hart or something at times. <laughs> like he wrestles the match like uh. A total, like, he has to outsmart, outquick, outmaneuver this big giant. Um, and there's a bunch of glass in it, and the match ends because of a, too much blood loss. And I think it was a shoot. Um, yeah, Satu Jin, so good. And I'm so happy that he has gotten these opportunities. Insane Lane, not a guy I expected to come back up on here and, like, be, like, no, after like an his, oh shit uh... kind of guy now. After his uh, 2008 uh, double death uh, testicle rupture. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, he just ruptures a nut uh, in a match with uh, 
Sammy Callahan against uh, Team Ophian against Sammy Callahan and Mike Elgin, Grits and Gravy. Uh, one of the that's a team that existed. Everybody. <laughs> yeah, Oops, Grits and Gravy. Yeah, Grits and Gravy because they're both fat fucks. Uh, <laughs> That's 2008, either way, right? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, a weird, that's, that's such a cool such a year. Weird tournament. That, 16 teams that year, like, that's and, and so many people. So, same, I'm, I'm sorry. So, what's the what's the match exactly? Say it one more time for me. Uh, the Bloody Brothers, in, uh, Elaine Bloody and Ian Bloody versus Grits and Gravy, Sammy Callahan, and Michael Elgin. And is it a death match? Yeah. And Michael Elgin, what does he do? Is he getting, does he get, in the, does he make his, get his hands dirty? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. He'd get his hands dirty later on, now wouldn't he? Different kind of <sighs> dirty. <laughs> um, all right. Well, is, you got another recommended match here? Oh, no, we should talk about this, because this is, this is the other thing. Um, because Ian Rotten comes back in this match and yeah. de- defends his son. Um, what's the? I don't really remember the circumstances here. It seemed uh, kind of out of nowhere, but I was really was into weird, it. It was but it was, it was, it was just... He just does, he's like over on the commentary... He's on a commentary, but he's over by like the merch table. And he's just like... Uh, JWM has uh, JC on the floor, and he's just cracking him with mirrors. And Ian takes exception to this. He takes exception, and he's like, and he just runs up on him because, uh, and like JC's bleeding and shit. And he just like runs up on JWM and just like starts like potatoing the hell out of him. It felt, uh, I mean, it, it was obviously work, but it was cool as hell, and it felt like, it felt like, I mean, it felt like the kind of thing that Ian would just do. Too. That's right. the thing. Right. Just do that as a shoot. Why not? Well, I think there had been it's some. Not well. There had been some like social media yelling. They like to, you know, Ian loves Facebook. We all know that. And there's been this recent one. You saw the one where it's like, here we go again, folks. Another person trying to do us in, claiming that somebody got AIDS at one of our shows from <laughs> bloodborne pathogens, <laughs> which has happened. Happened at a a, a a train wreck show, I believe. Right. And it was there like was, on the local news there. There was uh, there was no evidence of a of a. There oven. never is. There never is. Say so somebody just Ian is the most hated man in Indiana. I know some some. I'm sure there's multiple people listening to this who hate Ian Rotten, and that's fine, and I totally understand. Um, but just know that there's a lot of people out there who hate him a lot more than you do, and they all live in Indiana, and they're all out to get him, and that's that's a fact. <laughs> no, yeah, they. He's like, an outlaw. That's why we love him. That's it's part of it's part of the mystique, part of the charm. This shambling old wreck of He's a also man. So sweet. I, I'll, I'll talk about meeting him later. But. but it's just it's just like yeah, like um, like like I mean, you know, you know why there'd be a an HIV scare? B- because uh, Mike Pence uh, closed down all the clinics and just was letting people <laughs> run wild with needles and shit. They had an actual HIV scare while he was governor. Right. It was great. I forgot about that. America, man. Yeah. Love it. Boy. <laughs> you got the other recommended matches from Devil Death? I think the final is cool, but I don't think it's <clears throat> I don't think you need to see the final. Uh it's four for shenanigans and well, it has a weird short lived Satu turn on JWM. It's more like it's less like a, him uh like turning and more like him like asserting himself and saying, You better fucking respect me, man. And then they uh, lose. And it costs them the tournament, and uh, the prince and the king get uh, get the title. Right, that's part of the deal, right? Is it's the defending prince and king of the death matches. Um, so, I guess... Yeah, which is why it's not the young studs teaming, which is, of course, inherently you see that, and you're like, 
that's stupid. Yeah, but, but it's it's no. not. It's not because they would. They you you can't have them team in a t- in a tournament. They're just gonna win. They're the they're the best team. Yeah. So you can't do that. Like <laughs> like if I'm like trying to make a competitive tournament. Um, no, I just want to say, uh, as far as the w- worth your time, this entire show is very worth your time because I think it's like an hour forty five minutes. Oh yeah. Um, and it is fun. All right, it took about what did that take? About twenty minutes. That's pretty long. All right, well, let's see. Well, whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it took like fifteen. I think it's it fifteen. All right, all right. You good? You want to L- less wanna... than? I think we're still good. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on to the. This is the one I really don't remember. So you're gonna have to hold my hand. All right, I'm gonna fucking do what I can here. All right. From the same building, the Axel Rotten Memorial Hall, uh, Pro Wrestling Trainwreck presents the Southern Sickness Cup 2021. Uh, Tag one. Um, I guess this is a two-night tournament, right? Yeah. Six... No, I don't even know how many people are in this. <laughs> how many people uh, are this? Is it 20? Is it 19 people in this tournament? Because we have a four-way. All right, we'll count it up. Uh, I'm going to say 19. We're going to say a 19-person uh, tournament. Um, and this is, of course, Pro Wrestling Trainwreck is... Tw- no, no, it's 22? <laughs> it's 26. It's 26 people in this tournament. 27? A 27, that's my count. I just came to 27. I literally just figured out that it's, tw- I think it's 27. 8. 16. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it, it might be 23. I don't know. I can't. It doesn't matter. Uh, this is J.C. Rotten's tournament, um, which is, of course, J.C. Rotten, John Calvin. Famed deathmatch wrestler in his own right, I guess. Like, what's the deal with JC? I've never really. He's he's pretty good. He's, 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 he's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, I don't, he's not his dad, but who the hell is? Nobody is. Yeah, he's not in this tournament, so we don't really need to talk about him. Um, he's on commentary. He, he's not terrible on commentary, but he has the fir- the voice of a twelve year old. Yeah, but he's charming. Funny. He's got the charming look. Look, that's the deal with IWA and also with Pro Wrestling Trains Train Rack and all of the all of the promotions that are going to run. Like this, um, I guess it's just these two, right? I, I mean, I what? Uh, Vicious Outcast ran in the same building. No, no, not, no, not didn't. this building, but in in the same building that they ran. Um, King of the Death. King of the Death in, which is their new building, because they they got yeah. kicked out of this building at this show. But, yes, right, because of the show. So right. uh, there's nothing. Uh, what did I really like here? Uh, a, a match that I would recommend: uh, Bobby Beverly versus Neil Diamond Cutter. Yeah, Neil Diamond Cutter. I just scrolled past that and I was like, "Oh yeah, that one was good." Cinder blocks, cut can boards, deathmatch. Yeah, so you can't really go wrong with Neil at this point. I feel like Bev occasionally has a match where I'm like a little disappointed. Like he doesn't give 110 every time. But Neil Diamond Cutter, and which who can blame him? I'm not saying he should. Um, Neil Diamond Cutter is by far one of the most like balls to the wall every night, no matter where he is wrestlers. Oh yeah. In the world right now. Um, yeah. And he loses this match obviously. So he went crazy. Um, yeah, nothing to lose. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the other match that I really liked involving one of our most canceled men of the year. Oh yeah. It's Nolan Edward versus the Carver. Yeah. The Carver really is super canceled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got yeah Carver out of the paint. No, uh, Nolan. Nolan uh, Edward. Should I, is it right to recommend people to watch Nolan Edward matches? I think at this it's point? fine. Yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah, who gives a shit? You know why? Because they're just there. I mean, I'm not saying. Well, he had some the guy. I think um, what he we're gonna talk about him in Tournament of Survival, right? 
Oh, and uh, fucking uh, <laughs> fucking and, Masters of Pain. So yeah. Okay. Well, let's save it. Let's save it. But that. So the Carver. We love the Carver. We'll also talk more about the Carver later. Um, but that's the problem with this show is that we're gonna have to go over so many guys multiple times. But that's okay. Um, we'll figure it out. Or invite versus Kevin Giza. I bet that sucked. Um, Jake, that match was fine. Jake Crist uh, th- in the really, main event. Th- they just fucking love doing those Tokyo Towers matches of foreign though. So those really run to- the fuck together. I don't know why. It's because it's, it's because all of the glass goes to the outside of the ring. He doesn't actually have to bump into any of it. Uh, he bumps into that glass, buddy. I'm but sure he that's, does. That's sure irrelevant. He, he, it, he, just... Occasionally, he accidentally takes a bump into the glass, but mostly he just stands there while the other guy does it. But we'll talk about that more later when uh, you see you haven't you haven't watched him and Neil in the you haven't seen the the uh, barbed wire trampoline. Have, yeah, have, I know have... you were you were hating on that. Oh boy. Uh, I mean, there's just like Even... a lot. Oh, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> the, that right. match, I don't need to. Re- Match doesn't need to be recommended because it's not really a match. It, yeah, it's not a thing. And from the video has the most, and the uh, DVD video uh, on demand cut has the most important part of it taken out. Yeah, it is the match that got them kicked out of the building. JJ Escobar versus Eric Ryan. Every I assume pretty much everyone who is would listen to this podcast has seen that gif. Maybe uh, so. J- Eric Ryan, what he said, JJ Ryan's. Sets his nuts. He his, sets his crotch on his, fire. All right. Yeah. It's like it's like his like the top. It's like it's weird. It's a weird spot. Like where he puts it. It seems like it's just above the dick. Maybe. Yeah. I, but that's how I'm remembering it. I'm not looking at it right now. Um, which is how you would probably give. I wouldn't want to put. I wouldn't want to set my actual dick on fire. I mean, you know, not who who among us. Uh, you're free to do whatever you like. Um, but I I guess if I was doing this in a wrestling match as a work, I'd probably. Aim a little higher, and then so he sets. Yeah, unless his... you have the Cody gel, right? Right. Well, that's but see, that's Tony K money, and you know yeah, JJ, JJ Escobar, Escobar <laughs> does not have Tony Khan money. No, no. Um, but he does have uh, his dick on fire. <laughs> and then Eric Ryan. Uh, how do I put this out? Just... There's no water. Get some water. There's no water. Well, so Eric, what does he get? Eric Ryan. No, here's the issue. If his dick was just on fire, that'd be fine. Eric Ryan then hits him in the crotch with Weed Whacker. Weed Whacker has a lot of air going through it, and that causes a fire cyclone of sorts, engulfing J.J. <laughs> Escobar's lower half. I thought he was and trying to put it just... out. I thought he was just trying to put it out, because that was the first, it was like, he was like, I, there's no water. There, docu- he, <laughs> I don't think he knew that there wasn't water. He grabbed the, I, it was the closest thing to him. He grabbed the weed whacker. I gotta put this out, you know? You know, I would just, like, stomp on his nuts then, you know? Like a bag of dog do. Yeah, right. Don't put it out with your boots, Ted. Um, yeah. I guess it's a pretty dumb thing to get kicked out of a building for, especially a building that you named after dear Axel Rotten. Well, the, the story is, is that, uh... The Rotten family did not know that he was actually going to do this. They told him, don't do it. You have. Oh, I have no. They, uh, yeah, I believe that. They told him, yeah. I mean, because they. He and his uh, stunt crew, his amateur backyard stunt crew, were going to do a stunt show the uh, afternoon of the second uh, show. And it was like, yeah, you can do everything then because you're going to be outdoors. Go ahead. That We don't have any reason for you to, you know, it'll all be all right. That's up to you. Don't do it inside. Yeah. We don't have sprinklers like that. Right. We can't really... We're not planning for that. 
I can't remember if they've done they fire did it in this inside. building. They've done fire. It. Have they done fire in this building? I know. I can't think of it because they've only had the building for like a year. Right. They had the and it's a good building. For, maybe less than a year. Oh, it was a nice building, but yeah. uh, this building is probably never going to be used for wrestling again, which yeah. is a shame. And it was like an old Kroger or whatever. It was awesome. Um, yeah. And you could tell it was an old Kroger in the best way. <laughs> like you could, there was like a there was like a silhouette where it used to say deli and a neon oh, yeah. sign. <laughs> Um, yeah, J.J. Escobar had a lot of hate after that. Um, and he was supposed to be on another show, but didn't show up. He was supposed to show up for eight, for the, uh, for the, well, I guess we'll talk about it, but he, he no-showed the, um, the Indiana tournament from July, the, the Asylum tournament, right? Yeah, um, he did make, uh, Lord of Anarchy, but... Oh, yeah, well, we'll have to, we'll have to, we'll have to fucking get it. Um, the, um, it's a dumb thing to get and you know look i i like him and i like those guys i do like those por guys um are, are you have you watched that stuff i watched some of that stuff yeah the, like not you know like they, they they have the wrestling stuff but mostly their stuff is just jackass style like crazy stunts like like not jack like you know clearly inspired by jackass but taken to a new extreme right that's sort of their yeah. whole deal um if people don't know People know about POR at this point, right? They they like a so. a YouTube I, channel that does crazy stunts where guys like jump out of a moving car into a bunch of shit or whatever. I don't know. There was some barbed wire trampoline spot or something that got a bunch of hits. That wasn't them. That was some other crew. No, that the there was a motherfucker wearing the same ski mask with the, the Zodiac sniper. Really? I okay. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Was, yeah, they they do a bunch of like they like guys jumping through light tubes off of roofs and shit. They just you know because they they watch death matches, but they are not wrestlers, you know. Um, and you know he did uh, at backyard uh, wrestling this year. He wrestled who I forget. No, I don't know if he did. It was uh, last year where he did the thing where Schlack hit him with the car, and everybody got upset about it because no, but he was on this year's too. He might have been. No, I he was. I never saw it though. Oh well. Jeez, that's crazy. Um, he yeah, he wrestled the main event against Eminon. I'm pretty sure. Oh, um, I bet you May Lloyd also hit him with a car. He he gets trapped in a school bus and a bunch of fireworks go off inside of it. If I remember right, <laughs> um, and it's pretty cool. It's pretty. I, I don't know. I like you know. I'm I'm down with that. You know. Uh, I I just I hate that it ruined uh, this building. Um, and also I Luckily, hate that. Luckily, IWA Mid South have a new building that they can run every week. So well, they they. They've actually gone through another building since then, which is so funny. Because uh, the the building that I saw King of the Death matches in, they've now been kicked out of too. I'm pretty sure. No, I just I just don't think they want to run Indianapolis every week. Yeah, it might be I more th- expensive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just like it's just easier to stay in the like greater Louisville area. That's interesting. I mean, I I, I guess you know I've never been down that south in Indiana before. Um, it, it seems like. That is their territory, um, and I remember like when they announced that show. I didn't realize it was in the King of the Death matches. I didn't realize they were in Indianapolis, like really. Um, and I was like prepared to drive four and a half hours to Southern Indiana to K- Kentuckyana, you know. Yeah. And then when it was uh, two hours and fifty one minutes, I was just like, oh, okay. Well, I immediately, yeah, I immediately from- PayPal'd his girlfriend or wife or whatever eighty dollars. It was from your actualish city to there to this actualish city, not some. Uh, fucking uh, yeah. pimple on the ass of uh, 
right. of Northern Appalachia. Right, yeah. I, I would love to go down there and see some of these shows. No, hell yeah. I'd love to go to you New know, Albany. I, I mean, I live I live in the armpit of a... I live in what's the... Uh, what my grandmother used to call the armpit of Upper Darby. I have no qualms of uh, <laughs> sweat areas. And that certainly seems like a sweaty area. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, stop booking uh, uh, Jake Crist in main events. Please. He wasn't, he wasn't great here. I don't think... I've seen him do. I've, I, I don't. I don't. Unen, I, I don't have like unenjoyment of Jake Chris. I just like he's not a deathmatch guy. Fault. He's not a full time deathmatch guy. He's not gonna. I don't know. This just yeah. wasn't it. And I was pretty impressed with a couple of things he's done this year. He does seem to be going for it when he's asked to, um, and he always has. Him and uh, his brother, who shall not be named, um, were always like willing every now and then to have that crazy deathmatch. Um, I guess it, is it. It's Dave that wrestled DJ Hyde in the No Rope Barbed Wire. I think, yeah. That, that match is awesome. <laughs> For people who have not seen DJ Hyde versus Dave Christ in a No Rope Barbed Wire match in CCW when they ran Ohio, like one one of the three times they ran Ohio. Uh, yeah, they ran the Do yourself a uh, favor, Rockstar watch that one. Pro Venue. Yeah. In, in fact, uh, hell yeah! <laughs> Shouts out. Uh. Um, you know what I would say here is that the thing about. The, the the thing about it is just that like it, a main event like I know that there's like that they had been feuding uh fucking Jake and uh, Murdoch in oh that was Jake Christ at New Heights 2016 is that right well but they're yeah they did that twice wow that's incredible wow good that's match. a hell of a fucking thing man it's a good match Jake they Christ. just do no rope bar but I bet both are good yeah I is one of them's in Ohio. Both are in Ohio. Both in Ohio. Well, I saw at least one of them, and it fucking rules. So, um, definitely. Not that Chris was a bad wrestler. It's just also they don't fit in places. Like I remember when they got booked in oh, PWG, yeah. people laughing at it, and that's like, no, I actually wish PWG was a place where these these two idiots, at least based on their entering work, fit in. Instead of like all of these yeah. fucking uh, twink flyer boys. Yeah, I'm yeah, that no, shit. I I do like. Oh, uh, uh, OI4K, is that right? Yeah, OI4K. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I was a fan of them. I think they were great in AAW. And, uh, you know, earlier than that, as Irish Airborne, just floating around AIW and Chikara and shit. Like, yeah, I always liked seeing those guys. I was always a fan. Um, just not now. Uh, no. De- definitely not a fan of Dave and Jake. I could I could, I could, could Jake him or leave him, if you know what I'm saying. Um, uh, you know, all right, so uh, day night two. two. Yeah, let's get to day two. Uh, the, ma- the only match that I would give a full recommended on is the semifinal of uh, Murdoch Bam Sullivan. I just yeah. thought this was a fundamentally really good match. This was just like... Bam's got it. I think Bam's really good, yeah. And I, I just I just like this. It felt uh, it felt stiff. It, felt, it didn't feel like a mess of trying to figure out spots. It was the only non-freeway. Which is funny that they oh, had yeah. it, and then they, you know, I'm not here to doubt the J- the booking genius of JC Rotten. I'm really not. That's but there's relevant. there's too many fucking multi man matches in these tournaments. We, you know, it it's always that way, and I get it. You need like you like you if you have just eight guys and like four singles, and then th- you know four two one, like you are running the risk of somebody getting really fucked up and not being able to, you know, you have to ha- like, I get having that third or fourth, third or third and fourth person there to take some of the, the punishment so that it can still be a robust first or, or in this case, semifinal round. Um, but come on. 
I like singles matches. Give me two guys wrestling. That's my shit. I mean, yeah, like the uh, NGR you attended. I mean, they 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 had the provision, no semifinals. And Jimmy Lloyd still got fucking hurt, and they had to drop it from a five-way to a four-way. Oh, yeah. Okay, you're talking about 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was a hell of a thing. Um, Come on, Jack. He's doing some crazy shit. Netflix isn't working. Um, I, I guess... The yeah, final is all right, the but final it has, has four for shenanigans. It's got so I, many light tubes. It's got a ton of fucking glass. It's. I, I posted I, a, a a meme post of this. I put this is the this is the match where I put the uh, damn bitch you live like this goofy uh, wearing a thrasher shirt <laughs> or whatever the fuck <laughs> whatever the fuck that meme is. I don't know. I just thought, like as a spectacle and as like actual work, it's pretty good. It, it's just also. A lot of light There's tubes. so much fucking. It's just like, hey, Bobby Beverly's here. Oh and yeah, well that's uh, the thing. Is... someone for and he's kicking. He's hitting Olin Edward in the dick. He's uh hitting Olin or invite with white tubes. He's trying to. Oh, it doesn't work. With, it's just like, uh, fucking spare me because you already did that with King of the Deaf and Prince of the Deaf in this fucking venue. I've seen it. I don't. You did it with Double Death a month ago. You're gonna do it, uh, and every other tur- every other tournament's gonna do it too. This is the tournament that most abuses. They're the promotion. Count, I, counting IWA and Trainwreck is one promotion that most abuses it, and ironically, they're the promotion least centered f- from the fuck Ohio ness. I mean, I assume that there's beef between fucking ohio and indiana i don't give a shit though that has nothing to do with the nick gauge thing that has nothing to do with like well, gcw well, wait, 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 or wait. icw or any no of but that. that's no but that's that's presuming that 440 is a gcw stable they were I mean, always gonna true. tour this act that was always and that's the, that's that's my problem with it if they just fucked up gcw and made it uninteresting which they have largely um there's, pl- there's plenty of reasons gcw is uninteresting they're just one of them um icw has stayed what fine without because they H2O didn't do it because they own... didn't they didn't do it so hard they barely yeah. relied on it at all um h2o has its own issues uh, which we'll get into with uh, that yeah. tournament, uh, but this is but, but this is just like they're also not centered on anything. They they don't have t- they're not around enough to give them the titles or anything. So it's just they just fuck up the big deathmatch shows, and it's like that. That's really tedious. Really yeah, tedious. well, I, I think they're around enough to. I don't know. I I think they're they're an easy draw. I think that's why Four Four O has had such a fucking stranglehold on all of these promotions for so long. And I, I know that you know you're a fan, and I'm also a fan. I think there's some really. I like all of these guys. You know, yeah. Greg, Gregory Irons, save him. But um, I, Greg Greg Irons is barely a wrestler. That's yeah, fine. and I think he's he, a, he's he, does he does fine. He does fine in his, his role. Life. He's he's really good in uh, the War Games match, actually. Um, shockingly, because that that's a match where they made a ton of bad decisions, and it still turned out really good. You know, um, you haven't watched it, so you don't know. Um, I believe you. Yeah, I'm usually right about these things. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Bam Sullivan is incredible. Um, I'm really excited to see more of him. He's been teaming with Slade. Have you seen that? That's a that's a fucking cool team. Yeah, yeah. the goons. Yeah, Slade. I watched Slade in a um a no ring with Casanova. Ah, um, oh, that feels like his element, yeah. And it was, you know what? It had a little bit too much Casanova, like, 
like the the spiked dildo st- like i don't know it's just a little it's casanova a little, being like cutesy yeah it's a little too much of his stuff but there's some incredible spots in it and that's the, that's the match where they handcuff each other to each other and then they each pull a shiv out and they stab each other in the fucking gut with a shiv um and it looks insane like it looks it's as it's as insane as a spot i've ever i've ever seen um it's not going to be on the show. It's not going to be. It's not. It's not making my top ten, um, which is why I'm throwing it out there now. Uh, but Casanova's an ever, you know, always present in these tournaments at this point. Um, here he's with uh, Eric Ryan and Ruben Steele in a three way. I don't remember that, but I'm, you know, Ruben Steele getting to go to Indiana and getting to like. Uh, obviously, he's fought in the pit and in, in the chains at this point, right? Yeah, he's had matches. Yeah. He's had a few matches in ICW uh, in Florida, probably mostly at this point. He looked uh, good. And he looked good, and he was going to come back, and he got hurt. And he's going to come back. Uh, the Heavy Metal Wrestling Twitter replied to me uh, when I asked uh, about Ruben Steele and when he was coming back. And they said he's uh, shooting for early 2022, and I still want to get him on the podcast because I think he'd have a lot to talk about because he's wrestled fucking Pagano and, you know, you know, create, like so, he's wrestled Solar and shit, you know? <laughs> he, I mean, he has a one-off match in IWA like eight years ago when IWA reforms. And then he's oh, back yeah, I think you told years me about later, that. like and he's he's kicking ass. That, yeah, he's he's a dude who's uh, he's 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 experienced some things. Yeah, like, he's that's been around cool. forever, and now finally, you know, he's like forty years old, and he's getting a chance to travel a little bit. That's cool. Um, so yeah, Ruben, get well soon. Uh, Absolutely. John Wayne wins this tournament, and I, you know, whatever. This is all. I think this is also building up more and more King of the Death matches. I think they all. I think the thing about IWA and Trainwreck is that they they are kind of a weekly show you yeah. know and they're they're always sort of like they have like john wayne's not there every week but he's there more than a lot of guys are um they've got he's got good relationships with a lot of these guys and they'll come in and you know um aaron williams and zodiac had a singles match in the show like you know <laughs> like there's there's like people like kevin giza vincent nothing like these guys wrestle here every week you know eric dillinger yeah. wrestles for Ian or JC every time they have a show. We didn't talk about Eric Dillinger. We won't talk about Eric Dillinger, but he's pretty good. Um, I thought, yeah, I thought he was fine in uh, Asylum. Oh, wait, he's him, not in Asylum. He's in this one. He's in this one, yeah. He's And he's he's in IWA here and there. I've seen him a couple times. Um, Alex Ocean's here. What a disappointment. Um, he's not had a good year. He's not had a good uh, career since he uh, broke big and seemed like maybe like an upcoming guy and has just been... Boy, just not good. The not... weird, the weird heel turn last year didn't do him any favors. Uh, I, yeah. in ICW, I don't know. I can't figure it out exactly. He's just not good. It's simple. Eh. <laughs> it's pretty simple. Just not good. I, um, I'm. I, I like to root for these these people. You understand? Yeah, but look, Chondo's right there. Jimmy Lyons in this tournament, and Chondo fucking rocks. Um, yeah. No. No. Chondo rocks. Yeah. I. I would book Chondo yeah. if I if I was Danny DeMonto. Yeah, definitely. He's also not booking been booking Alex Ocean either way, so it doesn't matter. Right, 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 right. Of course. Um, all right. Well, I think we did that one. Let's do let's do another one. Let's talk Masters of Pain. From is it Masters of Pain next or is it? Oh no, it's fucking. Wait, it's uh, I'm an idiot. No, it's no, no. Survival. I had that one next survival. up here too, but yeah, I don't even have the cage match open for this. All right, yeah, let's go. It's I got survival. It. I got it. I found it. All right. 666, which is a real shame that they didn't run this on the Sunday and just have it be on the on June 6th. I know. They just ran some bullshit regular show. <laughs> I mean, I guess... Who gives a fuck, Look, man. look, I'm sure they know the fucking analytics of this, and they know exactly how 
um, you know, their Sunday shows do versus their Saturday shows. Um, they've got a estimated thousand people at the showboat here. Like this is this is insane. Uh, is this the first full capacity show they've had at the showboat? Because I feel like the March show is not this big. No, it's not. Yeah. Um, I think it's the, at least the first since they, uh, since like uh, 2020, uh, 2020 uh, and the uh, Ricky Gage run, match. Run, Ricky, run. Yeah, that, that, that might have been a bigger crowd than this. But I think they've outdone this actually also. I think the Matt Cardona, Nick Gage show and maybe the Moxley Gage show have been even bigger. It's incredible. They are on an incredible run. I just want to get that out of the way. There's a lot of talk about Game Changer Wrestling. Uh, being the number three promotion, or maybe they're you know selling out Hammerstein Ballroom within 24 hours, which is really cool. Um, even though they can't bleed there, yeah, that, um, that show is going to be boring. I mean, it's, uh, I'm sure it's not going to be boring. I'm sure they're going to do some. Uh, they look, GCW they're bring in Kikataro, Yeah, GCW can do other things. That's fine. And you know what? I always you know I always had fun, fun like the Voltage Lounge shows. Like there were always some like cool things happening and even the new york but shows you, know what you can do in the voltage lounge shows you could you, yeah you can bleed you just couldn't use glass or whatever you couldn't use you, 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 you can use tubes you, you can use, use the pain tubes. um but like i guess it's no blood is it no blood allowed at all in new york i am uh having my conspiracy obviously that tony khan is gonna buy gcw so he'll pay any fines Right, because I mean, it's not like you can't literally do it. It's that you get fined. You get fined. Well, did, what, did ECW? ECW had blood in the Hammerstein Ballroom. No, Surely they did. Yeah, it's a recent thing. I mean, it all okay. all stems from WWE banning blood, banning blading. So at that point, every if you were state commission that was like ready to get the fuck out, you had your oh, that reason. set precedent. Yeah, but it, that set the precedent. But it's like if AEW wants to bleed. They have the money right, right, and if J- right, and right, if GCW are getting a little bit of a financial bump from the Con Clan, yeah, ooh, who could say? Yeah, oh, man. Well, and hey, that's... like, like I don't want to see the Briscoes cut open. And again, I mean, ROH would not, Sinclair would not give a shit about doing that. So I don't remember if any of those recent Manhattan Mayhem's had blood. I doubt it. Yeah, I mean, but they you... wouldn't care. Yeah, but also, who would even think to? Who would think to care with, with that? You know, um, who's I who's paying attention? Pretty good, uh, fucking Briscoe Brothers, Gorillas of Destiny, Ladder War from there, my friend. I'm so. sure. Yeah, I'm sure that's fine. I'm sure that's a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no. Look, I, look, Briscoes are GCW tag champions. Uh, just the fact that we have the tag team titles back in the states is nice. Obviously, um, they're doing very well, and I'm very happy to see it. Brett is back, of course, is the joke. Always bread is back. Uh but I, I don't I don't know. I don't I'm not watching this fuck I'm I, I'm not watching uh Blood on the Hills or whatever the hell fucking they're like all the shows are named after like Juice World songs. <laughs> it's just like I don't it's this is not my shit. I'm sorry. No, it's not it's not for it's it's just like there's too much anonymous shit. There's too much where it's just like I don't give a fuck about like it, it doesn't like if it's if it, if you want to make this the CZW successor, it mm. doesn't feel like CZW in two thousand four, does it? Not at all. No, but I think it's also bigger now than CZW was then. Like I of really, course, I, I don't disagree. I, I I think this is I think they are, and as far as like an alternative like third promotion, I think you know selling out Hammerstein is a statement, 
in, in the sure. sense that the the only true third promotion that we've ever had, um, you know, we've we've hardly ever had two. You know, like you think about yeah. the 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 scale of this, this idea of the the one monopolized being on top, and then a competitor that's a direct competitor that could dethrone them, and then there's somebody else trailing along doing their own thing that's only ever happened once and we all know what that was and i don't know i'm not saying this is like that but they're they're clearly emulating the moves right um yeah i don't i don't see them having tv i don't know what gcw tv looks like you know what i mean like i just don't know really what the path forward is here but i, I think it's good i'm happy for them I'm, sure. I'm really happy that Alley Cat's uh, going to make some money. You know. Um, Alley Catch. Alley Catch. She's always going to be Alley Cat to me. Yeah, because that's when she was a star and not uh, a nerd. No, I still like her. <laughs> I still like her. I still follow I still follow you on Instagram, Alley Cat. I had trouble finding her. I was looking for her the other day. I won't explain why. I understand. Uh, but she changed it to Catch, and I was like, where... What, where is she? <laughs> the Ellie cat's up. Already had my pants off, you know? Um, all right, you love Atticus Kogar versus One Called Manders. Oh, yeah, that's my favorite first-rounder. Yeah, I love that match, too. That's a, that's a proper, like, hay bales and just fucking bullshit match. Um, I think There's a goddamn fucking longhorn skull. I don't give yeah, a shit if right. or not. The dirt. Manders runs straight into it. It's great. Yeah, I don't really know how you fake that. I mean, they're all fake on some level, um, un- 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 it. unless it's real, and in which case, that's it probably wouldn't be used. <laughs> You'd probably have like that. I don't know. I guess how hard is it to kill one of those things and then get its skull with the horns intact? Like it would have. Oh, to be. pretty. No, I think that's pretty easy. I just is it really? You just yeah. You just, just hit it with you your just... SUV. You just buy it. I mean, oh, you just buy it. You don't kill it yourself. Well, I mean, it's a longhorn. This you you just have the skull after you fucking slaughter the thing for right. like steaks. Right. You buy the whole thing. No, you, you just buy the skull. <laughs> you buy you the just, skull. Okay. You buy the skull from some nerds in like Texas. Okay, uh, from a butcher shop. Like no, from specialty skull places. Oh, from a Those skull exist, place. Man. Well, I'm yeah. from Texas, and I don't remember. Well, actually, I do kind of. I actually remember a place where you could buy that stuff. Actually, I totally remember a place. <laughs> yeah, you you just like you I, know. I remember it, like a what's it, a taxidermy place that also just sold like all kinds of crazy shit. It had like a yeah. I mean, you buy it from the same place that you'd buy like a fucking uh, like a skeleton, a human skeleton from, basically. Yeah, Tuesday because they're mornings. the ones. <laughs> They're the ones sending it to the people who have the have the flesh eating beetles to like pick the fucking thing clean. Oh, and is that then... how they do it? That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I I like uh, I like that match a lot. Atticus Kogar and uh, one one called Manders. Manders, who... who is not getting booked uh, enough anywhere, but mostly importantly in GCW, is because I don't I don't get how. You see this guy do this, and then think, eh, we can afford not to book him. Yeah, I guess I guess I'm gonna look and see now what what he's really been up to. Um, this, you know, he hasn't worked a ton of death matches. Also, he's not really no. a full death match guy. But he, I mean, he's obviously willing. And when I, I'll tell you what, me and me and uh, Chris Gibbons met him 
um, after NGI 2019, uh, he was sweeping glass out of the ring. I know I've told the story before, yeah. um, but he was sweeping glass out of the ring, and we talked to him, and we were like, hey, your match with Twan Tucker was really good. <laughs> like yeah. That was all he was known for at the time. Um, and I didn't recognize him. It was Christopher that recognized him. I, I, you know, I never, I, I wouldn't have been like, oh, is that Manders? Like, <laughs> that's Christopher. Um, but like, he, you know, he was super nice and he was like all about it. And he was like, man, I take a bump in this ring right now. If anybody pop for it, you know, like he was a fucking cool guy. Um, and willing to bleed. And yeah, I don't know. He's, he's got the physicality. I mean, that's a classic, you know. You, you know, bat, you know, if you want to have that CZW 2004 feeling, you love to have a strong style guy, and by which I mean a dude who just wrestles like a heavyweight. Right. Yeah. No, he does. You know, he does homicide. that. Homicide wasn't a heavyweight, but he wrestled like one. So that was sure. Cool sure. He's and you know, and you look at it now. You look and it looks like he has wrestled a lot in um, the like like he's he's wrestled in hybrid, which is one of the the Brett. Lauderdale like sub promotions, right? Yeah, and hybrid and JCW and JCW, and you know he's wrestling. You know he wrestled in Action, um, Beyond Glory Pro. Like he's he's making the towns. Sure, no, I don't. I just like, but, uh, like yeah, I what don't is know, this? Is just a guy, man. I just I just think this is a guy. Yeah, yeah, he's, uh, he he should know. be he should be a top dude somewhere. Now let's talk about recommended match. Recommended match. The uh. The tournament, the uh, the inmates love this show. They do fucking love this show, man. And you know <laughs> what, though, you know, you know, let's talk about your um favorite uh first rounder, at least that uh, the at least that I knew of. Oh yeah, well yeah, I so I don't like G Raver. I think he kind of sucks, especially since he came back. But even before no, then, I just oh shut the fuck up. Even shut before the then, I, I thought he had become like a bit of a just just a very samey kind of wrestler in death matches, and I like it when he like steps mm-hmm. out of it. Um, this match has a lot of his worst tendencies, and I think it still really works despite that, even though it's really long. Uh, especially 18 minutes, it's fucking crazy. Uh, no, I, I thought he looked great here. He did thought... look good here, yeah. He looked a lot better here than he did in any of the matches with Jimmy Lloyd. <sighs> where he still well... he, he still clearly outworked Jimmy Lloyd. <laughs> Let's not... Look, I'm not saying Jimmy, Jimmy Lloyd, Lloyd was better than him in those matches. Like, but I, were you, Those two you do not do them... I'm sorry. They they don't do each other any favors. Is all I'm saying. No. Did you propose that it was that Jimmy Lloyd kind of uh, took the step back after he had to pull after he pulled the scissors out of his neck? Uh, I have floated that theory. Yeah. Because I've said there's a mold. It seems like reason after reason why he just like it was like no, I'm I'm back to being the dipshit in the singlet from 2007. Yeah, I'm just. Gonna oh my be god. That guy. You know what I just watched? Jimmy Lloyd versus Frankie Pickard from uh, Dojo Wars, and he's wearing little orange trunks. And Emil, hell yeah, Emil announces him as Lloyd Jameson. That's great. And, I love to hear that. And then he does this insane tope con hello onto Pickard, who's set up with his feet on the apron and his back on this tall crash pad, and they both just eat shit. I'm gonna post it. I'm gonna. I was. I was. Yeah. I was gonna do a, a wrestling is gross advent calendar, um, and then I decided 24 was too much, so I'm just gonna do 12, and that's gonna be day one. Um, 12 days of Christmas. Yeah. Well, advent calendars are often 24. 24 pieces. I of chocolate, know. I'm but... aware of the advent calendar, but you know we can do a different theme. Yeah. And also. You know, tw- twelve days of Nutsville Xmas, as we are known. Twelve for. days of Nutsville are, Xmas, right? If if John Casai doesn't want to claim that anymore, that's ours. 
also John Kasai, come on the podcast. <laughs> we'll have a translator. No, you can just yell. You don't know enough weebs. You can just yell and spit, and we figured it out. Um, yeah, I think Effie, it, Effie charisma, doesn't... Charisma carries everywhere. Sure, sure. Uh, it's, just, look at, uh, just look at Takeshi Katano. Transcends language, of course. Um, yeah, Effie does not get enough chances to work these big matches. This is fuckery boards, which you know my favorite. You know I love fuckery boards. You know, yeah. The only oh, what what happened, honey? Oh, I, I stepped on a fuckery board. <laughs> <laughs> the only person I think in wrestling who can make the word fuckery sound good is Larry, Larry Legend. Larry Legend, of course. And, I, and I, I'm not, like, I'm not saying you're wrong. But it's just to stop saying it, everyone. No, it's I've had enough of fuckery. Is a, you know what I know what fuckery means? It means like bullshitting. Yeah, but even then, it's a little, it's a cutesy word. I don't like it. Um, it's too British. It's, it's too British. That's what it is. Because I'm all for like saying a bunch of gay shit, but like if it's British, ugh. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just it, that's. The British are very fuckery in it. The Brit, the British are very gay people, but in the most heterosexual way. So I can't respect it. Well, they're they're like they're like, or maybe uh, they're the most they're, heterosexual they're, people, but in a very gay way. I don't know either way. They're conservative gay. Yeah, it's they're, they're just they they're stink. just they're all these Nigels. Fuck out of here, yeah, yeah. old Nige. Yeah. Piss off. You think Nolan Edward? That sounds like a fucking fucking dumb cunt's name, doesn't it? <laughs> Uh, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, he wrestled Orin Vite. That's a... That got, wow. That's a canceled that's match. That's a canceled match. I don't remember it. Uh, I remember... Uh, it no, fine. Nolan and, uh, and Alex Colon in the semi is really good, and they're really good opponents. Of course, Alex Colon is pretty much great against anybody, um, even though I'm sick of him. Um, he's pretty much great against anybody. Well, there, we'll talk about it a little more for uh, when we that's get to... That's how we uh, end the whole show, yeah, of course. NGI, but yeah... Uh, yeah. About Alex Cullen and uh, the issues, which are not necessarily even his fault. But he also had a really good match with Bam Sullivan. Bam Sullivan, I like that match too. Yeah. Uh, but I don't. The only match I would put on the level of the uh, two, of the two first rounders we we put out is, of course, the final. I think the final is fucking great. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I think it's Atticus Koger and uh, and Alex Cullen, and and Koger is like at this point. I mean, he should have won this match. I also match. like the Koger G Raver. I think that was a cool match. That, yeah, I think every, I think basically every match on this show, except for Edward Invite, uh, I think was the only one I had as like not being good. Um, no, you know what? I, I, which I think that's a good match. I don't think it's a great one though. I is Koger and G Raver the one with the the? It's the gusset plates attached to like weird boards on the side of the ring. Yeah, like a I fence. didn't like that match. I didn't like no, I that, match. that match. I thought that match was weird, but that they that they did their best with a match that is really that oh, made no sense to book. They did their best. What else can you say? But they did Dude, their that, best. I mean, it was an eight minute match, man. I don't fucking. I yeah. was entertained for eight minutes. I you know again, I watched the show uh, six months ago. <laughs> I watched the show the day it happened, um, and it's now. Yeah, my son's birthday. <laughs> you have anything to say about uh, Orin Vite? <laughs> Did you hear him? Uh, no. He said no. He said he just said he looked at me and said no. No. Um, yeah, Alex Cologne and Atticus Kogar. Next, t- next time Tara's on the episode, we'll get uh, we'll get her to ask her cat what uh, she thinks of, of uh, Orin Vite. Okay. All right. Um, I'm not I'm not familiar with her cat. Um, oh, you don't remember? You don't remember the uh, the the beef uh, between 
uh, Jack and Misadventure that uh, was a fake thing after I, I do. said... I can't say I do. I, can, I, I know we've had Tara on the show a couple of times, and it's both times it's been about Joshi. I don't remember anything about those shows. I, mean, I don't remember anything about any of these shows. That's why I have to re-listen to them. Um, but even that, I've tried to not stop doing. Um, I I don't remember the beef between my son and Tara's cat. No, but that's all right. Um, I'm sure if Tara's cat is worth the damn, she won't have shit to say about uh, or invite. Or if she does, it'll just be, you know, how could you Leave do? How, how could you? How could you make anti? How could you make these fake vaccination cards? It's so funny, <laughs> dude. I can't get over how funny it is and how how insanely like this is the thing. I just want to say, deathmatch wrestling really should be shady, but that but that's so stupid. I don't know. I'm of two minds. I it's bad, and if if he never gets booked again, that's that's fine. It's well, also just it's really funny though. It's really funny. It is really funny, and I gotta tell you, for me personally. Because it's Orinvite, I cannot be objective about this. <laughs> oh, no, you can't, my friend. Um, because I have, you know, I don't know if... if, if, if You've never... had a multi-year fatwa against this man. Yes. It really, it hasn't been, it's been, it started last year. I really turned on him last summer. Yeah, um, but you were bitching about him on the on the digest we did for 2019. I can, Was I, I really? Say, yeah. Already that far back? Well, incredible. Um, I knew even then. Um, yeah, yeah. The, 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 you knew about the COVID. I knew about COVID, and I told everybody, and I, yeah, I did. This do fucking that. guy, Boone, he's gonna fuck it up. What's his somehow. name? Boone, Boone, uh... Boone Winkler. Boone Winkler. Boone Winkler. You're getting flushed. <laughs> um. Yeah. Good Says, tournament. Send that motherfucker to the grease man. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the final kicks a lot of ass is in my. They go time. through is the it... damn ring. They, what do you? I don't like when they take the boards out. I don't. Not like I'm when they not take a the fan. Boards out, but you just here's what you do. You you can't put the boards back, and That's they don't. The, and you can't. I like that they don't put the boards back. Well, when do they put the boards? They'll do have that they put... in Freedoms or something, and they'll put the fucking boards back, and that pisses oh, yeah. me off. Well, Freedoms. I hate that. Well, Freedoms, you have all those unpaid interns. Oh you know, yeah, <laughs> you have like twelve, like sixteen-year-old boys around the ring who are just their entire job is to pick glass out of Takeshi Sasaki's back or whatever. That's yeah. not is he? He's not wrestling anymore, is he? Oh, he is. Yeah, is he? Okay, good for him. Um, I don't watch Freedoms. Every time I try, I'm like, this. Y'all mean this one? Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like uh, Violento Jack like farting his way through a 25-minute match. <laughs> it's just like, uh, I mean, I guess this is cool. I can see why somebody would like this. Not me though. Um, we, all got, right. th- we gotta bring we gotta bring the uh, animal style back to Japanese deathmatch wrestling. That's not saying it's bad. It's that it's not animal style anymore. It's not animal style. I guess I know where you're coming from. Um, all right. How I, about you have a brawl in the fucking crowd? Yeah, just, well, it's the thing is they can't, right? There's like crazy. I know. It's 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 still. I, we're never gonna get it back. <laughs> that's why you know what we do? Take everything to the Ganryujima Island. Well, the island. Where, yeah. Just do it. Just do it there. Just have the crowd come. That's what it. Dana wanted to do, right? He wanted an island. <sighs> Fight island. Yeah. Um. Well. We love our we love the island guys. <laughs> We're a big fan of anybody who has an island. Um, all right, uh, tournament of survival six six six, probably the best top to bottom single night show. Yeah, I think so. I yeah okay. 
Um, and I hate to say that because I really I don't like who won. Um, I, I think this should have been, but I don't know. I don't know what the plan is for Atticus. I mean, he didn't win NGI either. So like didn't even make the final. Yeah. And now he's feuding with Jordan Oliver and is Jordan Oliver going to work a death match? I guess probably like, that's probably the plan or they're going to do just a, you know, they're going to go off the balcony at Hammerstein. Like that's the, that's the match for Hammerstein, right? Is Jordan Oliver versus Atticus. And I get that. That's a cool match. It's a big match. Um, between two like real GCW guys. Would would you say that's fair to say? I think that's fair to say. I hope it's a cool match. Yeah, yeah. I hope Jordan Oliver blades. Yeah, he has before, and he will again. Um, and when was I, the last time he bladed? I I can't remember honestly. Well, I don't know. Um, he didn't blade against Gage. Nah. No. Hmm. Well, maybe he's never bladed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who who knows? I didn't really. I never like look. I never like cared much about Jordan Oliver until like the last couple of years. Um, I was becoming a big fan throughout 2019 after kind of just being like whatever when he was a CZW guy. Um, and then the Deppin two-hour match, of course, um, solidified him as one of my like five favorite guys in the world. So, you know, whatever you think about that match. Have you watched that match? No. God damn it's it. It's two hours, dude. Yeah? How long have we been... How long have we been doing this for? <laughs> Less it, than that. Put it on. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna we're, be. We, we're gonna we're gonna that finish was, this part in two hours. We are. We're gonna do a great job. Um, you, uh, you um, that was the YouTube show, right? You can watch that. Is that yeah available for free on YouTube still? Probably. So we should just I, we should just do that on Twitch and just commentate over it. I think that's that would be fun, because uh, I adore that match. Um, and I know, uh, Dana Makabe, if you're listening, you, d- you weren't a fan. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. We're, we're, we're both wrestling geniuses. What do you say about that? <laughs> um, all right. We got, uh, we, are we going to move, move right along here to the masters of pain? I guess we yeah. should. I feel like we're doing good. We are. What's after I'm, this? Yeah. Here's the thing about, uh, What's 2021. This okay. This Prom- is promotions that like didn't, that didn't exist. Just seemed to come out of the blue to be like, yeah, we're running a deathmatch tournament this year. Multiple. Trainwreck was barely a promotion. Barely is. Ran ran a deathmatch tournament. IW East Coast, dead, comes back to run a a deathmatch tournament. Uh, Fucking Vicious Outcast, dead, comes back to run a deathmatch tournament. Yeah, they they were all excited to have a chance again. Right. Yeah, it comes back to run a death. I'm sure. Well, I'd Deep South is like a specific case where that's the only thing they ever do is come back every three years to run another tournament. That's true, but this is not the you first. You never know if they if they'll if they'll do it that year or not. Right. Well, that's part of the fun. This is not the first Asylum Deathmatch tournament. Um, they ran a show in 2019. Yeah. Um, and it was won by Dale Patrick's over Corporal Robinson in the final. Imagine Corporal Robinson working multiple death matches in a single day in 2019. <laughs> it's a hell of a thought. That uh, that ha- that show had a match that made my uh, fucking year endless. Oh, that's uh, the that's the the, hool- the hooligans and the rage. That's the same show. Yeah, that match is awesome. That's a yeah. non-tournament match. They had those guys all work a non-tournament match. No, it was it was a tournament. Cage match doesn't know what they're talking about because it was a. 
that it was like a mini it was like a mini cybernetica I where see what the, it is. I the get turn it now. where the winning team advanced and then and they, they fight wrestle each, each other, other immediately. I see what it is now. Okay. Um, well that's fun. Uh, good for them. Akira's in that. Look, a Peter B. Beautiful defeats Akira May of twenty nineteen. I'll tell you what, about Asylum, they knew Akira was gonna be a star. Um I don't you know, <laughs> whether that's a good thing or not. <laughs> Whether he's enough, of, whether he's the star he uh, should be is a different question. Right, right. I do, now, let's talk about IW East Coast Masters of Pain from Charleston, West Virginia at the Skateland. Yeah, yeah. This, what's the, let's see here. The Skateland. Now, Charleston, West Virginia. Um, That's an actual city. Right. Impressive. Right. It's not a place called Nitro, which is a very good place for IW East Coast to run, but at the same time, you're like, what the fuck is Nitro, West Virginia? Is that where they ran? They ran in Nitro? That's, yeah, that's where they ran a lot. Well, now, you had said for a while that sort of VOW took up the mantle of IWA East Coast, right? Yeah, kind of. Um, God, he is, Jack is doing some crazy shit. He's doing some crazy acrobatics. He's trying to... He's fucking with me. He's taunting me over there. He's doing some damn... Uh, uh, who's in the show? Some G-Raver shit over there. There's a G Ray for Jimmy Lloyd match. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's that one on here. Um, I'll tell you what. Um, by this point, I had seen Nolan Edwards and Alex Cologne wrestle each other four times in three months or whatever. And I had liked each one of those matches. And I I, I like this one maybe the most. Uh, Nolan Edwards wins this match, and it was a big deal for me. It was a big deal. You, you counting that as a recommended match? Yeah, sure. All right. I count every single Nolan Edwards Alex Cologne match as recommended. Um, that that's the semifinal from last from the uh, from the one the week before from Tournament of Survival, and also the match that they had in uh, April or March or whatever from from Game Changer from like a you know still kind of like half capacity showboat show that they did that nobody remembers that was main evented by Jimmy Lloyd and G Raver in a match in a much worse match. <laughs> was that wasn't the uh, fucking. That was like, was that the no rope barbed wire? Maybe I don't know. Those matches all. That's the problem with the G, G, Jimmy Lloyd G Raver feud entirely is that all of those matches are a mess and they're all a mess in weirdly similar ways, um, and they all have some really great spots. And I really admire those two guys for being crazy assholes, but they should not be wrestling each other in an extended program. Uh, no, they've 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 done enough. I mean, remember the fucking the main event they had at the first backyard wrestling show. With uh, Jimmy Lloyd uh, trying to run G Raver over in the pool with the car, yeah, man, like th- they're committed to uh, hurting each other. I don't, nobody yeah. can deny that idea. It's just also, I think they've probably done enough. Yeah, given the the states of these men. Well, and neither of them have the dramatic chops to pull off an actual feud, which is what they tried to do this year. Um, and I guess last year, leading into this year, and God, you know, look, Nick to... Gage just laughing at Jimmy Lloyd being set on fire. <laughs> yeah, so... that was brutal. There's a lot of brutal cringe moments in that feud. Um, I gotta tend to this child for a second. He's getting upset. Uh, all right, all right. Crowded room, friends with tight eyes. I'm hiding from you, and you're so fast. I thought you were.
All right, we're going to try to do a seamless transition back in. Um, Let's talk about a certain 5'4", steroided uh, gorilla of a man. He's not in a lot of these. He's not had a big year. Oh, Marty. Well. uh, Party Marty Schlack. Party Marty Schlack. (laughs) But I like this. I fucking like this match. This is my match of the night. This is easily Schlack versus Shane Mercer in an extreme backyard wrestling death match. Which, first of all, it's not a backyard. It's a parking lot. Uh, But it's also not a parking lot. It's a park. It's just, it's just, it's just grass. It's just a bunch of cars on grass. They have a, a like a mini Zona match, a mini Zona twenty three match. Uh, Sedero. Uh, there's a flatbed truck that they wrestle on a bunch, right? Then yeah. um, they just start whipping the shit out of each other with like parts from this like fucking two thousand four Chevy Cavalier. Yeah, like Shane Mercer rips the spoiler off the thing and starts hitting shellac in the back with it. That's fucking great. I feel like somebody like, bumps onto a, a a removed catalytic converter at some point. Oh like, yeah, no, yeah, it's they try it's, multiple times to break through a door, kind of like uh, you know. This is this is very much in the vein of, of Finley and Regal. I think these matches are probably really similar, actually. Unironically, yeah, <laughs> a been, little bit. This is kind of the 21, 2021 version of uh, Regal versus Finley, Slack versus Shane Mercer. Now what that, that. now what that has to say about twenty twenty one. Is up for your imagination. It's a great no, match. I, no, fuck it. This match. No, rules. this match kicked ass, dude. I totally. This is like a good candidate for honorable mention for me on uh, for the year at least. Yeah, like yeah. I like this match. This is maybe this is like one of the best slack matches I've ever seen up there. For like the oh, Casanova sure. match or from uh, King of the Deaf last year, or like the Gage match from uh, 2019. The prison fight. Um, yeah, yeah. I think this is probably my favorite slack match. I think I think this might be where slack rules um i think this is this is you know and I, I also shane mercer putting him in there with shane mercer who is a guy who can lift a car and yeah. Sh- <laughs> and schlack being a guy who can't lift like a fucking little red wagon or whatever like he's, he's like I, I was trying i'm trying to think of like what is schlack's like threshold for for press slamming someone we talked about zandig failing to press slam hornswoggle <laughs> um, yeah, Schlack is Schlack, and Schlack is way weaker than Zandig. Oh yeah, which is why that's such a funny matchup. And is, is that did that match happen? Y- yeah, it did. It was it of was, course. It, was it the last Zandig match ever? Though is what I'm asking. Uh, I think it might be his last match on record. Yeah, does he have like some bullshit with like? I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to talk about the, some bullshit. If it's no, I no, no, no. I'm just trying to remember the way that they like officially list that match. I don't remember how the fuck it's officially listed. Is the answer? Oh well, I can find that out in a minute. Um, yeah, I, I, I like I like Shane Mercer in death matches, of course. Uh, when I met Shane Mercer, um, he seemed like a true fucking meathead with like literally nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, I, I. I I think I talked about it, trying to like tell him about how my daughter really enjoyed him at uh, at the backyard wrestling show, um, and that she only knows him as Diablo. 
and he was just like, "What are you talking about?" Like he like he he had no, he, like he he was like, "Oh yeah, Diablo, yeah." Like he just had nothing, just a dead. Was he concussed or did he just seem like this was night one of that show? What he didn't have a particularly crazy match. This might have even been before his match. No, he's just a dumbass. He's a big dumb dumbass. Yeah, but that, but he's he has like a lot of school shooter energy. He That's does. Cool. He's he got rocks. the thousand the, the thousand island stare for sure. <laughs> um, he yeah he's he's a weird guy. Um, I really like him. Uh, and what he's only what what else ha- he he wrestles in the he doesn't wrestle in the semis. What happens here? Wait a second. Uh, no, he has a he wrestles at Akira. Akira. Oh, I just blocked it out of my head. That match is not that great. I'm sure I it like- sucks. You know what? The final of this tournament, Akira versus uh, Nolan Edward, Dog Collar, yeah. Transferring the Weapons. I really like that Pretty match. good. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, you know, the thing with Akira is, you know, we've talked about this, but Akira is so much better before he became a deathmatch superstar when he was the underdog and he was the guy who, like, got a shocking victory over Tremont. Um, like, that was a better version of Akira. When he's the peer... Um, not so much, you know. He's just like a goof, that which is fine. He's like a kid. He's he's totally allowed to just be a goof, but he should. He's not a he's not a star yet. I think he's be. a good choice to win this tournament. Oh yeah, I think I agree. him and Nolan both would have been great choices. I think. I think that's one of the things I liked the most about it, and I do, and I did like this match. Man, a lot of Nolan Edward matches getting recommended on this show. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, hey, <laughs> he had quite a run there. Well, it's not like we're going to be able to recommend them ever again, so yeah. we might as and well I don't, get it out of the way. Look, I mean, I, I could give you my top five Alice Crowley matches of the year, but they're not as good as these. I'm sorry. Um, that might I, need to be cut. Well, no. <laughs> no, it doesn't. What are you talking about? Um, it's, what, you think for liable purposes? No, I just thought maybe people would be like, ooh. Well, no, she doesn't have very many good matches. <laughs> I lo- Look... I'm the foremost Alice Crowley fan. I've been a fan of Big Al for years now, okay? Um, that's That was just a statement. It's it's true. She doesn't have five matches as good as the five best Nolan Edward matches this year. I'm sorry. Um, he will never see him again. He stopped wrestling after that came out. Like, he's gone. So this is the full Nolan Edward postmortem. He's not going to be on my year-end show. Um, because the matches no, aren't that good. I can't think of a reason for him to be. Him yeah, and, he doesn't. He, Jimmy Lloyd, Cinderblock Deathmatch semifinal. Like, I don't remember that. It wasn't that good. I'm sure it wasn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, but yeah, Nolan Edward. Um, I guess he did seem like a really promising guy. Um, he already had seemed like a promising guy before he dipped into the death matches when he was just like a, like a Chattanooga, you know, like he was, he was like, he was a Hales guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Hales, you know, boy, Dylan, you know how to pick him, my friend. Um, the, he just really, it's a, it's a damn shame. <laughs> that this man is a damn dumbass. It's a, and it's a, a diddler. Is it a diddler? I mean, he's, he's a, call him a he's, diddler. He's, a sort of a diddler. He's sort of a diddler. Um, yeah, he carried on I, I, an extended I, I, relationship with an underage woman, uh, underage girl. Here's the um, thing about it is that uh, we have like a whole country that still doesn't realize that that's like a bad thing because like all the grandparents did the same thing, and well, then sure. like half their parents did the same thing. And it's uh, Indiana. This country's yeah. You know what? This country's like real fucked up, man. That yeah. doesn't excuse anybody. It's just also. <laughs> People forget Bix. 
people forget this country, about this, the values is a of this country. Nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Dude, like we need. We need to have – it's not that we need to have a national conversation <laughs> Obama-style. It's just that we need to be like – we need like a task force to go around smacking people up the head and be like, what the fuck are you doing, man? This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. You, you're, you're 23. You're married. Yeah. I don't Why know. Why are you married at 23 <laughs> in the first place, man? What are you doing? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, look. Hey, look. Look, again, what people want to do is fine as long as it's legal. Um, and even then, if it's illegal, that's fine too. Just don't. This is like this is like one of those very specific things where I'm like, this is illegal and it should be. This isn't good. <laughs> you it's shouldn't bad. be able allowed to. So no one a had. Lot of, a lot of laws are fake. Uh, yeah. This is true. Like, this isn't about the laws, though. It's, this is about well, just where, like where do you where, where does the law and decency like where do they intersect? And it's not the answer is not very often. <laughs> No, <laughs> but here we are, Nolan Edward. Um, I hope I never see you again. And uh, you had some good matches this summer, dude. I'm real disappointed in you. <laughs> He's a disappointment. Let's not beat around the bush. I'm really disappointed in you. It's so fun to call him a disappointment. You know why? <laughs> because it means nothing. It means nothing. Yeah, I you know, and I look forward to uh, many Alice Crowley matches in the future. I hope she has a a very bright career because I do find her to be uh, very fun and charismatic. So yeah, there you go. Take that, take that to the bank, Dylan Hales. Asylum. <laughs> asylum. Asylum. From the Marion County Fairgrounds Coliseum. So uh, the thing about the commentary for Asylum, people have been making fun of it. It's really bad. Uh, I don't remember like, it. God, I wish I should have rewatched this one. This no, is the it, one I should have so rewatched. It's so funny. It's the. It's like. It's like they're doing like. <laughs> Strangle Mania, but uh, uh, like sincere. Oh wait, yes, they, I do. I remember this. They now. just yeah. sound. They sound like Violent J and Shaggy Two Dope. I absolutely like, remember. Really it. Now that you put it like that, I totally remember this. Yeah. Um. Well, this is a part of that incredible weekend, right? This is a part of the, and this is Marion County Fairgrounds, which is where uh, the COVID Collective happened last year. Yeah. This is the mini. This is the mini collective of uh, twenty uh, twenty one, especially because there will never be an actual collective again. Yeah, I don't really know what that looks like next year. Um, but, you know, again, WrestleMania has broken format now, too, and it's two nights, and who, it's all broken. So, whatever. Who cares? Um, the, real key, <laughs> the, real, the real carny move is going to be who runs a Monday show. <laughs> I like Start that. Monday show. It's all like who's going to Raw anymore? Nobody's going to that's Raw. That's true. That's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's, that's very funny. Um,. Yeah, Marion County Fairgrounds. I like this building. I do. I like this building a lot. I thought that uh, I, the ICW shows people really got good use out of it. If like those uh, gross concrete bleachers mm-hmm. and shit. Yeah, some good good venue for. Good. There's a couple nice little short balconies you can do some stuff off of. Like nothing crazy, um, but some you know. There's some. It's, there's a lot of real estate to work with in this building. It's got. It's a building that's got some visual presence, you know. Yeah, yeah. It does. It also looks unique, and that's cool. I love a unique looking building. If we don't record the second half of this up here, this is going to sound very different. <laughs> and this is oh, not a. Well. This is not a full episode. I've decided for sure. I think we're doing a great job on this, but this. No, is not I a think full this episode. is good. Yeah, this, this is. The first is... Half. Um, yeah. So, what is AWR? Who? Are, who? Who? Who's? Do you know who the promoter is? Uh, it's just some guys. Just some guy. Some, some guy named Gary. They kept just a man named Gary. Gary. It's just a like, man named Gary. It's an Indianapolis, uh, strictly based Fed, uh, seemingly. 
Uh, Good for them. <laughs> there's so many promotions in Indiana that are vaguely Indianapolis. No, and this this one just runs in Indianapolis, basically. Okay, sure, sure. Um, this is a. Uh... It's weird how Indian, but like nobody runs in like Fort Wayne or fucking South Bend that anybody gives a shit about. Like Heroes and Legends or whatever runs in in like Fort Wayne. Indiana is a weird fucking state. I have no thoughts about Indiana aside from how fucking weird it is. Well, I had never been there until this year, and I got to tell you, it looks the same as every other state. I mean, I don't know. It's pretty trashy. It seemed pretty trashy, um, but no trashier than. I mean, look. I mean, I just drove through Mi- Missouri and shit, like. Like, uh, all this shit sucks. It all sucks out here. America fucking is garbage, all right? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like they should have kept it on the fucking coast and let somebody else have the rest of it because it all sucks. Um, although in, you know, 200 years, whatever, uh, when your home is flooded, then I'll be the smart one, I guess. But, like, that's, you know, that's the thing is it's, it's, all, it's all shitty out here. Oh, um, yeah. it, but so... Indiana is kind of the worst. I think it might be the absolute worst state. <laughs> It's like, it's not exact, like, I say that Missouri is the Midwestern Florida, but I don't know, like, in Indiana is like the Midwestern, like, Georgia or something, where you're just like, it's off here, huh? Yeah. You need, well, more, you need more riverboats and shit to be like the Midwestern Florida, which is what it, Missouri has. That's what Missouri has, of course. Of course, I've been to Hannibal. It's a great town. You need you need lots of you need lots of weird ga- gambling and shit. Indianapolis. Indianapolis I haven't been to just has like I got to go to Branson. Oh fuck, Branson, man! It seems like a good time. I don't know. I, I it's a weird that's a weird thing that exists out here. That's not that far from me. That I could take my kids to if I wanted to. I don't know. I don't, that's a weird thing. I think this has the goofiest lineup uh, of a tournament, uh, excluding something that doesn't have that is primarily people who don't seem to be actual wrestlers, like IWA Deep South. Yeah, this so, is no Carnage Crew, but this is a this fun is a, lineup. This is an interesting ragtag bunch. Um, I want to first of all shout out Aiden Blackheart. Uh, Aiden who, Blackheart. Who, he'll get more talk about him uh, in the Carnage Cup. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll talk yeah. about that, which you haven't seen yet, right? Um, uh, we're, I'm gonna make my way through. Yeah, the battle, yeah. The, the battleground that is it. Hell of a show! Can't wait to talk about it. Uh, I mean, but we got like there's some cancellations. Like Damus ca- couldn't make it up, which is a fucking shame. Was that supposed to happen? Yeah, dude, what? that one fucking bummed me out because it's Damus. Was he supposed to wrestle uh, ICW shows too? Surely he was. He wasn't supposed to be on ICW. It was um, I can't think of his Why? fucking name. I like him too, though. The painted up kid, the painted up dude. He was supposed to be on this. I think he, uh, but like there's so, so some cancellations made for some weird people just uh, a- entering like uh, randomly. Yeah, Cole, Cole Radrick, I don't think was supposed to be in the show. Yeah, DeMonto obviously wasn't. I like that match a lot, actually. Yeah, DeMonto versus Akira is the main event of this first night. It's really good. It's a uh, lot of fun. Yeah, DeMonto yeah. is like the kind of like, kind of the perfect opponent for Akira. He's kind of the perfect opponent for a lot of guys. He's had he's this. Such a, he, he's such a. He's really grown into being like I, I keep calling him like a, like a Shane McMahon type of wrestler, which he kind of. It's not just because he looks like Shane McMahon, but he has like he has that like like for Akira, he's perfect because he can bully Akira. He can make Akira feel like like you like an underdog again, as opposed to being like Whoosh, I'm the Death Samurai. Whoa, 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 whoa. All well, this horse shit. I I don't. Okay, I don't know about Shane McMahon. I don't know. I I think there's an analogy. There's like some other promoter who wrestles the same way as him. I guess I've said Zandig, but it's not Zandig. He's not. He doesn't really wrestle like Zandig. <laughs> um, 
I don't know. I don't really... Demanto's a, an enigma, obviously. Um, he's one of the only guys to really come up to like have a good catchphrase now. Um, I think, uh, you know, that's wonderful. I love him. He's, he, the the opening for uh, every ICW show was fun. Yeah, him and yeah. him and Larry Legend just, just, just it just he has uh, that promotion has a fucking feel. Yeah, you know he's done well, and also when somebody comes in who's never wrestled there and they do a good job and you like the fans now know like where's Danny? When's Danny getting in the ring? When he's gonna you know he's gonna lead the uh, please come back chant or whatever. Um, like it's it's exciting to like. Because he is sort of that, he's sort of like that Ian Rotten. That's why I've said he's between, he's at the hype levels of Zandig with the like sincerity of Ian Rotten and like the sort of uh, love for the boys in the back that Ian Rotten or like Tommy Dreamer, you know, he's kind of, he, like, he really he's kind of like a dreamer. He is a dreamer because he is that sort of, he is that uh, New York Gavone, like, which is cool. Right. Uh, nobody ever said that was a bad thing about, uh, about uh, TD Madison or whatever, you know, Tommy Dreamer. That's Tommy's. I mean, Tom. You know, that's just he just feels like a real goof, goofus. It's like someone translated like the House of Hardcore energy into something that feels like good and not like a death spiral. Yeah, not like, like a cry for help. Um, yeah, this this field is just so much. Uh, fucking Otis. This is where I noticed Otis Coger has a fucking forked tongue. Which is incredible. Really? I didn't know that. Oh yeah. Oh cool. That's like that's a, such a. That's like a. It's you get that done like in a like a really specific piercing shop or something. Yeah, like that's such a. Wow. Such a How did I not know that? Like kind of dirtbag move, and I mean that in the best way. Because do you he's remember? A death mattress, like, do you remember on uh, on John from Cincinnati? Uh, the character Butchie got. Uh, he had little. Uh, screw holes implanted into his head so that he could screw in devil horns so that he could oh, surf yeah. with devil horns in. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Who else? Who could forget that key element of one of the characters from John's from Cincinnati? <laughs> Listen, you know what? Um, we have a podcast together. Cause you know that. And so do yeah, I. We, this is, this is a Milch appreciation society. I guess we literally covered a Milch. Oh Jesus. I forgot we did that. Uh, oh, we are we are truly a one trick pony, aren't we? Listened the, episode the of all least time. downloaded episode of all time, the one where we covered the fight from that one episode of Deadwood. Um, I we me and Emily just watched the Justified. He's in uh, W. Earl Brown is in one episode of Justified. He's so good in it. It's in season yeah. season one, episode eight or whatever. We just watched it last night. Season one is the one I remember the least about, but which is a shame because well, it's, it's a got procedural. a lot of weird. It's, it's a, got a. It's a little procedural drama. It's nice. It's fun. It's, it's fun, not. Yeah. It's not the 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 tightly woven tapestry of the later seasons of Justified. Season one of Justified is like, you know, it's like a fucking NBC show almost, just a little harder edge and more fun. You know, um, there's also a lot of talk about the the housing crisis. It's like it's like 2008. It's a very like specific time period. It's yeah, interesting. I, you should go back and watch season one of Justified. It's, I have the DVDs. I have the DVDs. I should. It's kind of loose. It's, yeah, we had to. I had to download all of it, fucking illegally. Oh, my mom bought all of them. Of course, that's a good was, one. She, that's that, a, my she, mom she loved, loved him, Justified too. She yeah. loved Timothy Oliphant. You know. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why moms love. That's Timothy why we Oliphant. have a podcast because our moms both love Timothy Oliphant. Now they're both dead. Yeah. Um, and so is Justified. But I think they got an ending, right? Did that show get an ending? It got an ending. It got a good. It got a good series finale. I guess that Deadwood technically got a series finale years later too, but our fucking moms never got to see it. 
Isn't that fucked up? It's Th- weird. Wait, did you was yeah. your was your mom a Deadwood person too? Uh, I she always not as much as just no. But the thing of it was that she wanted to get into it, and I was but I told her like to watch it when I was like thirteen or fourteen when it was like on, and she was like, "Well, no, we can't do this." I think it was mostly yeah, because rough. I'm like, yeah, but it's like. It was like, come on. I, she did not realize how much she loved Tim Fiolafont. And then she'd be like, I could deal with that. Yeah. She, she's, she's weird. You know, I, I guess you know I guess I was – well, I'm just going to just round this out. I guess I was like 17 when I watched Deadwood with my mom for the first time. Then we rewatched it again after I was an adult. Um, Deadwood was one of, one of our shows and she uh, died before she could see the movie. So – now David Milch has like Alzheimer's. Have you seen, have you read anything yeah, about him? Yeah, yeah, he has like yeah, he has like some form of dementia. It, it sucks. Yeah, life so, is a spiral. We are all just <laughs> there is nothing. Speaking of spirals, sure. Four hundred John Rare, Madman oh. Pondo. All right, so Madman Pondo Mad has Pondo had a great run. Fatter and it's great. He does look great here. I just watched him and Ian in CZW the Scissors match, which yeah. is the most disgusting match of all time. <laughs> it yeah. is literally the most sickening thing I've ever seen in wrestling. Um, and I, I don't even I don't know why I rewatched it because <laughs> I knew that I knew that, and I was like, oh, it looks. I think it was in my recommended. Which is which also means that it's probably in like my kids recommended. Yeah, you should block that channel. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how I got there. Um, oh, is that what you're? Yeah, it just came on in here, and Jack's shouting about it now. Um, you're three you know, years old, Jack. It's time to watch your first Madman Pondo match. Uh, no, he's, he's had a like good a, year. He's had a really good year. Pondo is looking like Ryotohama or something. He like, is fat. He does. He's swagged out like Ryotohama. He's looking good. It's really. It's cool. I mean that like all positively. He's been uh, eating you're, the, you're the, bigging up Remington Roar too. Uh, I like yeah. Remington Roar a lot in this tournament. We'll talk about Remington Roar because I have the final of this extremely high. I'll get to I that love later. The, I love the final of this tournament, and I think uh, Remington Roar is. He is he he's a body guy first of all, which I think is interesting. So there's not a lot of body guys left in uh, death matches that feel like they're also like legitimate like tough guys. Like there's not a lot of wife beaters left. No. Yeah, like I like Lord Crew. Um, I think Lord Crew's like a, an interesting looking guy, and you know, like clearly has an incredible physique. But Remington Roar looks like a fucking like like a fullback. You yeah, know. He- he um, looks like he looks like someone who is a legit dude and not yeah. just He's also hot. Did you notice he's fucking hot? <laughs> I knew you'd you'd think this No, I don't disagree. I just also am like I you didn't get it. enough of a look at <laughs> him to, to judge. Uh, you know me. I need to I need to I need to get a tasteful glance. Uh, uh you know who's got a great look, even if I don't know if he's any good, and it's also like a classically bad look? Raven, Ra- Raven Havoc. Havoc. Oh oh I'm sorry. Raven Havoc, do you mean the Hannibal Lecter of Light Tubes? Hell yeah! <laughs> uh, just so many lo- that match with uh, I'm not I'm not even necessarily recommend every single match in the first round. I enjoyed. I, I recommend this whole show. This whole show's on. Is it on IWTV? Yeah, I don't. I don't watch know if I would it. recommend just any of these it. matches specifically, except except Dale Patrick's versus Radrick. I thought that was yeah. a specifically badass match. Yeah. But those guys will like, punch so, each other in the face. Yeah, there's just so much like specific guys phoenix kid yeah phoenix kid is a is a weird guy phoenix kid is like a he's like a he's like a a short kind of slightly chubby he's like skinny fat kind of um, yeah he's like 
He's black like, guy, also. Black guy in a lucha mask. I have to like, finish that sentence. I have to finish the sentence that he's a short, skinny, fat, black guy in a lucha mask. That's one sentence. It's like if you compressed the great Blackenese assassin, Menace, down a foot, and, but all the weight was still there, so he's just, like, spilling out. And it's it's like, <laughs> he looks like, he, he looks like some weird, like, physically, he's like a combination of AJ Gray and Jonathan Gresham. I don't. I can't explain it, but he's really. He kicks ass. He's. Uh, let's see. Let's see. He's kind of. Um, let's see. I guess he's he, got like a baby he, body. He's got the body of like a Neil Diamond Cutter almost. Like he. He. I. Like you know. I guess uh, he, Neil's probably got a little more muscle definition actually, which Neil is crazy. Is, Neil is, <laughs> Neil's a lot leaner. I feel like. Yeah, Neil. I think Neil actually works out too. Neil's Neil's such a cool guy. I, I really liked meeting him. Um, you know who had the best look of his career? A man who has had nothing but terrible looks in his career, but this is the best bad one yet. Uh, Casanova Valentine. No, no, that was a good bad look, though. <laughs> it's dysfunction. What? I don't remember this. What does oh, dysfunction look like? He just had like, the long hair and the trunks. He just looked so. He looked like such a dirt bag in the best way. I thought he looked awesome. He, he Was he good? He wrestled Neil Diamond Cutter. Really. I thought he was pretty good. Yeah, that it's match is all right. Five but... minutes. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember that. Um, I, 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 I hate that I keep for... saying I don't remember that about these matches, but whatever. They're all entertaining. Uh, there's nothing to not be entertained by in this. I remember round. Mickey versus Casanova being a little disappointing just because they went pretty short. They went six um, minutes, 55 seconds. Yeah, that yeah. that felt like it was building something, and then it just ended. And then it ended, yeah. Which is fine. Uh, Mickey's awesome on day two. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of guys, you know, uh, Remington Roar, uh, you know, I think Aiden Blackheart is pretty cool. I like him. I know yeah. He's, he's he's like a dirtbag, like, uh, he's like an old, like, look, Aiden Blackheart is not gonna be setting the world on fire anywhere, you know? <laughs> but, he, um, but he's over, he, yeah. he's, he seems like he's got a niche right here, I like yeah. that, I'm happy with that. He had a good match, he had one match with, uh, in, in the, in the pit, right, or, uh, in Pit Fighter X with Akira, right? Yeah. And it's pretty good. I like. Um, uh, I wouldn't recommend it, but I like Takira versus Lucky. Lucky for a team we didn't mention. Is that who from just night looks two? The same we, as are, always. Night two now? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I, I don't. Wait. Fuck. Okay. I got it. Tog two. Got it. Tog two. Tog two. Yeah. Uh, I just. I thought every. No. I just. There wasn't anything to not really enjoy. I feel like. I guess the Neil. The Neil Dale Patrick's match was kind of disappointing somehow. They had that killer match. They had match that incredible that... match a couple weeks earlier. Yeah, but that got twice the length. This was like a semifinal, and the shortest of the semifinals at that, so they just didn't get to build it. Semifinals in to... deathmatch tournaments are often like, let's be careful, you know? Yeah. This is, this is not the match that we're... Any, like, and oftentimes you will note it. Like, you could tell five minutes in if, like, one guy's taking way more bumps than the other one, then that's the guy who's going to lose because, like... You gotta protect. You gotta protect your body if you're gonna yeah, win the match. Yeah, it's the classic thing of if I don't have anything to lose, then I don't have anything to lose. Right. What and and uh, then also I think that's a good argument for the the multi man final. Uh, you know, I I guess the one the one semifinal that I thought really stood out as being uh, a recommended great match. Mickey Josh Crane. Mickey and Josh. Yeah. I thought this was awesome. I thought. Uh, that got the time that it needed. It was the longest of the uh, semis. Uh, Josh Crane has the size to really, to, to really like enforce his will on Mickey. Pause. But you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no, Josh is cool. I don't. He looks like I don't. A big, I, I, 
I don't get that, any. I don't get rape vibes off of Josh Craig. I get. No, I, I, get, I get. I get version just vibes. The phrasing was not ideal. <laughs> but he, he, he could like. He could shove her around a bit, and then it's it's Mickey. She's also going to, and she was hitting gnarly headbutts, and and Josh Crane's just like, yeah, he's been doing this. He's as Indiana as it gets. He's like completely willing to be like, yeah, fucking Mickey. Of course. Oh, he's fine cool. with. He, yeah, Josh Crane is sort of. I think Josh Crane's like one of the main guys in this promotion. I mean, if you're yeah. an Indianapolis Deathmatch uh, company, then Josh Crane is likely to be one of your one of your guys. You know, um, because he lives there. He makes all the shows. He works fucking hard. I mean, I like Josh Crane. Josh Crane. I like Josh Crane too. Look, Josh I, I Crane. Like... Go ahead. Go ahead. I feel like I don't like I can't point to specific matches of Josh Crane that I like as much as I like Josh Crane, which is why I was happy with this match. But I just like Josh Crane. I always enjoy I just enjoy seeing him. He is a little he's a little butterball. (laughs) He's got a specific vibe. I like it. You're going to love him and Hoodfoot. That is such Uh, such a fun match. I bet. I have no. Uh, And then we get to our final. uh, Akira. I, I just want to say I, I I don't remember it, but I bet Remington Roar and Aiden Blackheart is really sneaky. Good. Oh, it's it's a lot of fun. It's there's a, of a uh, real do- there's uh, a couple of insanely stupid spots like it's called uh, a f- a Flocka Funhouse Deathmatch. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a balcony spot that doesn't go that well. There's some shopping cart spots that really don't go well, cool. but it's cool. It's got good energy. Aiden takes bumps into shopping carts a lot. He does it in Carnage uh, Carnage Cup too. Yeah, Aiden's a. They, it's one of his. That's one of his. He's a homeless Jimmy fan. Uh, yeah, they were they were shouting out Supreme and Colt forty five. But the, the irony is that they say, "Oh, Supreme would have loved that because they literally have a door on uh in the shopping cart that says Supreme." And I'm like, "Oh, I didn't realize that at first because because I'm thinking that's that's the homeless Jimmy spot. That's the wrong XPW legend, man." Oh sure, but it's all just a tribute. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, was, and Supreme I, is Supreme was probably on the other end of a lot of those homeless Jimmy. Bumps, well, yeah, right? they did say that Supreme was going to be there, but Supreme died in like 2020, so I don't... Maybe they had the plan... <laughs> maybe this was planned for it. last year. Uh, yeah, I mean, say. maybe this show had been booked for the year before. Like, who knows? Who fucking knows? Because um, they didn't have a 2021, but they did have a 2019 one. Yeah. Um, I, right. The implication was that they would have run it, that 2020, but it just didn't... It, I COVID. It. Yeah, I believe it, though. I, I mean, you know... COVID. Look, yeah, well, and also the last time when they did the COVID Collective, that those shows were stacked full of, like, bigger stars. Like, there's not room for an AWR Asylum Deathmatch tournament when you no. have to do, uh, you know, Joey Janela's Not Quite Spring Break or whatever the hell it was called, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, the final of this is... Uh, Akira, Dale Patrick's Mickey Knuckles and Remington Roar. It goes 21 and a half minutes and it is largely uh, cutting between, you know, two guys or two people brawling on the floor. Um, and they switch partners up a couple of times. I feel like everybody gets a little in with everybody else. Yeah. Uh, it's mostly uh, Akira and Roar and Dale and Mickey, which is fine. I mean, it just felt like a classic. That felt classically IWA Mid South and just being like a fucking brawl on the floor. They weren't building the spots. They were just here's so, like Akira finds a t- like the tires that uh, the, I, that ICW uses around the ring post, and he's just running them into Remington Roar's nuts. And you're like, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm I really happy that. with that, man. Yeah, what, what that. am I supposed to say? That's cool. Uh, Dale and Mickey swinging the axes at each other and well, just they're, that, that's a match to up. each other. I mean, look, 
Dale Patrick's and Mickey Knuckles. It was basically like the two. It, I, 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 Dale has had such an incredible year. Um, oh yeah. The, the weekend with the broken foot. We'll talk about. Um, because I think it might be my, I think I might just put the entire weekend as my number one of the year. I'm, quite, I'm wondering <laughs> if I can get away with that. Um, Listen, you, we, you've, you've, you've doubled up a match before. I, I, I'm I mean, I can't do it for that. number one though. Come on. Number one. Uh, yeah. But you can yeah. do what you want. Yeah. I, we'll I won't see. object. We'll see. Um, Mickey Knuckles, obviously having just such an incredible year, uh, huge comeback, uh, friend of the show, maybe. <laughs> friend Knuckles. of the show. Um, yeah, so this is this is like academic, but they go all for it. This is an afternoon show, but it's the Sunday afternoon, right? So yeah. a lot of people, I think, had left town. A lot of the fans who had been there for the ICW shows. Like, I don't think you see Mittens in the crowd for this one. I um, saw Mittens once. Was he in the crowd for day two even? Okay. He was um, in the crowd for day one and day two, but I only saw him once or twice. That was the least mittens I saw at all, and I was very happy with that. No I think offense he... to mittens, just get in the fucking ring, then, pussy. Well, like, just just him being. At least he had. A, at least he was there because of a job, and not like tournament survival where he's there. And it's like you you work for the rival company, you weirdo. No, he just like look. He's he's at, he's in the fucking bar for that Hoodfoot for that uh that show that no ring show that I watched with Hoodfoot on it with uh Casanova versus Slade. Like, look, he just doesn't. Ha- he look mittens. We're not gonna litigate mittens here, but he just goes to every no. show and he drives a hundred hours and. You know, somebody else pays for gas. I don't know, his mom or somebody. <laughs> I mean, if Mittens is going to be the new Jimmy Lloyd, then I'm okay with that, as long as he's Jimmy Lloyd uh, circa early 2019. Yeah, well, I think he's about the right age, so I think he's, like, literally, like, 17 years old. <laughs> I don't know. I met <laughs> him. I, I, I'll say this. I'll say this now, uh, so I don't spend any time talking about, like, Jesus Christ, Jack. Come on, dude. We're talking Mittens, man. Go over there. Sorry, no, I have to. I, I have to. It's okay. Talking mittens, mittens on the podcast. Yeah, he had. He didn't like. He's that. the mittens man. Yeah, no. Uh, Jack didn't like that we talked about mittens. So we'll, yeah. Good lord, I was that fucking blew the microphone out so bad. I saw it going in the red for the first time. Oh damn. Oh, I hate doing this like this. Okay. Um. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with Asylum. Um, I don't... <laughs> are all their shows on IWTV? It seems it. Yeah? Uh, I'm sure they're all great. <laughs> they're all shady, at least, which is equal to great in a lot of ways. But this... No, this final kicked a lot at... This final was just awesome. I really was... Uh, this was, like, one of... Like just one of the best matches we've seen this year. Yeah, it's it's really good. It's really fantastic, and it feels like an almost like a, a release at the end of the whole thing. Um, AWR, I will say, uh, they're notable. Like, so look, the I think the promoter came out at the beginning of the show, and he's this tall, goofy, lanky-looking guy, and he like hit somebody with a light tube. Um, do you remember that? I think he hit. So I think they have. A, so they have a character uh, seemingly named Jim Cornhole. Okay. I think he hit Jim Cornhole. Of course. With the okay, so he hit Jim Cornhole with the light tube. Um, uh, <laughs> they, uh, there's also um, Justin Kyle is their champion, or was their champion. Um, he wrestles quite differently 
uh, there compared to to ICW and HB. Um, he wrestled Phoenix Kid in like an extended squash on this yeah. show, and it. I, I don't. Did you watch that? I did actually. It's pretty weird. Uh, Phoenix Kid gets a lot of offense on him. <laughs> I know he gets like a uh, like a whole control cop- segment. <laughs> yeah, he gets like a, he gets a capo kick from uh, the apron. It looks like it just what? kills just a Kyle. That yeah, okay, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, he looks a lot less uh, like a schlub if he's wearing the long uh, tights as opposed to the trunks. The trunks really just give him like the Gresham body, where it's like you are a baby, my man. You yeah. literally are look like a baby. Yeah. The, um, Jordan Grace gonna put you in a damp, like make you a damp papoose. <laughs> the um, yeah, the I, oh, I guess the Mickey Akira matches AWR. That's right. That is. God damn it! How did I forget that? So yeah, they and they, if you go on their Facebook, they're um they're already they've already got a video up uh promoting the next Asylum Deathmatch tournament. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like both them and uh, I, I I know for facts uh Trainwrecker are just straight up announcing people for Sovereign Sickness May 2022, and you're just like. That's ambitious. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, there's uh, plenty of time left for uh, new variants of COVID to come and for them to just ignore them completely. Um, ah, Raven Havoc. I have Raven Havoc's cage match profile up, um, which is shocking that Raven Havoc, the the Hannibal Lecter of Light Tubes, has a cage match profile. Let's see what he's been up to. Um... Oh, he, he wrestled in Bloodsport Pro at the H2 Wrestling Center. That's a thing. That exists. Yeah, a body bag tag match. Uh, him and Bam Sullivan versus The Carver and Mother Endless. Intriguing. That's, that's cool. Yeah, so I don't know. Look, he's in, he, oh, he's in Lords of Anarchy 5, which I just had spoiled for me just now. Do you know who won Lords of Anarchy 5? Uh, I think I do. It was Slack. It was. It was. It was Party Marty. Yeah. Sadiq is in that show. What the fuck? Yeah, against uh, fucking uh, Mercer, right? What the hell? All right. Well, we're gonna buy that, and we'll. Uh, I guess we'll reconvene. I think ro- another Roar versus Mickey, uh, Mickey yeah. Ma- J- Neil J- J- versus JJ Escobar. Escobar. All right. That's a, that's just madness. That is an insane match to book. Pull it up and just order it now. I guess. God damn it. Come on, pirates! You're letting me down. They are. The skinned alive deathmatch semifinal between Bam Sullivan and Neil Diamond Cutter. That's they've always they they have a way with these names. <laughs> they they sell you real easy. Yeah, Lord I of also, Anarchy VOW is always the best at that. I I like how they uh, changed their logo to uh, something that's much more incoherent. But also, I guess they just gave the green back to Pondo. Like, all right, you're we're I not running West Virginia anymore, buddy. You can have it. Yeah. Who can say? Says they're located in Brownsville, Pennsylvania, which I don't think that's a real place. They could be. Who could say? <laughs> West, what, what? That's that's, that's I, at the border of uh, Pennsylvania and Mexico, right? Western PA. <laughs> it's a, it's a mess. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, hey, buddy, this was fun doing this I for a couple this hours, very much. and I think I think this is gonna break our our record uh, once this is cut together uh, with the with the other one. <laughs> the other one has a lot. Yeah, has a lot. So we'll uh so there you go folks and I hope you enjoyed the first half of this whatever this was the Deathmatch Tournament Digest 2021. Um and we're going to come back in a couple of days, although for you it'll be a couple of minutes, uh with some fresh takes, some new perspectives. I'll be uh you know 
different level of who knows it's daytime we recorded this in the daytime this is a high stress situation here (laughs) um and i have a lot of work to do i gotta put streamers up all over the place so oh yeah take care of that i'm gonna blow up i think we got like only about 60 balloons for this one so i'm gonna blow up 60 balloons but i think i have to wait until he's in bed so it so i don't ruin the surprise but he knows so he said he's now saying balloon over and over again so i guess i already did uh ruin the surprise that there's gonna be balloons for his birthday uh uh, he'll he'll probably forget yeah um he's a little guy he is a little guy um if you'd like to uh send my son uh gifts for his birthday the amazon wish list of course is in the bio of the podcast account. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we usually don't say death to America, the halfway point, but let's just go ahead and do it anyways. Death to America. Death to America, man. It's, it's fucking up, man. It really is. It's getting bad out there. <laughs> it's a funny thing. Where we're just like, uh, it's just getting worse. I, um, I think, I think p- for me, having a kid in the school system but then also my wife now being like a substitute teacher, I'm seeing like two ends of the school system. And I think it's just made me like exponentially more cynical. <laughs> it's, it's the wire season four. I have no hope for anything. Um, yeah, it really sucks. <laughs> and I never talk about it. You know, that's the weird thing. You ever, you ever notice that like, I don't know. I don't know about you, but I don't really express my like deeply depressed thoughts aloud very often. I try to uh, avoid it. Yeah, because it it's, it's, it's not good for anybody. It do, no, it just it just makes like a toxic environment and yeah. shit. And, and you're not I'm getting. Do- I'm not getting anything out of saying it. Not really. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm just. I'm just gonna feel like an asshole. Like yeah. it sucks. Sorry. I want to feel like an asshole. <laughs> Sorry, folks. We'll be uh, right America. back. America. America. Place. We'll be right back in a couple of days. When I was small, I believed in Santa Claus, though I knew it was my dad. And I would hang up my stocking at Christmas, open my presents and Last time I played Father Christmas, I stood outside a department store. A gang of kids came over and bugged me, and knocked my reindeer to the floor. They said, Father Christmas, give us some money, don't mess around with those silly toys. We'll beat you up if you don't hand it over. We want your bread, so don't make us annoyed. Give all the toys to the little What? 17 days since we talked. I guess. I mean, we weren't planning for that. But well, happened. no, but that's all right. It's all right. And we're going to yeah, do it. I think it's fine. 17 days later, welcome back to Wrestling is Gross. Um, episode 69. Um, yeah. You know our names. Uh, hopefully, for this point. And, yeah, fucking um, hope, man. We're going to do the second half of this 
massive list of deathmatch tournaments. Now, um, that was, yeah, it was the third, because it was Jack's birthday, and now it's the 20th. Jack Yeah, it was Jack's third birthday. He's been doing great. He was sick for a little while. He had some fucking crazy shits, you know, like, you know, like Zandig shits. Oh, um, man, yeah. His his back looked like the wife beater. <laughs> God damn. Oh. Yeah, from like Hate Club Dead. I'm not blood, not blood, but shit, you know. No, I mean, we've talked about whether or not it look about a minimum that it looks like Xandig shat himself before they hook him up in the meat talks. Oh, yeah, we did talk about that. Everybody remembers that one. Um, I remember that. I'm constantly thinking about that. Uh, How was your uh, 17 days then, man? It's been weird. I, I, I lost a job and got a new one in the same span of an hour yeah that was wild i was very happy um, uh that it went out <laughs> yeah it's been all right i don't know i'm probably not gonna get enough uh hours to sustain this as like my only gig right now but we're gonna let that shake out after uh christmas i guess we'll see how things go um but no you know spirits are high enough and we're 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 happy we're it's christmas time it's a big it's it's uh you know clark griswold i'm already I'm already there. It's day one of winter break, and so like you know, Pearl's been oh, in yeah. school for a while, which was nice. It gave a it, it, it we we sunk into or sunk we uh settled into we sunk into it we sunk into a little routine. Yeah, I love the um, Freudian slip. I do them man. all the time. You know, I do. Um, I uh, I just know too many goddamn words is all. <laughs> Um, no, we uh we had a nice little thing, and now that it's like the first day of the winter break, and um everybody's home and it's weird and i'm already losing my mind uh but we're doing great everybody's great and uh i love the holiday season i think this is the year i'm gonna finally watch it's a wonderful life you ever seen this film i've seen it it's on amazon prime in a colorized form Ooh. it looks <laughs> It, lo- it feels like you've died like you're watching like the like the the memory like you feel like him like it, it almost it might actually work really well i don't know so i'm gonna do I that i just remember like see i i i'm not against i wasn't i'm not I'm, I'm not against the idea of colorizing film but you just can't do it for full movie man that's just it's weird especially like there was the only version of uh sweet smell of success i could find uh for a while online was like this one on Tubi that was colorized, and I'm like, Whoa. Jesus Christ, no, that is all. That's some of the best black and white uh, photography ever seen in a film. Are you I kidding? feel like the no DVD cover, that, or maybe the poster of Sweet Smell of Success, has what Tony Curtis or whatever, like, uh, like in a like sort of a, a matte painting form, and he looks great. Yeah. So, but I, I doubt you could just capture that <laughs> in any other. Yeah, that's a that's a very good black and white movie. I just watched Belfast, which is like a like kind of a so you know whatever subpar like. Um, uh, biography, like memoir, uh, light little kid movie, basically, um, about living and growing up in like one of the worst times of like European history in the last hundred years. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's like kind of nothing, but the black and white looks fucking great. Like it's a very pleasant movie to, to watch. Um, just cause it looks fucking good, you know? Yeah. And also if you got the licorice pizza, um, if you got, um, the worst person in the world screener, hit me up. All right. Just, yeah. just throwing it out there. Um, thanks in advance, folks. Do you want to talk about the uh, IWA Mid-South King of the Death Matches? Let's talk about King of the Death Matches Night one. Weekend. Night one. We'll cut that down to a manageable length. Um, Southside Turner's Hall, uh, which yeah. is a building in a park, like deep in a park. Um, they were doing like a, 
a, like a wedding reception or something at the, there's like a building that's about the same size, but it's closer to the front of the park. And we pulled in and it was like packed and we're like, Oh, this must be it. And then we saw like other people turning around people in like with, you know, car fulls of like degenerate looking people and like sort of directing us. No, it's actually this way. Um, so at the front, there's this big, you know, wonderful wedding, uh, southern indianapolis which is let me tell you it's such a beautiful such a beautiful part of town (laughs) such a beautiful (laughs) part of the country really um and you just go you drive on this path to the back like deep into this little park and that's where you 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 know it when you see it you know the parking lot of king of the death matches when you see it because you see a lot of people walking around with bundles of light tubes over their shoulders and like you know uh just drinking and getting high in broad daylight in a park in a a state where that is not uh cool you can't no it doesn't (laughs) indiana uh reluctant to travel with anything myself even uh it didn't stop me of course but reluctant um all right, so King of the Deathmatches is the oldest American deathmatch tournament. Yeah. Um, is it the is it the one that we've had the most of? Probably. This is uh, the twentieth. This is only the tw- it's only the twentieth. Okay. Crazy. I mean, they've missed some years. Oh no, but, I know. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, and then tournament or death? Do you count like, um, you know, the rewinds and the point fives or whatever? And I say you kind of have to. You do, but still, they stopped and. DJ- Deej is never going to... I mean, I guess CCW is running again in some form. They ran yesterday, yeah. Uh, they just have Yehi main events, which yeah. is cool with me, but I also want to see Yehi and Keiju Death then. Uh, they, they ran... In, he wrestled Robert Martyr the... again. Wow. Uh, that's the feud, huh? That's Deej's new... He's he's running Yehi versus Robert Martyr. I think that's the first time they worked together. Is it? Okay. I guess it just seems like they would have. J.D. Drake's on that show. You know, I don't know. Yeah, he worked uh, some dude named Vinny Talada before who was younger than me that's i'm not good with that that's I'm fine not, well no it's it, like existentially i can live with that but he's like literally three days younger than me and i'm like oh crap man but also i i would not be a good pro wrestler so i gotta live with it <laughs> you, you could be you could figure it out i think you could figure, I could out, figure how to it, do it out i just don't have the well then again in in our time in this time of uh wrestling history athleticism uh, has taken a back seat Right, right. Brody King can do it. I mean, shit. <laughs> um, all right. So I bought a ticket to this show um, when I watched the Double Death tournament. Yeah. Um, I kind of realized I had to. They had announced uh, Ian coming back and facing John Wayne Murdoch in the first round, um, which kind of... I mean, it's what it's the greatest. It's kind of the the guy right now. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's undeniable at this point to say anybody but John Wayne Murdoch is the number one deathmatch wrestler in the country. I agree. Um, unless you're like on the Alex Cologne train or whatever, which I I have to say you're out of your fucking mind. But I, you know, we'll talk about him later. Um, well, I'll talk about him some more later. So so excited to do that. Hope hopefully we don't say all the same exact things we said. Uh, two weeks ago when we did this um but john wayne is the guy he's absolutely the guy um he's he's so much the guy that he is now invading the other promotion and taking on the only other guy that could be called the guy you know um which did i didn't watch uh he he did a gcw main event with uh jimmy lloyd right yeah i haven't seen it yet i I should watch that 
I am interested inherently. There's, there's no way that isn't good. There's yeah, no nobody. Way. I mean, nobody can, has both the structure and the chaos. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, I and just Jimmy he, Jimmy does well with somebody that smart to to carry him through. You know, yeah. Well, like, Jimmy's best matches are with the best opponents, just like everybody else's. But you can tell Jimmy like fucking needs a guy to not carry him. But lead him, you to know? Put him, to keep him, uh, like, looking in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. He, um, he is a dog of a different boy, you know? He just gets he gets real confused, and he's like, huh, yeah, we, I just, yeah, we I just know, want to chase my tail. We know what Jimmy Lloyd's like. Um, he's he's definitely, he's one of a kind. He's his guy, but he's just, uh, you know, I, I bet that's good. I'm sure it's good. Um, so... The uh, the the feud. I don't really know. We talked about it in the last one, but I don't really know exactly how this all happened. I think there was a lot of Facebook trash talk or whatever. Um, but Ian coming back to wrestle him um, in the first round, which is for me. I you know I had never seen Ian live, and I had never seen um, King of the Death matches live. I'd never been to IWA, and it was always one of those ones where like. When I was a kid, it was like, this is a whole weekend. Um, we could, like, make a weekend out of this, me and, like, a couple friends. And it made sense yeah. to me, like, we could drive up. And usually it was, like, closer to Kentucky, so it would be, like, a 12-hour drive. And I remember, like, thinking about it and being like, maybe this was doable. Um, but it never happened, obviously. And now I live here, and this worked out to be about a – it was an under-three-hour drive. So, you know, easy fucking decision. Yeah. Um, and we had been on the road a lot. Uh, like you know my my wife's aunt had died the week you know and we had gone to driven to kansas that week before that and it was i had been so i'm you know we had a lot of fun um i had a lot of fun hitting the road on my own but it's kind of you know kind of different um i went and picked up ty we found uh we found john um at another spammer and he had his kids and we all watched the King of the Death matches. And it was, I guess it was kind of one of those, um, one of those outside looking in things the first night for me where I, I got there and I realized like everybody in yeah. that building knew each other. Um, like so much of it. And then, but then there was also like Mittens and his crew was there. And they were also like, you could tell they were kind of like on the edge. Like they weren't like integrated into yeah. it, like the ICW where they're that's like their home, you know. Yeah, I, I was. I only. I think I saw Mittens for the first time during Prince of the Death, which is I saw you and Ty. Now, uh, you. Yeah, like, he was right next it, to us. I think. Yeah, in a clear in like a a, a, in a smaller uh, crowd. You two were unmistakable. Obviously, you know. Right, just, right. I haven't distinct, watched that. I haven't watched that show. You're a distinct pair, but also like, I'm like, God damn it, Mittens, you son of a bitch. I'm worldwiding at him. I'm just like, yeah. He's an interesting person to stand near. Um, Cause it, like you can tell he like really wants to be a part of it and that he's like, you know, he can be, he gets to be, but like at that show he wasn't. And you can no, tell he, he was like, know this man. yeah, he was dying to be a part of it. Ian has like, uh, he has like other, he has like better versions of mittens basically like i can't remember the name of the kid i feel bad who uh was with him and billy uh, was with ian who uh came out with him and billy the p uh, like, it says during... cj hatler cj hatler yeah <laughs> the great cj was... hatler well his dad was a guy you know sure i mean that's like the ian <laughs> family is more impenetrable yeah. than any other because it's i don't want to say ian is like 
uh, Ian wants to be the guy in the holler. He loves the idea of being like this Kentucky, Southern Indiana guy so yeah, much. He wants to be Bo from, Crowder. Even though he's from fucking Baltimore. Yeah. Like, yeah. he just loves it. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he wants to be MC Ganey. Um, and don't we all, you know? Oh, no. <laughs> Certainly. I just watched Con Air again, and, you know, Swamp Thing is great in it. That's a, yeah, that's a good, that's a good MC Ganey right there. Um, well, it's a, it's a lot of guys. What is this? It's tw- uh, a, 23 men and one woman, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a big tournament and it's a, it's a, it's a lot. I guess you, you've got all of the usual suspects here, uh, throwing in a, a couple of specific IWA people. Um, I'm going to go through Mance Warner. Bobby Beverly, Ricky Shane Page, Bam Sullivan, who gets to be, you know, he's sort of being elevated here a little bit. Um, he goes over Ricky Shane Page in the first round. Um, yeah. I, I don't particularly remember that match. Was it? It was fine, but it was, it, it didn't, it didn't hit overdrive like it could have. I don't think Ricky showed up to really work that weekend. Um, you got Insane Lane, uh, Shellac beats Insane Lane, which I thought was the first really fun match of the night. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, or at least it was it was short and hot and quick. And Insane Lane is one of those guys who, you know, is an old IWA guy. Um, really, the last couple of years, the only places you see him show up are like those YouTube, uh, like psycho, total psychopath wrestling and, you know, where Sarah Dox, you know Sarah Dox? Yeah. Yeah, Sarah Dox and Raven Havoc and all those people work. Um, Mickey Knuckles wrestles there sometimes. It's uh, he's he's kind of a guy who we've been lucky to get more of uh, this year. Oh yeah. Um, then you got Rebecca Payne, who has been around forever. You know, I think she I think she was listed as like the 2008 Queen of the Death Matches or something. Yeah. Um, which I don't know if that's true. I don't know. I might be pulling that out of my ass. Um, Logan James. No, she went over uh, Mickey. That is the famous Michael uh, Levy tournament. Oh, is that right? Okay. And she goes over Mickey in the final. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so she she wrestled Logan James, who Logan James is a lo- you know a local like an Indiana guy, um, I believe. An IWA guy, I and, believe he's won the yeah. title there. Yeah, he was. Um, and he, I, you know, it says he's also a Kentucky guy actually too. Um, he's Kentucky and Indiana. You know, it's all one. It is really kind of one place. Kentucky and uh, um, Kentucky and. Kentucky Anna is Yeah, I've I've heard Kentucky Anna before for sure. Um, Eric Ryan versus Shane Mercer. This match I felt was disappointing. Yeah, I, 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 not just because you you build to the idea that uh, Mercer is going to do the uh, moonsault followaway slam, the moonsault ba- and battery through a a door table, and you and you don't deliver on that. Like if you if you give me that and you don't deliver on it, I just. It's not that I feel cheated. It's just like that would have been the best. Yeah, but I, I guess know, this match didn't come together. It felt it, this was too first roundy. Yeah, right. In, in a in a in a in a show full of shit that felt first roundy. Yeah, yeah. Night one of this show, uh, you know, I was very happy with this with this night of wrestling overall because it is you know it is literally twelve matches of just shit flying through the air and blood being spilled. Um, but you know. Uh, the sum greater than the parts for sure. Yeah. Um, but 
you had things, yeah, you had like Neil Diamond Cutter versus Jake Crist. Like, you don't expect that to be, you know, Jake Crist is not a guy you expect to really show out. For, but th- this is a really good match, right? I um, enjoyed it. I enjoyed uh, Dan O'Hare versus Atticus. Yeah, Dan O'Hare, another guy who, um, not an IWA guy, I think literally a CCW trainee. Yeah. Probably. Um, the Big Scare, uh, one half of Storm of Entrails with Schlack. Um, yeah. Uh, CGW Dojo trained by uh, DJ Hyde, Drew Gulak, Preacher Phineas James, and one Rory Gulak. So quite the yeah, quite uh, the heritage from Camden <laughs> County. I'm just a classic CZW guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's good to see him. Big guy looks good in real, you know, in real life. Um, Otis Coger versus Jeff Cannonball. Uh, which, uh, this is like the fat guy freak show match, right? Oh yeah. This is the fat, this is distinctly the fattest match of the weekend. And how could it not be? Yeah. I'm trying to remember. Um, I feel like there was one thing in this match that made me like really like disgusted. Do you remember anything standing out from this one here? Uh, I mean, the, he, uh, Otis brought out the straight razor, which was gnarly. There, but oh it was, yeah. Okay. It was just like, yeah, there was some good stuff in this, but, um, I thought Arab Boy Dale Patrick's was okay. Yeah, it's another one I where it was just... I like those guys more than I like that match. Yeah, it's another one where... But, like, Arab Boy coming to Indiana is just, like, a... It's such a strange thing that, that we get to see that. Um, not really a guy that I'm, like, in love with, but it's always, you know, he's a, he's a, he's good for a, a good indie lucha, uh, you know, brawl or main event. Uh, but still, a guy like that sort of brings... You know, international flavor. Yeah. Um, so, this was uh, special referee J.C. Rotten, which we saw John Calvin in the uh, in the ref shirt. <laughs> um, John Wayne Murdoch versus Ian Rotten, um, which I think I, I, I think it does uh, make my list. I I agree. I think it's a recommended capital R capital M recommended match. <laughs> it has to be because it's just it. I mean, Ian doesn't have a lot here. He's real broken down, but he's trying, you know? You can, like, see the effort just in his face, you know? Um, he is giving it all, his all. Um, th- there's, I mean, it's a, it's not a match built around big spots. You know it's not going to be. Yeah. Um, and there's some sort of questionable choices made, I think. Uh, like, I think there's a, a strange Murdoch moment like, where he maybe pulls Ian not off the mat. And doesn't get a three on purpose or whatever, um, something like that. And then, but the you know, the uh, the Walker when John Wayne brings out the yeah. Walker, uh, it's a light tube Walker or something, barbed wire Walker. What, what the hell was? It was uh, it was quite the moment. Barbed wire light tube Walker. Barbed yeah. wire light tube Walker. Um, and Billy the P. Who? What's the deal with Billy the P? He's just some old fucking, like, hick that uh, was just, like, a conciliary, I guess. Okay. Yeah. What's, and he's, he's like, uh, he's got a disability. Um, He's a very sort of chipmunk-looking face. He kind of looks like, um, you know, like he could turn in, like he'd like a, like, Willow. Like he's like a Henson. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? He's yeah, like a dark crystal mean. type of looking guy. Um and he's he's a real but he's he's out there and whoever the other guy is, CJ, what the fuck was his name? CJ Hatler. CJ Hatler, who is whose son? 
he, Just like some guy. The, yeah, a guy who was he wrestled for them, did props for them and stuff. Simon says his nephew or whatever. Um, yeah, it's just you know we get the we get the whole dramatic Ian uh, like false comeback and the crowd was super hot and you know everybody loves Ian everybody knows Ian and they're all friendly and it's a it's a whole thing to see that live it was pretty pretty special pretty spectacular mm-hmm. um yeah i love it i'm going to watch it again probably and and maybe have more to say on it at the at the end of the year but it's going to be we'll talk about it some more um or invite We'll get to her invite. This match was all right, though. Yeah, see, I I remember it being all right. Um, And then, you know, we end of the night, uh, it's electrified death match. We got Masada versus Kevin Giza. Main, uh, yeah, main event. Main event. Uh, Match of the night, match of the night. You think so? Okay. I remember it going out on a high note and thinking it was like a really pretty, pretty impressive match. But Giza is a guy who, um, you know, you don't expect to. We talked about this. Uh, yeah. briefly before but he's just when you go uh, head 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 to head against Masada and you've and you've made the case that Masada is um still uh, an interesting deathmatch wrestler to watch even after you know some of these guys become so samey um because he has there is like a clear hierarchy where like he is he is on some other level of you know being able to whatever absorb punishment and just because he no sells because he doesn't fucking drop falls as often as other people um but i mean he built he like has protected the masada image so that you feel like right which is good i mean i forget how should... you, you, you this is a this is from a thing you wrote for segunda Kaeda, actually i think is yeah what it was. i can't well i'll say it in a minute if i remember too but um yeah no it's it's an interesting point that he is just he's protected himself in a way that makes him still have an aura um which i never really thought about that um yeah and i i I mean you're allowed to do that i think honestly well he's gotten away with it for sure it's just like uh it's just like I'm like like he wrestles with a dickishness is what I put it, but I, like everybody says that it's like he doesn't, but it makes it feel like it's not like he's not going to do business. It's just that he's going to make you earn it, which I like. And I mean, I saw him uh, get like a fucking ton of his forehead like basically ripped off by Akira, and he wasn't with that, but he still let him do it. It just <laughs> was like it, he just didn't seem to be. You know, it's it's not like you can't. It's not like he's he's just not gonna let you do anything to him. It's it's he's diff. He's 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 a different guy. Yeah. But he but he gives a he gives a vibe that uh this shit needs. It shouldn't just be all fucking fifty fifty. I don't want. That. Yeah. That's well, all. and it's also he doesn't. Yeah, he's one of the guys who it, it, he goes out there and it doesn't seem like he's like wrestling his friends. Like it never seems that like that. Like not even what I think night two is him and Schlack and. Mance, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Which is like a, a absolutely a match between three guys who would be like, "All right, let's have a nice fight." Um, and you know, and it doesn't feel like that at all. He feels like he's ready to kill both of those guys. Um, yeah, Masada, Masada's a cool guy. Um, I got to talk to him at the show, and I like you know, um, and it was nice. First time I talked to him since I fucking knew him as a teenager. So it's kind of cool. Um, nice guy. Um, all right. So we want to do Prince of the death matches next, and then we'll do night two. 
Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Okay, let's do that. Um, we had all right. So we stayed in the shitty uh, motel. I, f- I forget what it even was. It was right there on the highway on the South Loop or whatever of Indianapolis. Um, <clears throat> it was a it was a great like shitty motel. You know, like a classic like kind of gross, kind of scary. You know. Um, yeah. So that was nice. We had uh, I think we ate White Castle both nights, uh, which is great because they don't have White Castle here. Um, yeah. so I enjoyed a little white castle. Um, and then I think, you know, we slept all right. I remember waking up in the morning and waking up before Ty, um, and John and his kids were staying at, I think the, uh, like the other shitty motel that was like seven or $8 more expensive a night. Yeah. And he went with that one. <laughs> it's your kids. You got it. He's got, yeah, just seven kids. Or $8 right. More, yeah. Right. It's important. Um, it's worth seven or eight, you know? Um, so yeah, uh, I remember, like him getting up and I'm like, I, I, I have like developed this thing for on the road. I buy like solo cups and I buy like, you know, bottles of liquor, <laughs> sparkling water, um, just to save myself uh, money. And, you know, um, I tend to drink in the hotel room before we go. Um, and then you keep a cooler in the car as well, but that way, you know, you're, you're spending your time wisely and evening things out. So, uh, I think this show had a noon start time. Um, and I think it was around 1030 when Ty like woke up and commented on, uh, my, my drink making and said, did you just put like three shots of vodka in there? <laughs> and I had to inform him, no, sir. It's about two and a quarter. No, two and a quarter. CML. Yeah. That's about two a and a quarter much. shots. Um, it's, it's Saturday, Ty. Um, and he apologized, of course. <laughs> um, and you know, I guess you forget, um, that not everybody, is the same as you, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. So day two, um, the afternoon show, uh, an estimated crowd of a hundred, according to this, which I think is generous, but maybe, maybe it's a hundred. Yeah. It definitely felt like a 25% of the crowd for, I mean, it, yeah. like something like that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try to remember a couple, a couple of these guys. I'm not going to remember is uh, all right. I'm going to say JC Carr Was he wearing like pastel colors? Yeah, he was like a tallish white guy. Yeah, and he had like pink and blue or whatever. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, he seemed all right. All these guys seem all right. This is a this is a this is such a fun show. The show is an hour and a half long. Um, the edited version of it. Yeah. It's uh, it's the best. Uh, I had so much fun at this show. Um, I think this is when I bought the ICW No Holds Barred weed chocolate bar, um, from Stony who sells. I guess she that she says that she posted on Instagram, so I'm sure it's okay that I'm saying it on a podcast. Um, I think Danny Demanto was holding one of the bars in a picture that you know, so it must be fine. Um, yeah, and it, no, it is a. I mean, did you buy a Larry Legend's face on it or something? She you was know? out of those, so I I got the only well, one that, that she had left, and uh, she was like, "Fearful, it's uh, 400 milligrams. <laughs> it's like 25 dollars," um, and I was just like, "All right." Um, I don't know if that's New Jersey prices or what. I don't know what's going on over there. <laughs> uh, but a great deal. So if you're at an ICW show and you can find her, um, absolutely. Uh, tell her, tell her, tell her me and John sent you. Um, it's, uh, it's this weird thing when they put this as the afternoon show. Cause I feel like it almost, I mean, it's it, it guarantees that there's people in town to see it. 
Um, it was very strange, like last year, as its own standalone thing. Yeah, I don't know if it can be a standalone thing. I think if you pair it with uh, Double Death, Queen of the Death, or something like that, it does fine. But yeah, uh, it, it that but maybe is you think is this too low on the totem pole? I don't know. I thought it was all right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I really don't know. I mean, it was a nice weekend of shows to go to. So I mean, it's I'll, I'll say that much because it does two things. One, it guarantees that you have uh, people there to uh, substitute in. But then again, they also had people there to substitute in who were just going to work the train wreck show like Satu Jin. I saw, I, I, I shook hands with Herzog both days, and he was I'm not cert- on either show. <laughs> I'm certain he ended up on the uh, yeah, fucking... Yeah, the Sunday show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, all right. Yeah, like there's a ton of those goofballs. Yeah, Satu. Like- Satu, I also, I said hello to, and I... I told him uh, that we were big fans and, you know, that he should come on the podcast and that we follow each other. And I was like, this is us. Uh, did the whole thing that you do. Yeah. Um, fucking Mark stuff, you know. But I it's, mean, it's... yeah, like there's a ton of, like, like Josh Crane wasn't in King of the Deaf this year, was he? No. I don't know what the fuck he was doing, but he was on that Sunday show. I don't know if he was just sitting or if he was just around, if he had yeah. other shit to do. He, he probably, I would like that, you know, if, if he had other shit to do. But if he didn't, if he was just there to chill because, you know. I mean, if you're a deathmatch wrestler and then they bring in, like, even if you're not on the show, I bet it's a pretty fun time to just be around. I mean, Satu looked high as shit. He looked so fucking high. He looked like he was having a great time. And I asked him, why aren't you in it, man? He was like... I don't know, man, but I'm cool. I'm having fun. Like, though, <laughs> like, all I right. Feel, yeah, King of the Death is the most, like, family reunion of the uh, Deathmatch tournaments, which is as For it should sure. be. With, not even because of the whole, you know, like, uh, Firefly family vibe of the Rotten <laughs> sure. and just the general. But it is, like, I don't know. It's the oldest one. It's, like, the one that... You know, if you're going to have a Cauliflower uh, Alley uh, Club-sponsored deathmatch tournament, it's got to be King of the Death. You know? <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, look, what the other big deathmatch tournaments that like spawned off of this are the IWA East Coast and Deep South, right? Yeah. Um, those are long, like, those have been around forever. But then also, I mean, look, Tournament of uh, Death won. Ian Rotten's in that fucking show, isn't he? Like... I believe so. Yeah, like you know, there this there is not you know it's this is why the rest of it happened. It's... Yeah, there if this was if this hadn't been a success, there wouldn't be uh, the U.S. Deathmatch tournament because it didn't stay a thing in fucking Japan, obviously. Yeah, yeah. it, it looks just... like Ian's at, Ian's not in the first. So Ian Ian is not. He's in the, in the first, second but he's one in the second where you one. have the IWA uh, versus CCW thing. Great show. Great I remember show. that being like I remember. Uh, I wasn't worked by it, but, you know, it's hard to not listen to... I think I've said this before. It's hard to not listen to Zandig say that someone is going to die at mm. the show and be like, yeah, no, that that totally, everything's pathetic. <laughs> God, listen Zandig to this, though. Listen... For a motherfucking purpose. What can you say? Yeah, yeah. I always believed him. Um, he's, you know, one of those guys that you just can't deny. Listen to the, the people on this Tournament of Death 1 show, um, which, you know... I next year's twenty years. I would love to do this full show. I think we. Um, I think we we're going to do it. Yeah. I think I, I think that's a lot. You've got all of their guys. You know, we've you've never got, done the show from a match from a either, so it's not right, like there's a piece. Right. You've got all these. You've got all of the usual CCW guys: Zandig, Nate. Uh, I think Nick Gage is maybe. Yeah, Nick Gage is here. Mondo's here. Adam Flash is in the tournament. Um, but then you've got the Messiah um, and Homeless Jimmy representing California. 
you've got Necro and Toby in from the Midwest and Texas, I guess, but Necro was making his, you know. And then you've yeah. got like non-tournament shit, the Arsenal and Green Phantom versus the fucking Hardcore Ninjas uh representing like Montreal. Yeah. Like it's just such a an, in, like an interesting convergence of and then you've got a four-way tag team uh clusterfuck that's got a ton of incredible talent in it. the back seats, Chris Cash, Sanjay, you know, like yeah, yeah, Derek Frazier. I want to do Let's that Let's for Derek fucking Frazier. Yeah. John Dom. You know what? Is John Dahmer now underappreciated? John Dahmer, I mean, always was. I'm uh, going to say he is. Yeah. yeah. He <laughs> was always he, He's not in the show, but... Well, he's on this oh, show. Okay, yeah, he is. He's okay, him there and, he is. And him and Towel Boy. Of course, all right. So so sorry. And then you got a... Uh, and then you have your, like, regular CCW match, but it's Ruckus, Justice Paid, and Nick Burke, which yeah. is a... Perfect regular CCW yeah, match. Absolutely. Uh, John Dahmer, was he, him and Eddie Valentine was VD? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good team. <laughs> yeah, and they were the trainers originally. Uh, they were always fun. Yeah, yeah. A lot of, lot, of good, a lot of good talent came from them, like Derek Frazier and Towelboy. Um, Joker. Joker, I mean, yeah, no, I, no, I, I like, okay. I, I'm a big Hurricane Kid fan, all right, don't get me oh, wrong. Oh, yeah, we've talked about that yeah. match, that is yeah. a canonized match, <laughs> yes, it's a classic. It yeah, the one where he uh, splats on the gravel, or the one where his head explodes? <laughs> oh, the one where his head explodes <laughs> okay. from the chair shot by Ruckus, Ruckus. his right. last match ever, I guess where I'm... Ruckus, who helped train him, yeah. uh, or might have just been his trainer, just beats his face in and it's great i'm not it's, sure now i'm not sure if it was hurricane kid or towel boy who who splats super hard in the gravel at some 2001 ccw show and we just watched it over and over <laughs> um god um all right so here's the other weird thing about prince of death matches being this particular like being a part of this weekend is you have um lord crew and remington roar both go out in the first round of this tournament both guys who were quite honestly above this tournament oh yeah um lord crew was in double death with otis otis is in the the big boy show and even advanced the second fucking round um and then you know remington roar again is is hot great body (laughs) um and is an awesome fucking worker and he's remington roar is on carnage cup and he is one of the guys from like you know Total he's psychopath. the last guy eliminated in that sh- in that tournament. Uh, he is in the final for is Asylum. Is that right? He, he is he is above it. That's but right. It's, also, it's hard to say that the IWA that the King of the Death field wasn't deep. Yeah. Well, no. Of course. Of course. And you know, you got you, Logan James was in it because he was like you know he, he was he, he had a storyline reason to be or something. He was. In, but he's he'd an been IWA in guy. Prince of the Death anyway, so it right. wasn't like he was a. It wasn't like Rebecca Knox has history. Like to remove any of these people from the twenty, the field of twenty four, um, would be difficult. I think. I think everybody was in it for a reason. And Jake Christ, of course, is like you know, partially as he's part time the fucking ace of the promotion. As weird as that is, um, Jake Christ is sort of like their you know one of their top guys. Um, you should yeah you should have some awareness of storylines and general momentum of what the whole thing feels like in a tournament you real i mean you should it should you can't just bring in a bunch of dopes or you know it's like you can't just fly everybody in it's it's fun in theory but you know well it's a, it's a good mix I, I think i think they kind of nail the mixture of of guys from all over um and and a um a loyalty to their own brand you know their own their own people yeah um so do you want to talk about any individual matches? I mean, I guess 
Skater, di- Skater really Die Jack Griffin versus Hunter Drake. The first round barefoot toy box death match. Um, which I knew, like, they had advertised that as the name of it. So I just knew it was going to be barefoot, you know, um, Legos and whatnot. So I, I had never seen a barefoot match live. Um, and I had also never seen a barefoot match between two scummy little twinks live. Uh, I I really fell in love with both of these boys, and this is uh, probably going to be on my match of the year list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you know that's a that's live bias for sure. Um, but watching the the barefoot spots live is just horrifying. Um, oh yeah, I bet. They you know and they do all the dumb stuff like the stuff that like the stuff that makes a ton of sense and the stuff that makes no sense and the stuff that makes only sense in this content context. Um, I think there's like a there's a kiddie pool with glass in it or there's like no there's tubes in it and I believe I believe Hunter Drake gets the the uh, the the barefoot atomic uh, drop yeah which is you know again a move that you w- only works in a barefoot match. Um, and it just, yeah, there's, there's a lot of skateboarding, uh, spots. I don't know if, I don't know when Skater Die Jack Griffin did the most skateboard spots. Um, I think he probably did one in each of his three matches. Yeah. Um, including, I, I guess the, the, the finish of the final is onto the skateboard too, perhaps. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's absolutely one of the like junkiest matches of the year, probably. Um, I think any barefoot death match is always going to be like an automatic contender. Yeah, I've got it up now. All right. It's just inherently dirtbag. Yeah. yeah. And I you know, I think they both double they there's double juice. They both like blade early on if I if I'm remembering right. Um Skater Die Jack Griffin has good shitty punches. Yeah. Um and they both uh like swing things hard. They're both hitting each other really hard. You can tell they're going for it. Um Jack Griffin is in Double death. He's been around some. I haven't seen Hunter Drake in any other matches, but this is my like scuzzy match of the year. Um, I think. I mean, you know, scuzzy fun. Yeah, not not John apocalyptic Rare. scuzzy. Yeah, we'll which I to that. Yeah, yes, we will. Um, which I also actually really like that match for some reason. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's big for me. Uh, Phoenix Kid is a fat loser. He's, um, he's really funny. Yeah, I can't believe they put him over Lord Crew. Uh, he had heat in that building because he had been talking shit on Facebook, and like everybody in there is on the Facebook group for IWA. It so. is the most fucking Facebook promotion. They it are, just, yeah, they absolutely are. Some old man shit, as uh, Ricky Shane Page referred to uh, in his uh, video about his challenge with Madman Pondo to who to see who can lose the most weight. <laughs> he, he challenged me on Facebook some real old man shit and well, he's the, right it the is... facebook deathmatch scene is like thriving we really should be it's on so there. funny we really, really should funny. be pushing for yeah, that's a that's a next year thing right 2022 we try to do a facebook thing try to be facebookers <laughs> wrestling is meta yeah yeah that's the next uh that's the next quackenbush ghost promotion oh yeah um dre parker who I guess came back out of retirement. I found him on Facebook talking about, like I found his personal Facebook um, talking about how he came out of retirement to wrestle in this tournament. Uh, Like before he's like going to move away or do some, I don't know. Uh, It's he, he's a, a big black guy who 
uh, of course stands out in this crowd. Um, yeah, I mean they d- they booked multiple black people on this show, which is good. But the other one, yeah, it, that, it's cr- is a pudgy little. He looks like fucking Bizarro Quinn from C Lab, you know. I don't remember Bizarro Quinn actually. I is I don't. I'm sorry. I remember the Bizarro episode of C Lab, but I don't remember. He's a little turtle face guy. He's, he's a turtle face guy. I guess I do kind of remember that. Yeah, I'm helping. Is that right? Oh yeah. Is that the right character? I'm helping. Okay. I'm helping. I'm helping. <laughs> How you. do I remember that? Um, it's a great episode. That's why. Yeah, uh, the Carver uh, going over Remington Roar, um, which. I remember being somewhat mixed on because the Carver came out and was super exciting. I was like super into the Carver. I'd seen the Carver once or twice, but uh, you see the Carver live. And also, again, going on Facebook and seeing just the guy who plays the Carver, his Facebook is like linked to his cage match or something. And oh, his, yeah. His name is Malachi, Malachi. Patrick. Yeah, yeah. Such Malachi. a funny real name. Malachi Tra- Kirkpatrick. <laughs> Trained by Matt Cage, I mean, like a pretty, like, like that's just such a regular dude. Yeah. He just decided, yeah, I'm a ladder face now. And you know what? I'm with it because we don't have enough ladder faces anymore. Right. Yeah. The Carver of Cutter's Alley, of course, is his full uh, wrestling name. I'm not sure exactly how he was billed on these shows. Um, it, it, it changes. I, I want to say, I literally heard Nick Manawa say, the Carver of Cutter's Alley, but we're just going to call him a Carver. Yeah. Okay. Well, good for him. Good for him. Um, I put also... it over. It's just, we're not going to say the whole thing every time because that's really fucking annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's... It's good that he at least acknowledged it. Minowa respects backstories and histories. Um, it's kind of a dick. I met him. He's kind of a fucking asshole. Um, That's, well, hey, you grow I was, I was kind of disappointed. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe he's he busy. He's stressed. But, you know. I mean, god damn. You probably got yelled at by JC and Ian so many times that weekend. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, Remington Roar going out in the first round of this. Lord Crew going out in the first round of this. It's, it's pretty whack, but I don't know. Maybe that's some place to be. Um, and then, you know, the the semis are short. They're wrestled like semis. We've talked about how the semifinal round is often, like, the shortest matches on these shows. Um, and it almost feels like everybody's taking it easy, even the people who are going out in that round. Um, which is fine. It's hard, you know. It's bad enough to wrestle one death match in a day. Um, but, yeah, the, the finals, which is, it says it's 10 minutes here, but I remember it feeling like a pretty complete match. Oh uh, yeah, no, it felt it it got the most out of that ten minutes. I remember that. Yeah, it's the Carver uh, wins the Prince of the Death matches against uh, Jack Griffin, and I believe Jack Griffin had gone through three different pairs of pants. <laughs> um, like uh, the first ones were uh, light blue. I'm I'm checking now. Um, now he might be wearing the same pants uh, for the final, but he comes out, I believe, with the thumbtack skateboard. Um. There's, uh, it's the first time that light tubes were like really, really used on the show extensively as in the final, they put them on the, yeah. on the ropes, um, except for a couple spots here and there. Um, and I guess, you know, it was, it's one of those kind of, you had to be there things. Cause the Carver had like, not like a, a real energy to him. Like he's not, a, he's not like a super scary, like leather face guy. He really is. <laughs> he feels very much like a human in a mask. <laughs> 
<laughs> and this match kind of like tears him down in a way where, um, and we, I was talking about this with a couple guys in the crowd, um, and I, I'm looking at here, I can see the back of my head in the hard cam. That's not good. Um, I, yeah, that's me. Um, no, God, I can't keep watching this. Um, <laughs> you know, he, they were saying that the Carver uh, sucks because he can't get color. And um, so then me and that guy started yelling at Jack Griffin to rip his shirt off. And they did it. And then there was color. So we felt, I felt like I influenced that match. So much. Um, just, it really, it really changed things once you like saw his pudgy belly and uh, really get to see him bleed. And still, you know, he beats him with, I guess, what is it? It's a curb stomp onto the onto light tubes um, and a skateboard. Is that the finish? Yeah, it's really stunning. <laughs> it's really one of the one of the most horrifying things I've ever seen. Um, yeah, I'm trying to find it here. Yeah, and and you know the Carver is again, you know, you you pull that shirt off of him, and he's just like a fat guy, and he's just a man, you know. And it's <laughs> really, I don't know, it really worked for me. He's a man in like Nepal. Oh god, that is a hell of a curb stomp. Yeah. So yeah, check check out this show. It's the best. Uh, I said this last year too about Prince of the Death matches, didn't I? Um, it's not worth skipping. It's not. It's not, it never is. It's always a fun show. It's always and it's always it always feels easy. It goes down, you know, goes down easy. Um, Skater die, Jack Griffin. Uh, come on the show. Yeah. Now I think. We got, we got ice cream between the shows. I remember that. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. <laughs> I'll have to have Ty check in and let me know if we got ice cream or if, that, if I'm thinking of something else. Um, but the the gap between shows is always hard for me. Um, anytime I've gone to like uh, see multiple wrestling shows in a day, because I get I drink during the first one and then I like I, I like try to take a break in between them, and I'm just man. It's tough. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard. I don't know how people uh, how people do this more often. Uh, these these like marathon wrestling events where you go to like three shows in a day or whatever. No, yeah, I... the the collective would kill me. Like I would I would not survive it. I just wouldn't. Um, but whatever. Um, that night, let's see here. Do you wanna do you wanna shout anything out? Uh, quickly because i i haven't i haven't rewatched the uh, uh i i just i thought night two was kind of underwhelming did you okay well what do you think of the uh the, the or invite john wayne murdoch otis coger match which is kind of the centerpiece i think um coger goes out too early um still get some good stuff in and then it becomes a, a an Orin john wayne match and the crowd is like extremely excited for that everybody yeah. wants that and they, they like the, that match becomes elevated to another level even though it's we've seen Oren and john wayne do that match before um but in that building like everybody was like excited when when they realized it was happening um what do you think of that i thought it was all right no oh, just all right i thought i uh, it it was really it was a lot of dust live it was the most Oh yeah, light no, tube dust like I had seen in a, and maybe it was just the lighting or the way that building looked. Um but in that building it was it was like far worse than when I saw Takeda and Gage and Kodaka or whatever. Um Yeah. I I really 
loved that and I love uh I rewatched that and I rewatched uh a couple other matches from this. I I feel like Oren is definitely at his best against John Wayne. Oh yeah, no I agree. Um I feel like he really trusts him. You know? I I've criticized Oren Vite for um being a like a pussy um, <laughs> before. And I think you see that least of all when he wrestles John Wayne because I think he really trusts John Wayne Murdoch and I think you know um I think every I think a lot of people really trust yeah. John Wayne but I think you know I think that's sort of that's another thing that elevates him is how much he can elevate these other guys guys who I don't even like um I wish Otis Coger had been in the match for longer <laughs> cuz yeah. I really like Otis Coger and I really like his stupid mask Oh yeah and his we, as we talked about his forked tongue and his just general right, the forked scumminess. Tongue, right. right. I should. I still need to be on the lookout for the forked tongue. Um, yeah, this show, I got really fucking high, and I, I didn't remember a lot of it, but I remember having a great time and uh, making a lot of friends <laughs> and, uh, you know, excited to go back again next year. Uh, is there anything you want to shout out from this? Not particularly. I, yeah. I thought it was all fine, but it was just nothing stood out. You know, you ended up with, like, the Eric Ryan stuff had some 440 crap, uh, which you just... I think IWA is the promotion that uses them worst. Yeah, uh, you may have said it, that before. I I guess I haven't watched a, enough, you know... I, I mean, I guess it, it, it if it is hurting the tournaments, but I, I feel like that's happened in every fucking tournament. Well, yeah, and I'm like, I don't... I'm 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 good with that without with them not like fucking up a tournament. I mean, that's probably what's been uh, a good thing for ICW that they haven't run they, that they didn't run a, a full deathmatch tournament this year. They, you know, they didn't have an opportunity for a four four ocean shenanigans in that setting, and even really throughout their whole thing, they didn't uh, because they'd only book a couple of show. You know, it's just, but if you book like the plurality of the guys, then it's like, then it's like, well, we have to, but it's, I don't think, eh, it just, it gets old. It's a car. Uh, I mean, look, we've talked about it. It's the, the it's the car of guys like who you're going to get more bang for your buck. You know, Yeah. you can always book Bobby Beverly, like anywhere in the card, you know? Um, and then, but then they're like, well, like, it gives you options. Gives you options to like, you know, like booking options. Maybe you don't want this guy to lose clean, and you've got him booked against Eric Ryan, and you can put over Eric Ryan and make it, you know, not kill your guy's heat or whatever. Like, there's, you know, it. That's the thing is, it did open up so many possibilities. That's what stables oh, yeah, no. are for. Yeah. Um. That's why stables can be good, and that's also why they can eat everything. You know. Uh, uh, yeah. You need like a deft touch. Uh, yeah, yeah. So to put it easy, simply, you like uh, Eric Ryan's uh, finish, his the half crab stomping on the head. Oh yeah, definitely. I think that might be the best finish in wrestling. Right now, I think it probably it might be. I think uh, it, it has probably, been uh, since last year when he beat John Wayne in the in the semis last year. I think it was maybe it was the finals. And it was the semis. It was the semis. Yeah, and and, and like that was a shocking moment where I realized they were going to put, but like the stomps. I love Eric Ryan, you know. Um, as we've, and we're, we'll talk about Alex Cologne a little bit, but as, as I've watched Alex Cologne, uh, become like cemented as the 
people call him the like the great hybrid wrestler of American, you know, the, like the last like ten years or whatever. You know, like he sort of became the um, the figurehead for. I mean, we talked about John Wayne Murdoch, but I feel like Alex Cologne is, you know, he's the guy. Yeah. GCW is the number three promotion, as we talked about. <laughs> and, and you know, um, Cologne is absolutely the guy who's been positioned as the, the craziest MF there. He's won every fucking tournament over and over. Um, I think, quietly, we've I, I, I've watched Eric Ryan uh, get better at working the Alex Cologne, you know, high 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 pace like work rate the Takeda style you know yeah um and i think uh eric ryan better than Takeda or or alex cologne at this point i, and I, I don't think there's any question would agree. about it yeah um I, but john Wayne murdoch is better than any of them but it's, it's a different type of wrestler obviously but i think eric ryan's the best at this kind of stuff um and uh i hope he wins again next year so we can just do that. I, I don't know. I don't know what I think of this, like, repeating tournament victories. I've I've never really cared that much about who won tournaments. Um, I, I think I love tournament format, you know? Um, yeah. I think it's always a, a, a good time. Um, and I love, you know, I love graphics. I love, <laughs> I love a fucking bracket. Who doesn't love a goddamn bracket? We're all, like, ruined for this shit now. Um, but there's something about, you know the 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 three p with uh, with Cologne which we talked about already, and then this this felt for whatever reason felt more earned to me. Um, I don't know, I, maybe because I like Eric Ryan better. He's my yeah. he's my, my guy now, and I'm not sure how long he's been my guy. I feel like it happened pretty naturally over the last couple of years where I you know really started to take note of him because of the young studs, um, yeah. and then you know, knew he was a freak and then quietly he started to work more like man event style death matches. And, um, have you watched the Iron Man with John? Oh, I, we just watched that. Um, yeah, I think Saturday night. Yeah. It's pretty, it's a pretty clever match. I don't, I didn't, I didn't love it, but I I think there's a lot to admire there. He's doing a lot of good work in it. Yeah. There's a, yeah. They, they, they fill an hour with it. You know, there's a lot of ideas there. I'm not going to say there's, there's not an ounce of fat on it, but you know, I like it better than the Orin Vite one, which I also liked. So yeah, um, yeah. So, so how so you enjoyed uh, King of the Death weekend? Oh yeah, first time. oh yeah, I had fun. Um, I I think I think going to Indianapolis is is pretty easily I- easily done from here. Um, I don't you know New Albany like that tax on an extra hour if it's going to be Kentuckiana. So I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I would probably go to that, but. I mean, you never know. It might end up being in Chicago next uh, next year. Yeah, like, I mean, in, hell, in Juliet they, or something. They might get a fucking. They might th- get that building back over there by the fucking Peoria Airport, and I can drive ten minutes oh, to yeah. see every goddamn show. Um, I'm still waiting on, you know, the one in Pekin over here that had Satu versus Neil Diamond Cutter, like right before the the pandemic started. Yeah. Um, that's just it sucks. You know. How far is Anna, Illinois, from here? Anna's fucking far. Anna's far. Anna's as far that's as New Albany. That's closer to St. Louis, right? Yeah. No, it's it's an hour past St. Louis. Jesus, it's that's southern like, Illinois. And Illinois that, is long. That's like that might as well be Arkansas, right? Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. It's it might as well be fucking Texas almost. Um, it's it's too far. Um, Anna Fight Underground is a cool promotion though. I just watched a match oh, of theirs today. Cool, yeah. yeah, I just watched. Oh a, yeah, Dan, that is extremely. That is like. It's farther the than you think. Second southernmost county in the in the state. Yeah, it's all the way down there, Anna. Um, the Charlie Cruel match. I finally watched it. Um, 
and it's not anything. She just, she shoots on, Mickey shoots on this girl and like tries to kill her. And then the match ends. (laughs) Um, yeah, whatever. Uh, all right, let's see here. Next up. Insane 8 Insane from eight. West Dallas. Uh, it, fucking goddamn son of a bitch, Wisconsin. Disconsin, if you will. Disconsin, yeah. Um, all right, well, let's do this one, and then we'll take a little break. So I'm going to have to do that. Yeah. It's going to have to happen, because I'm going to have to pee. No, um, I understand. It's going to be a five-hour show? No, it won't be. It'll be fine. Whatever happens, happens. Um, I always uh, Yeah. Let's see here. We got Orin Vite, the king of the territory, of course, right? Yeah. Um, Orin Vite's still working IWA, uh, by the way, after the revelation that he faked vaccine cards and his, him and his wife were selling fake vaccine cards. Uh, yeah, um, in, in fair... Well, the thing of it is that it's Facebook Ian, but also it's like, well, I already bought the motherfucker. I mean, well, so might as well just bring him in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, look, whatever. But it's it's funny that, like, you go to his cage match and that's, like, one of the only things left on there <laughs> uh, from, like, recent. Um, so this one's got mostly guys that you, 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 you've you seen and you've seen every other place. Uh, yeah. Cologne and Akira have their, their same match here. This one... Not as good as the uh, the Masters of Pain one, but that was a final, so it's different. Is that the final? No, that was first. That was round. first round. Okay. Um, and then they have their, and then I I, I liked their uh, NGI match more too. Okay. Right. Right. Okay. God, there's been so many Alex Cologne versus Akira it's matches. A, it's very silly that this is a locked on match. De- especially as an open round, opening round thing. Very strange. Yeah. Um. You got Jeff King in this. I feel like the Schlack match versus Jeff King isn't much, right? But it's know. fine. It's fun. Jeff King is there. Yeah, yeah. I... Uh, the the opener Neil Diamond Cutter versus Percy Drews. I thought uh, that was my favorite match of the tournament. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. I think I think the final is good also. But uh... I like Neil kind of being the favorite in a match. That's always fun. Well, he's kind of earned it at this point. You oh know? yeah. Like he he can. I, I, you know, Spike Dudley never really got there, but I never liked the Spike Dudley comparison that much, anyways. It's just um, that they're little and and part of a brother. And the they? smallest of the three, yeah. Um, I really, you know, I remember. So this this show has Orin Vite versus Vic Capri on it, and I got to tell you, Vic Capri, the ice pick, looking who, real Benoit, looking look, real Davy, looking good. Wait, what'd you uh, say? No, we, no, looking not good. <laughs> no, I'm saying you I, said he, no, good, no good, actually. No, well, no, I'm saying he lo- he has a physique. But it's like such a classic old guy indie physique, like yeah, like old guy is in like something from like fifteen twenty years ago, well, Davy, where you're just like, but you're like at the same time people don't even look like that anymore. Well, this is so his I'm exact kind of physique like, from the from like two thousand one uh, IWA. He would yeah. he looked exactly like this, except now he's forty eight years old, which means he looks like that, but more like a sausage. Like he's like yeah. a, you become more of a sausage man and as you get more older. Shitty tattoos. Yeah, yeah, and that you know that leads to the sausage look as well. Um, it's, I think I, he looked great. Vic Capri, not a deathmatch guy uh, no. or never was at least, you know, him and Ace steel. Um, I remember like 30 minute Iron Man matches. Yeah. Is that right? I think that was the big feud was Vic Capri versus Ace steel. And, uh, you know, Vic is a cool guy. He just wrestled on dark, I think. 
Yeah, um, Ice Pick Thick. Um, yeah, it's cool. In Milwaukee. Uh, and he had a pretty okay match with Orin. Uh, out-wrestled him in every way, made him look like a chump, and then laid down <laughs> God for God damn it. Um, uh, the semis of this, I remember Neil versus Schlack being dangerous and scary, <laughs> and Schlack all, like, fucking up a lot. Oh, yeah, that was a Christmas, like, death match, and, I mean, Schlack was drawn for the crowd, He was, but he was, like, not good. Yeah, I'll tell it's you what. So ins- Here's the thing. Do we need to talk about that one guy who said, like, Schlack doesn't hurt people, but Sadika does? It's like, dude, Schlack is one of the most dangerous wrestlers. We probably already talked about it, but... I never saw insane. the original post saying that Schlack was less dangerous than Sadika. I only saw uh, uh, Brandon uh, uh, Wagaman's post about, uh, like, explaining why that was wrong. Yeah. So, you know, right. Um, yeah, I... Whatever, Schlack is Schlack. I watched Schlack versus Big F and Joe today from fucking <laughs> the UK. Schlack went to the UK and wrestled in a deathmatch tournament in like Leeds or whatever um, a month ago. Yeah. Um, and I watched the entire first round of that show, which also had uh, Iceman, who used to be in like Vexvay, WXW, you know? Yeah, yeah, I know that name. Yeah, Iceman. He's a big fat guy. Um, he would he used to wrestle Thumbtack Jack and like hate. You remember Hate? Yes. Um, I think the founder of WXW. <laughs> hate. Um, yeah. And so Schlack, you know, uh, you love to see him every now and then. Love to watch him fuck up some moves. We'll talk some more about that in a minute. Um, the final here is Neil Diamond Cutter versus Oren Vite. It is the longest match of the show. It goes almost 16 minutes. It features a uh, barbed wire trampoline. Uh, I can feel it coming in but here tonight. You, uh did you see the show? I, I'm not sure. I think it was an ICW NHB show. Yes, I just that's the show with the uh, Iron Man. Uh, okay, that's when we're Jake and Jake Christ. And Jake Christ, not a deathmatch wrestler, performs a superplex, I believe, into the barbed wire trampoline, and then does a uh, like a a chair elbow drop, like a cannonball. Yeah, yeah, and like and, like it's a cannonball. Yeah, gives himself into the wire completely. Um, and then in this match, Oren Vite does, I believe, the assault driver um, off of a truck onto the trampoline, onto the barbed wire trampoline. Neil Diamond Cutter takes a horrific bump, um, and look, the, the the dust clears, and the, you know it all settles, and every you know the the smoke from the FMW explosion happens or whatever. Right? Let's pretend it's a great big grand yeah. you know thing. The fucking Roadrunner and the Coyote or whatever, and then when it finally settles, you see Orin Vite didn't take the bump with him, still standing on the truck, just this looking was around. Bad. I think you've compared it to. There's like that one where they go in the train car, like from uh, 2020. Is I'm it... trying to remember. <laughs> there and there's like, but that's like crazy, and you're not expecting that. They oh yeah, that's off. Right. That ruled. I don't give a shit if he bumps off of that. I that don't. was off the stage or off like the bar area versus John Wayne. Are you talking about that? Was that was John Wayne. That, no, that John Wayne one you've been bitching about for years now. Yeah. Uh, okay. But this was like he takes Neil and he throws him out of a train car or something. And it looked fucking awesome because I was oh, yeah. expecting that. Oh, Here's yeah. the thing about the barbed wire trampoline. This function had his people make this trampoline. You gotta take a bump into it. You have yeah. to. Yeah. Sorry, buddy, but you do. It's and I mean the barbed wire trampoline is kind of stupid. Yeah, but dude, if the you first are time. going to be in this tournament, 
if you're going to be the ace of this promotion, you're going to need to bump into it. I want to say hate, the... I hate having to agree on that. Because I know. it's like because you've This we... is this was the most blatant Orin not going No, this down one sucks. This we cuz you and I have gone back and forth on the thing about Orin and like it, it's and fine I, that he's and you've won, but you've won for a technicality <laughs> because I was it's right there on the coming. screen. Yeah, uh, yeah, it yeah. sucked. It this sucked. This one sucked, though. This was weak. It really I sucks to be so right. I thought the rest of the match was pretty good, though, too. That's yeah, the thing. But it's, that pre- just, it's a like, pretty good match. It just, like, takes your vibe. It just kills the vibe. I don't need that shit, dude. Yeah. Commit a little bit. Sometimes you got to commit. Yeah, and, I, you know, and, and I've seen him do it. I have seen him go for it. Like, he, he doesn't do this every time, but he does it a lot. I don't know. I've noticed it on the Assault Driver so much because... That's a move that I always thought was super cool. Uh, and Mondo would always like jump and s- kick his legs out with it. And when he put somebody through a table or through light tubes on the assault driver, he was going through too. And it made it better. And he was crazy. And, you know, whatever. We know what happened to him. Whatever. I'm not saying people should be more like Nick Mondo in other ways. But yeah, like, we'll get to, uh, we'll talk about that when we get to a fucking uh, Carnage Cup. But it, you know what you do is just. This was like a ten foot at worst dive. It wasn't bad. It wasn't that bad. Oh dive, right, right. Man. Yeah, you gotta go with it. You gotta go with it sometimes. Yeah. So I don't know the time, and it's and it's totally fine. I think they even say on this is hilarious. I fucking swear that uh, man one uh, the guy he's doing. They say you know or invite like he'll put up his hands, and I mean that's a smart call. Yeah. They're right, bitch. They're right, you son of a bitch. But at the same time. <laughs> This is egregious. I 100% agree on this. This pissed me off. This was like such a this was such a balloon like I just like I was especially in a tournament that I wasn't really feeling. I, I it really sticks that, out. You know? It really sticks out when you when you when you have it here and it's just like you haven't had a whole lot to chew on otherwise. Yeah, I mean, I didn't Somebody... mean to do this to you. I'm sorry that this happened. No, hey, listen, he did it to himself. <laughs> he did it to himself. And we're never going to have this conversation again. We're never going to He's not going to come back. I don't think so. I mean, he's going to he be in the Carnage Cup or something, probably. Yeah. If he ends up in Carnage Cup, that would be really funny. We'll talk about it we'll if talk... there's ever another Carnage if Cup again. Another... But... They just ran a show, like, uh, a week ago. I know, right? Yeah, hilarious. It, the 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 uh, main event is Chewy Martinez versus Aiden Aiden Blackheart in an exorcist death match, which I just I I wonder what it wonder what it is. I wonder what it means. <laughs> um, yeah, Neil Diamond Cutter wins this tournament, which also makes this important because inherently, Neil, yeah, Neil gets a big win. Obviously, Wisconsin. I think he shouts at Orin. Uh, about Orange, like he's like, you moved to Pennsylvania and I stayed here, some shit like that. Oh, yeah. So Neil feels like he has a stake uh, here in, in Disconsin. Um, obviously, Dysfunction's a piece of shit, and uh, this a real I, dummy. I would real not dummy. recommend going to this, uh, going to see a Dysfunction, an, an ICW uh, dis, Disconsin show, just because uh, for your own health, probably. Um, but I say that as a person who also uh, didn't wear a mask the entire time I was in Indiana, Indianapolis. So, but I um, thought—I mean, I thought the crowd was pretty fun. Uh, you know, I've seen worse good, crowds. Yeah, I look in terms of the people there. In terms of like how engaged they are, I've seen worse crowds. Yeah, uh, I've I've been happy with uh, with with ICW. Uh, sh- I saw a dude in integrity shirts. Shout out to my roommate Misha. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like I've seen wor- I've seen worse. Uh, now, you know, it was a worse crowd, mm, but mm. we're going to take a short break before we get there. Okay. We're going to come the back 17 and do people at the IWA deep South carnage cup. What, what in is Carrollton, Georgia? Does, does Striga have a listed, uh, on cage match? Is there a listed? 
Fuck, I don't know. I'm gonna find out. I'm still out. thinking about 28 people or whatever it was for that one IWTV show where they had you to drop the belt to Alex Shelley, which is one of the funniest things. And it of says the year. it says 28 attendants. It says 28 on cage people. Match. It might say it might be fewer, but you know what I mean. It's literally like yeah, no, like 20 people are here. All right. Well, we'll find out if the uh, Carnage Cup has a listed attendance when we return for the third time. <laughs> All right. Uh, shouldn't be long. Holy shit! Did you know Wheeler Yuta's real name is Paul Gruber? <laughs> That's so good. We'll be right back. Treat people the way you would like to be treated. It's not that hard. I don't understand why we have to discriminate against other people. To show God's love alright. I just want the world to change. She to us Let's stop racism once and for all. I'll tell you what. I don't use cage match a lot. I mean, I do. I think it's a, you know. It's not that I don't use, it's not that I don't. It's not that I don't not use cagematch.com a lot. Cagematch.net a lot. Yeah. I try not to. I try to sure. not. I don't. I'm not trying. Like it, it's one of those holes that'll go down, just like a Wikipedia or anything else, where I will go down and I'll just spend too long looking at shit. I'll like get high or whatever, and like spend a fucking half hour when I could have been doing something else on Striga's website. Um, and and you know the the opinion side of it, which we've talked about. Um, I hate that it's like now an opinion site uh, that people like will come to and and think that someone's rating on cagematch.net has any fucking like bearing on on their you know their actual standing no, yeah. or their ability um i've gotten into this argument on twitter with somebody about um how a a group of insane germans um shouldn't be telling him who's good and who's not because he said that Dustin Rhodes didn't even have five singles matches over an eight point. I don't know what the fuck you said. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some guy telling me that the match guy told him Dustin Rhodes wasn't one of the five best wrestlers in American wrestling history. Well, sorry. And I just want to say 1.67 for IWA Deep South Carnage Cup 12, Tag 1, Night 1, um, is an unfairly low number. <laughs> what do you think? 1.67? I think it, uh, in terms of entertainment value, it's definitely low. Se- Moral what? value, what? you know, that could be judged other ways. I got this at a solid seven. <laughs> you didn't like this show? No, I enjoyed the show. <laughs> oh, IWA Deep South. What's his name? Kevin Brannon? Yeah. And he's a uh, Nazi? Oh, uh, yeah. He's like a Holocaust uh, denier, right. you know. Kind of like a uh, like a numbers litigator type, if you know what I mean. Sure, like, sure. Well, uh, yeah, like like Vince Russo and Bob Holly, according to our yeah. our little characters that we did. No, I I guess you know that's the first thing to like really say about IWA Deep South is that um, it's run by a piece of shit, and most of the shows are pretty bad, and it's sort of the the lowest depths of of. This stuff, at least as far as, like, on tape. Yeah. You know? And being, I guess, called a professional promotion. Because you do get into... 
I'll tell you what, you watch some of that total psychopathic wrestling or whatever, you know. What, what is it called? TPW? You know what I'm talking yeah. about, right? TPW? No, I do, yeah. They held the Colt 45 memorial show that had Damian Wayne versus Tank on it. It was like Damian Wayne, way too good of a wrestler uh, to wrestle most of the places he's, he's wrestled, obviously. Yeah. Um, but uh, the... the uh, the the depths b- the below this are just like the Russian backyarding. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Um, which I mean, I was sent a link by a friend of the show uh, up to a, a Russian backyard death match just earlier today. So thank you. As oh no, there's been some total Slavonic <laughs> violence stuff go uh, around recently, which is good good for them. Here's the thing I just want to sh- illustrate about the Carnage Cup. Okay, so. Now, as we said, cage match isn't everything. In fact, it's often nothing. There's some very good wrestlers on the uh, who don't on, who don't have uh, cage match profiles. It would take forever to get cage match profiles. But I do want to point out on, only one of these twelve matches ha- features two wrestlers <laughs> who both have a cage match profile. <laughs> That's true. That it's not a guy I would expect either. I don't. No, Mosh Pit Mike is he? He's a he's an ICP guy, isn't he? I, I mean, he has a hatchet man tattoo. Yeah, I think uh, he's been around since Jungle Championship Wrestling for a while. Okay, he's better. I mean, a twenty-year a... veteran of the ring, Mosh Pit Mike. Yeah, a I feel like doing than you might think. Uh, I, I, yeah, I want to say last year when we did the collective, um, Hoodfoot did not have a cage match profile yet. I don't think he did. Yeah, yeah. So that's something. Um, yeah. Well, now there's only a couple where there's not a cage match profile for either, but yeah. There's some good ones. <laughs> now, Hardcore Hillbilly, he wrestles in total psychopathic rest. Like, does Sarah Dox have a cage match profile? Yes. She does? Good for her. Lil Sicko does not. Um, uh, son of the late Sicko the Clown, apparently. Is that right? I, yeah. I, <laughs> I don't I know, know who that is. I but... saw Sicko the Clown match. I'm not even sure I knew who he was. Is, but they say that on commentary. <laughs> good for the yes. shout out. Mike Roach. All right, Remington Roar versus Mike Roach is like a shortish match, but it's good. They hit each other it's in the head. It's pretty good, yeah. Mike Roach is um, a guy that wrestled in a Prince of the Death matches. I believe it's the same one with Marco Stunt. Um, I think that's true. And he's the one who lost his match in the first round, but then Ian invited him to come on for King of the Death matches either way. And I want to say Mike Roach is in like a really good match against like Nick Gage or something like some crazy someone really good. It's like Nick. It's Nick, JC, and Mike and Mike Roach. Roach. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, fuck. That's a fun, weird lineup. Yeah, that's 2018, I, I guess. Um, maybe. Who knows? I think so. Yeah, that was about the time I told everybody to Google Marco Stunt when I discovered Marco Stunt before the, he betrayed you. When I was the first one to do that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, these things happen, you know. Show business. There's no business like show business. Uh, okay, so the opening match, J.W. Dalton versus defeats Corey Bryant. He sure did. Corey Bryant takes a bump <laughs> where his let, where his ankle <laughs> is destroyed. It's so <laughs> funny. It's like it's like the first big bump of the show, right? And it's yeah. through some stuff, but you can tell like he's not sure. Does he go off the second rope or does he go off the apron? Like he doesn't know where to stand and how far to jump to get onto this. Yeah, it's the second re- I couldn't remember exactly off the top of my head. And it's head. like a too tall structure. Like it's the structure that he's supposed to go through is too high up. So he's not going to make it either way. And he really doesn't. Oh um, no, he lands feet first. Yeah. Yeah, he's like going for a long jump. Um and he breaks his leg on the <laughs> on the solid ground um while the rest of him hits a bunch of barbed wire i think i'm not sure. and li- barbed wire and tubes and yeah shit. like so he he, he still sort of takes a shitty bump while also breaking his leg 
Um, J.W. Dalton, for the record, wins the match, ends up not forfeiting from the next round on day two, which I don't know how that happened. Yeah, okay, I didn't even think about that. He's not in day two? No, no, Jay Blade gets a forfeit. He just comes out smoking a cigarette. That's right. All right, bye, everybody. I remember that now. probably the best moment in the tournament that doesn't involve... Uh, abs- like horrific bloodshed. There's, but see, there's a lot of those. I there think this, I thought this show was fucking great. I really liked it. It was show. really entertaining. I mean, Chet Ripley versus Little Sicko. Little Sicko is the- awesome. He looks Little- like such a fucking joke. <laughs> he looks like less of a joke than his fucking manager, at least. Yeah, I posted a picture of Little Sicko <laughs> and his manager, uh, which we did not get the name of. I don't think. <laughs> God. Little Sicko is like a just a juggalo, like a corpsey. I don't know. I, I posted He's a picture a little clown, of man. I'll retweet that picture now um, if I can find it right quick. Um, Jay Blade versus Jamie Richards goes 12 minutes. It's ladders and high-impact razor blade boards deathmatch. And I thought this was just straight-up good. It was pretty good. It was pretty good between two guys who don't have cage match profiles and probably no actual training, right? Like Yeah. Um Aiden Blackheart versus Hardcore Hillbilly was a lot of fun and had a yeah. lot of completely insane spots that just made no goddamn sense at all. Aiden I- Blackheart, I'll tell you what about him, and I've said this in the DM, um, here at this show, um, which does not have a listed uh, crowd, no, it uh, doesn't. from the VFW fair- Fairgrounds in Carrollton, Georgia, at this in front of these 25 or so people, he seemed like a fucking star. Oh, 100%. He's like one of the only people who like actually knows how to work a crowd. And it came through. And he put over Hardcore Hillbilly. And yeah, it's a good shopping cart deathmatch. I feel like Aiden Blackheart does a lot of shopping cart stuff. It's a, I, yeah. I think he's probably a Jimmy guy. A Jimmy Mark, right? There's a few of those uh, yeah. guys. P- Pagano. Being. Uh, Chewy Martinez defeats his wife? Uh, yeah, I guess. In a match where... She hits him with like a hundred light tubes in a row while she cries. She's like crying and he's like, hey, just keep doing it, baby. Just keep hitting me with these light tubes. <laughs> and it's like really kinda, like he sexually harasses her on the mic before the match starts. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, but there's man. no and there's no mention that they're like a couple. Uh, you figure it out. You figure it out by the end. By the end when he's Not- like trying to make out with her and she's completely covered in blood. And he says, like, I told you you could do it, baby, or something like that. How would I describe the misfit look? I don't want to be mean, but she kind of looks like Kristen Shaw doing Onryu cosplay. Okay, Kristen you Shaw. Know, let's just, all right, Onryu, the FMW goth wrestler, is like a ghost man. Yeah. And Kristen Shaw, the uh, the second page from 30 Rock, <laughs> I guess. I don't know what the other people. The voice of Louise Belcher, you know. Oh, yeah. sure, of course. You never see, you don't see her, but um, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, misfit, 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 misfit. That doesn't make any sense. I'm not sure if this is a typo on on Striga's website. Um, Chewy Martinez, I just want to say, Chewy Martinez has been around forever. Oh yeah, um, is a IWA Deep South guy for, like for life. Also known as I am the Prophet. It says <laughs> it's just like a oh, yeah. one word. I am the all caps Prophet, which I guess is like a screen name. Uh, it's this weird promote. It's this weird gimmick in like the Colorado Fed. That one, the one that. How does, do you like, know that? What do you uh, mean? Because I, I looked it up. Because I looked at it and I'm like, this dude has been around forever. Is going by. I am the. What the fuck is that? That's I am the prophet. Was, what was X O M G X? What was that? It was like, <laughs> uh, it's not even like it's. 
Like, there's a dude who's also like, I am the provider, cool. and they're like, was they're is so it cool. OMG? Was X OMGX? Was like the full? Uh, yeah, this... Kyle Fritt. Yeah, that's the guy. Okay, yeah, that's that guy. Yeah, um, Kyle Threat. OMXOMGX. Um, the Exorcist death match, I'm sad to say, only goes seven minutes. Him and Aiden Blackheart. But I'm gonna I'm gonna download that. I'm gonna watch uh, IW Deep South December uh, to this the member. Julia Martinez look he has uh, here. Hilarious. He's so fat and disgusting. Also, the show begins with Kevin Brandon coming out and handing out two very cheap shitty plaques to Chewy Martinez and John Rare, inducting them into I think he called it the Ultraviolet Hall of Fame. Um which is not, you know, hilarious. <laughs> you know, these plaques that he made. He had these plaques made at fucking uh the mall or whatever, you know. Misfit seems to be a huge Ms. Mark. I don't I'm I'm just looking at her Twitter right now. That's weird. <laughs> she Sorry, is cute. I'm, I'm eating cheese. I mean, I'm not trying to insult her. I think Kristen Chaw is cute. Kristen Chaw's adorable. Here's the fact of the matter. Sort of She's just, flight of the Concord? By... Is that right? Was she on? Th- is that her? I think so. Yeah, yeah. No, she was like the obsessed fan. I think. Yeah, right? yeah. I'm just, I'm just compelled by this. Uh, Mosh Pit Mike versus Hoodfoot. Hoodfoot also came off like a fucking star, obviously. But Hoodfoot is a fucking star. That's this the is thing. Established right That's now. the thing. Mosh Pit Hoodfoot Mike and Hoodfoot is, so is a really good match. Instantly. Yeah. Coming out to living on a prayer, which was so funny. Yes, and funny making shit. sure to high-five every single one of these fucking crazy-ass white people in the crowd. And on day two, there's one black guy there watching. And you see Hoodfoot go over and uh, high-five him. Did you see that? I did, yeah. During the, during the, for the gauntlet on, on day two. Hoodfoot, um, I've DM'd Hoodfoot and offered to, I asked him to come on the show. He has not, res- not responded. That's been about three weeks. I might try again. Maybe you just didn't see it. You know, the, the, the DM request, if you don't go into that... You never know. Yeah, I mean, hey, I hope he's getting a lot of DMs for bookings. Yeah, yeah, but also, come on, man. And also, he should just come on the show, but also, you know, get getting DMs from sexy uh, men or women or both. Whatever Hoodfoot's John is, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a legend. well, that's the thing. I don't know the man. I just hope he's uh, he's having a good time. He deserves it. He's got such a fucking general good vibe to him. Um, he was like, we were watching him versus uh, Satu from uh, Chattanooga. Oh, uh, that match! And he's is doing all on like, my top Keith, ten. He's doing all the Keith Lee faces and shit. He's like, yeah, he's having fun. He's fucking he's he's, great. He loved it down there in, in Georgia, uh, Tennessee. Excuse me, uh, Georgia in Georgia, Chattanooga. Tennessee. The scene, the scene, where's Chattanooga? <laughs> It's it's like on the border, okay. but it is in Tennessee. It's in Tennessee. Okay, um, shouts out to the the Boston Nuga. Um, I don't know. <laughs> shouts, yeah. out to, shouts out to Lane's lunch. Um, yeah, Chewy Chewy's a cool guy. Um, I think I like Chewy Martinez. I think I want to watch because uh, he's he's in matches with like he had a real career. That's the thing is you look at Chewy Martinez, and I know I like seen him around or whatever. Um, he didn't look like this back then, but he was always a scummy guy. Yeah. And he's in, he's, you know. I mean, he's on a cage of death. Is he? Yeah, versus Mitch Ryder, which I believe is the one CCW match he ever had. Cool. Hilarious. That's cool. That's a good that's a good place to do it. That's yeah. that's my one my one uh WWF match was at WrestleMania 10, like, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um no, Chewy Martinez, cool guy, Texas guy, I guess. That's part of his whole deal. Is he he likes to rep Texas. Um and uh then Hoodfoot. He had a barefoot thumbtacks match with Ruben Steele eight years ago in IWA. Hell yeah. See, good. like, what the fuck? How do... Why? How, we didn't know that. <laughs> why would we know that? That's awesome. Um, and then Hoodfoot, 
Yeah, Hoodfoot and Moshpit Mike. I, I guess Moshpit Mike is sort of a, a pro wrestler. He seems like he's a 20-year veteran. He, so he's a guy who you could... He, there's like five people you could see being booked at a place that isn't this. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's one. Yeah, sure. I'm not saying he gets booked And that's in, a good match. The hostile death he, match. Yeah, I'm not saying he gets booked anywhere above JCW, but he gets booked in JCW, and that's not nothing. He can make it to IW East Coast, and you wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah, and if you know, he'd work. He he could work like uh, you know, yeah, Pondo, yeah, right, Pondo's Fed, or like Ruthless or AWR. Like, he's one of those guys that I I did think was like that was a proper match. Him and Hoodfoot, and Hoodfoot again is the best. Um, and this is only his first, um, fucking uh, Moshpit Mike's only his second appearance in a Deep South, and ironically, it was his first one was against. Ruben Steele and Chewy Martinez in a damn Yankee deathmatch freeway in the first round of the Carnage Cup. What year is that? 2005. Uh, 2015, I should say. 2015. Man, Ruben Steele's been around, huh? Oh, yeah. Gonna make that interview happen. There's some real... There's a dude in this tournament named Belton Creedmore. Man. That's a good name. That's the thing about... Okay, so here's the thing about IW Deep South. At some point, it was kind of a real promotion. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. If you go deep on the cage match, you can see that they used to run shows with real real wrestlers. Yeah, like, <laughs> kinda. You, like you'll find, uh, like, a, a fucking a Carnage Cup 7, where you have, like, Dickinson and Jocka and fucking Pinky Sanchez wins it, Tremont's there, Neil Diamond Cutter's there, Danny Havoc is there. I feel like they were early on the then, uh, booking Pinky as a, as a deathmatch guy, which didn't ever really fully pan out and I, I don't know where pinky is now was he canceled no he's just crazy well he's regular crazy but he's not he's not crazy he's let's not, bring he's back pinky sancho he's one of the, he's one of the best what a cool but guy. you'll see some of these and then they'll just be like this is like an unacceptably shitty lineup uh at some point it just transitions to where it's just it just feels like it's backyarders and like two yeah it's only competent guys georgia guys and like yeah alabama guys guys who are like within a uh, an hour drive and who are just like, yeah, I'll come do that, whatever. Like, hardcore hillbilly. Like, who the fuck's ever heard of the hardcore hillbilly? Um, Blaine Evans, who follows us on uh, Instagram. We don't. I, I, I didn't follow him back, but he followed us, so I don't know. Hey, well, you know. I'll follow, I'm, I, I just became mutual followers with Mark Wolf on there, so. Hell yeah. Okay, do you want to recommend this match? Oh yeah, I like this match actually. I thought All right, that... I think we'll re- I think it has to be an official recommendation then. Yeah, I think I'm I, yeah, I mean it it's not going to be a top 10 guy for me obviously, but this is a uh, John Rare versus Blaine Evans. This is the match where John Rare gets his finger cut off allegedly. Here's the thing. I don't even think that's like a top 4 gro- most no. grotesque spot in the match. It's not. No, this match uh, is full of just This match is like the come and see of wrestling matches. It's right? the one it's of the most. The, it's so insanely popular. It's the solo or salo or whatever the hell. Solo. <laughs> solo. Um, it's a Serbian film, you know. Yeah, it is. It is apocalyptic. It does, you know, the after the like Onita and uh, Funk explosion, the big time bomb, and the, just the mess that's left on. And we talked about that on the show. Um, that like just an accumulation of trash in the ring. Um, you know, the NWO thing where they just throw trash in the ring or Onita coming out. Like, any just debris covering a ring is, like, always kind of a wonderful image, I think. Um, and that's kind of what, you know, 
the big, the fans bring the weapons matches, especially those of yore, because nowadays you got the referees always pulling the half broken tube out of the way. But back in the day, the referee didn't do that. Whatever landed in the ring stayed in the ring during the Nate Hatred versus Nick Gage two hundred tubes match. Yeah, like they're the, they're I not mean, sweeping it out. Commentary, they are making a point to a. Uh, in an overwhelming extent, it's like, no, we got to make sure that the ring doesn't burn down. We don't give a shit about the guys here. They I'm going to put this, this on. They're getting paid. Yeah. I'm going to actually throw this on right quick because I, I want to see. There's a sequence of events here in this match. The I spiral death match. I can't stop thinking about John Mayer getting stabbed in the chest. So that part is fucking crazy. That's um, like horrific. That is hard. Well, and then he stabs Blaine in, with a box cutter in the arm. Yeah. Like, those two spots are the worst. Because the fingers will work, right? It's kind of a work. It's How is it not, though? They don't show it. Why didn't they show it? I if it's swear, not a work, it's, why didn't I they show it? I swear it's just like a little bit of fingertip. Well, they should have like, showed I, us a little bit of fucking just, fingertip. For all I know, it might have been just pure dead skin. <laughs> he does have a lot of shit hanging off of him. He, There's a long might, fingernail. John a dude who might have, like, John had a long fingernail. And he's like, Blaine, Blaine, buddy, I need you to do me a favor. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, my brother. Need, my John? brother's a doctor. I need you to take care of this for me. We'll take care of the rest later. But I, I mean, I just want to do it real. I want it to be cool. I, I, I mean, I just can't. This is the whole thing. If this is just like John Rare, I think, and this is I literally wrote this on Cage Match for the wrestling music group, uh, Cage Match account that I know you just hate, that you hate. No, I don't mind it. You do. What I know. You I know. Do. It's a joke. Do your thing. But I said, arguably the figure who, in pro wrestling history, who most defies our basic conception of what pro wrestling even is. Good for him, I guess. Nice. I see it That's here. Yeah, is, no, I, I, I approve I that. I don't, yeah, I, I like, I couldn't rate him. I don't know. I mean, he's... He's I not rateable because he's not an actual wrestler, but he looks not, like... He's, he this looks... is a dude who has... This is a dude who's truly, like, dying to live he's living to die this is yeah he's like, somewhere in a realm that i can't fucking comprehend i don't think any of us could comprehend i, I think you're full of shit if you're trying to say that this dude is just like worthless i mean i'm not saying he's any like good as a person or good as a wrestler but like well we don't know dude, anything about him out, either these motherfuckers are out here watching 40 minute uh fucking fucking paul gruber matches man like i don't fucking give a shit anymore at least this is something. At least, at least seeing these two men cover each other in fireworks, uh, you know, I felt something. I don't know if it was good, but I felt something. Well, you know, that's the thing, right? I, I, I did, I did really. I just this entire match is so strange, and it is so just bare bones. Like, there's no, there's this is not, you know. It's not, there's nothing athletic. They're not like doing high spots. The high spots are like he stabs him with a box cutter and it's real and they show it really close on the camera. There's a pretty which is cool, uh, horrible. One of them does a pretty cool STF. That's like it. Yeah. Well, you know, they, and they're, you know, they're, yeah. They're, the, I guess the other big high spots are like he gets wrapped in the fucking firecrackers and they go off and there's like 400 firecrackers that he's just covered in. Um, and then the ring there's is on so fire. Much shit. The ring is soaked because they they have to put out the fire. They have to put out the fire because they put they set a they set they set the barbed wire ropes on fire on one side and then that burned for like five minutes and then they set the other side on fire after a while because <laughs> they had because they planned well for this like I think they set it on fire three different times I think there's three different like ropes um, there's razor wire also um, straight up razor wire yeah which is. I'm not sure. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know if you gim. I don't know if you can gimmick a thing like that. I don't. They don't really go into it that much. But at one point, they kind of do. Like there's a there's a couple spots with visible contact with the razor wire. Um, 
And it looks fucking real, and it looks scary, and it looks like it's put together by guys who are not fucking professionals. Um, I was trying to think of what John Rare reminds... Like, who... So John Rare is like a he's like a less athletic necro, a less charismatic necro, a shorter necro, a skinnier necro, a necro who's on a deeper stage of like heroin addiction, you know? Yeah, um, he's like he he's he is a, he is the lowest he looks like an absolute horrible drug addict. There's no charm to John Rare. Um you know Richardson from Deadwood? Yeah. He's kind of got like like he looks like a guy that you know, smells really bad in the old West is what John rare looks like. Mm-hmm. He looks like a guy who, um, he looks like a homeless person. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. He looks like he's like a fucking not well. You need this. Uh, I've recommended it to you before. Uh, green, His uh, David Gordon's Joe, the, what? I'm the sorry. actor who David Gordon Green's Joe starring Nicholas Cage and uh, Ty Sheridan. Ty Sheridan the yeah, actor playing Ty Sheridan's dad, who was like a literal homeless man who ended up drowning in a reservoir like six months after production. Oh my god. That's what John Rare is, man. I Is it um It's You know the guy's name? I'm trying to I'm trying to find it here. Um I'd love to see him. He Oh the, it's a it's a it, yeah, that movie's so good. God damn it, dude. Yeah. Uh yeah, I yeah. Shouts out to David Gordon Green. Gary Poulter? No. As uh, the abusive alcoholic father of uh, yeah, I'm gonna look him up, and he died in a river. <laughs> Is this American street performer? Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I'm gonna look this guy up. He so that's the thing is he does seem like a guy that he looks like he could wash up in the river any day. John oh, Rare, yeah. John Rare does. Oh yeah, okay, sure. This guy, yeah, he looks like Gary Poulter. So look up Gary Poulter if you want to know what John Rare would have looked like in a yeah, few years. Yeah, the John Rare vibe. You want to feel John Rare? There you go, man. Yeah, yeah. He 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 is like an actual homeless person. He throws these elbows that are like uh, incredible. He throws yeah. like he he throws incredible strikes in this match. <laughs> That's the other thing is that this match is good because it's full of good fucking strikes and good weapon shots. They'd fuck each other up. It's this match is 26 minutes long. It's called a spiral death match, which I was like spiral. What the hell is that? I realize now that it's the, they just did a saw movie. Yeah. And you know, they have to retire saw death match in honor of spider Boudreau. Okay, sure. Well, in the match before this was a hostile death match. So it's like, you know, they just, I they love they their literally movies. say on commentary. We love doing horror themed death matches. And it's like, horror yeah. movie death. and I'm like, dude, I don't know what exactly what makes this. A I didn't see spiral match. either. Did you see spiral? That's what, it's Chris rocks in it. Right. Yeah, I'll watch like, it. You know people have seen it, but I haven't seen it. Either. I've seen the first three Saw films, and I like all three of those. I never watched. I, three I mean, on the there. thing of it is, is that like you could do like a Saw death match, but I've never seen anyone try to that, like. We've talked the, about it though. We've talked about TJ versus Drake from that warehouse oh, in yeah. Germany, where he's like, the key to your handcuffs is in the referee's stomach, which is so fucking funny <laughs> i don't like you need like a bear trap and shit i don't know if anyone would be willing i could well, see you know john might be willing to do a, a bear trap spot john, john rare. rare i could see john rare putting his foot in a bear trap for a fucking main event in front of 28 people yeah he's got like I, a roll of black cats like a thousand a oh, thousand yeah. black cats now you, uh, pennsylvania uh fireworks are illegal or illegal uh those are you gotta bring them in you gotta bring them in you gotta drive to you gotta drive to New Jersey. To and Jersey, and shit. right, right. I figured, I f- yeah. Well, shit, you're right there, so that's not that hard, right? Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I never, 
I never blew myself up with firecrackers or whatever, but I remember we would throw them at each other and stuff. John Rare does this hilarious thing where he gets um, a big roll of them like thrown on his neck and they get lit at the end and they're going off like, and he's like dragging them around and it looks like he's like doing some fucking Looney Tunes shit. Oh yeah. Um, he gets lariated down and bumps and then just lays in the firecrackers while they go off for a while. Um, like, and the crowd, the crowd, which has been quiet cause there's only 12 of them. They do get loud for all of these firecracker spots. Everybody's excited for firecrackers. Um, oh, also, there's circular saw blades hanging from one of the sides of the ring. I forgot about that. Insane. Makes no sense. Yeah, that's why you got to watch this one play. while it's we... Like, <laughs> we're just going to do a commentary on this match. <laughs> that's the thing. Let's do that. I have not watched this video. I just sent you a promo that I found on YouTube. Oh, he's stabbing uh, him in the armpit with the light tube. Like, this just fuck, and he, this is fucking crazy. at Birmingham Hardcore Wrestling. John Rare stabs himself. <laughs> What else? What will he do to you? Oh. See, that's the thing, man. I, I don't know how you can look at this guy and like hate him or whatever. Mm. Like, I don't. Yeah, but what, I what think do you have? You're to, looking the, at wrestling in a different way than we are, obviously, but in a way that it just doesn't seem valuable. Like, oh, well, that like, did oh, that did happen. We should fucking, talk about that. Oh, this isn't fucking WWE. This did. It's not even. It's not even GCW. That's fine. I don't. Yeah, it's, it's, it's scary Russian horror shit. That's fine. I it's well, they have like, no interest. I'm not, I'm not, they have not, no interest doing in doing. It, they, they have no interest in trying to be a, like the number three promotion. For the record, know? for the record, uh, Carnage Cup Day Two is listed as having fifty people in attendance. Yeah, I okay, mean maybe. Yeah, the Day Two was a better crowd. IWTV show with uh, Paul Gruber. <laughs> yeah, with Paul Gruber. That's I'm so not getting over funny. Paul Gruber anytime soon. Yeah, man. no, that's uh, good. That's good. Boone Winkler and Paul Gruber. Um, yeah, so I don't know. what The thing about this, again, is that so few people are going to see it anyways. Um, but the, the, the thing went around, and it was a brief, like, you know, very small controversy. Only, like, Doxy Stoxy and people on that level of freaks were are even aware of the Carnage Cup. But it did become a thing where, like, uh, so there were some people who took this as, like, this is... The, they, they, they saw this, and they would retweet this, and they'd say, this is what makes Deathmatch Wrestling have a bad name. It's trash like this. And I guess my... I mean that they're not wrong. I mean this they're is trash. Wrong. This is absolute trash. But who is who's saying that anyways anymore? Who's really? I mean, un, un, except for your your cornets or whatever, your like mainstream people who were just posting about Nick Gage on the people because who they were, were on TV who are, who are like working their audience for it. Yeah, like so I, you're 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 all you're doing the same thing that Jim Cornette is doing. I mean, I literally posted like a map of literally ev- of every place that John Rare never been booked. It was like <laughs> you could fit it all into one screenshot on Google. He could have done all that next. with an ankle monitor on. I know. Like, <laughs> this, I don't. Here's the thing. I don't think John Rare gives a fucking shit about what anybody thinks. I no. don't think he did. I don't think he did the well, finger cutting spot to go viral. I no, think he did it no. because he thought it would be fucking awesome yeah. if we uh, if we cut my finger off. And he had a finger or worked he had cutting my lose. finger off or something. Was, I don't give a shit. I don't fucking know, man. Dude. Yeah, nobody's ever done that. That's if, a first. I don't, I nobody's don't ever done that. He doesn't give a shit that. I'm not saying it's a. Pl- we should applaud it. I'm just saying it's nothing. It's not anybody. It's. it's I, I don't see the point in bitching about it like that though. Oh, they, like, set it's the, just, they set the other side of the ring on fire now. <laughs> it's like two if this is like I'm, I'm not gonna call john rare a demo tour 
But I think he's doing something that is deeply <sighs> personal in a way that 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 we just cannot. It is artistic. Man. It is weirdly, know. strangely, the most like free auteuristic expression of like of. I mean, yeah. Now he's back first in the razor wire. They're gonna set off more fireworks on him. Like he wrestles what twice a year at the at at, at, at best. Yeah, he, like. He, he has, he is like the. So he has worked more, uh, more than five times a year, twice in his entire career. He's worked thirty-seven a- matches, according and it's twelve according to cage according match. to cage match. Thirty-seven matches over twelve years, according to cage match. Um, let's just go ahead and say what forty-eight. Let's throw in some backyard shit and say he's wrestled four matches a year. I'm gonna um, say that none of these occurred outside of the tri-state area of. Georgia, Tennessee, and Alabama. That's what I saw when I when I went looking too. So I guess that's the thing is he is he is kind of like a Terrence Malick <laughs> of of the scummiest of death matches, or and, and especially if he starts wor- working a lot more often soon and doing weird. <laughs> I know. mean, he's only thirty eight. You know, he has plenty of time. It's not like he's going to get any physically worse because he, he can lose possibly... some more fingers. Yeah, he can't... here's. It's not like he he has nowhere to go but up. Cause look at him. He's already, he's already so low. I would man. love it. Put him in the house with the balloons on it. Nowhere to go. I uh, I love this match. I really do. I I, I might have talked myself now. We, we may have talked us into this. Might be a top ten for me. The fu- there's fucking he like sets a a, a a a gusset plate bat on fire, but he can't set it on fire, so he just holds it <laughs> in the just flames. It's a fucking wiffle ball bat. You can't set a goddamn wiffle ball yeah. bat on fire, man. So he just got has he made the gusset plates hot. And then he is the one who takes the spot after that. Like he, you know, and you know, again, it is a guy who he is a man who appears to be at the end of his rope and the, the, the garbage in the ring is so disgusting. It's, there's a board of exacto knives. Like it's, you know, again, there's so many box cutters. Bo- yeah, the box, the like it's, it's this, I cannot, that's the thing is, can you recommend this match? Um, to people who like, are like, you know, I, I, I couldn't watch more when, than one of these a year. This is this is a horror. Could you your wife? No, she and exactly. she. I had to tell her that it was a work. I told her I, like I, I at the I was because she was fucked up about it. I told her about it and she like went looking and like you know I don't know what she saw but she she saw that it was garden shears or whatever the hell you know and uh and she like w- was like I can't think about that that's not I can't I'm not down with that and I was like no I'm not really down with it either but also Siobhan and John think it's a work. Uh, that was before any of us saw it. You and John both said you thought it was a work. And yeah. how much of a work, I don't know, but it is definitely partially work because it is not that good. It is pretty underwhelming. The, and they don't do it. It's does so he pin him? He pins him has, afterwards? It has, like, it, it feels like when, like, like one of those movies where, like, a dog, like, gets a finger in its mouth. Like, I'm, I'm tra- there's a literal specific movie where it's like, oh, no, we got to get the finger away from the dog. There, well, there's the scene in comedy there's the, spot. Dude. There's this scene in One Tree Hill where the heart goes flying in the emergency room and the dog grabs <laughs> it and runs away. That's what it is. It's it's so different from it's such a biz- there's nothing in the world like this except for yeah. here's the fact of the matter. The only thing in the world like this is the rest of the Carnage Cup. Well, yeah, it stays this good. Well, not this good, but it stays I well, don't know. I, I, I wish John Rare the was there for day two. Is 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 equivalently? Yeah, that's like a Herzog movie or yeah. something. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. We, it's a talked, miniseries. It, it has like a that's the, that's the Berlin humanity. Alexander Platz of <laughs> right? Is that, yeah. Is that, <laughs> the Berlin Alexander Platz of deathmatch wrestling is the Carnage Cup day two. Maybe or maybe gauntlet. it's like 
Maybe it's a Jodorowsky or something. Just maybe, it's the dude maybe it's top of the juicy lake. Juicy Bruce faking a heart attack so he doesn't have to climb up the fucking juicy ladder. Bruce. Yeah, Juicy Bruce faked an injury so he wouldn't have to take a bump off of a trailer. I do want to. I, I want to talk it's about one that. Of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life, dude. I want to say before we go off John Rare completely. I don't know. I just want to say I don't know if he cares what people think of him online. He doesn't have a Twitter. I don't think. Yeah. Probably got a Facebook because everybody's got a fucking Facebook, right? Especially yes, these but, guys. Uh, oh yeah. But you know, he's not in it for that. And th- this is sort of this is the most I've ever seen him ever get mentioned was because of the spot, and it was a lot of the pearl clutching like GCW fans who were like, "This is this is the kind of stuff that makes you all come at Nick Gage or whatever." And and they, but those are the same people who got mad at Sadika for right. Those not are the same people. Fuck, fuck all those people. In any way, shape, or form. Of course, fuck those people. But also, that's good. Yeah, I like that because John Rare. We're prob we're never gonna well, I don't think we're ever gonna do a John Rare episode. Maybe we have to now. I don't know, man. Maybe I've every episode about from, it too. Maybe every been, episode from now on I've, is a John Rare episode. I've been threatening I mean I've threatened that for years. I was one of the things I was finally funny to do with Sally is uh just doing all of the saw ma- saw death matches with him in Spider Bedrow. Mm. I mean, yeah, sure. I don't know. I fucking now I want to. Yeah, he stabs him in the chest. I just got to the part where he stabs him in the chest. It's so bad. Well, and dude. also, I can't deal with anything in the chest. You yeah, put a gossip plate on a motherfucker's That's, chest. Uh, my bad. Again, this is a box cutter. <laughs> you were trying to move on, to, and I was just like, we got to talk about John Rare just no, a no, little you're bit right. more. Uh, there's so much trash in this frick fucking ring, and it's again, it's covered in water because they kept having to fucking put out the fires. Um, and put out the firecrackers and throw water on them because they were on fire. Um, I'm gonna skip to where he stabs him in the arm with the with the box cutter because that's that's the most graphic thing that you can really see if you don't look at it multiple times. Like I saw that and I was like, ah, I like freaked out. Um, there's a yeah the razor wire board that is covered in uh, firecrackers that he sets the fi- so he sets the firecrackers off and he does. He's gonna do, and then he he like he picks up uh what's the guy's name? Who the fuck? Blue, Blaine Evans. Blaine Evans. He picks he picks up Blaine Evans, and Blaine Evans just reverses it and does a a body slam into the razor wire with the firecrackers going off, and John Rare lays in the razor wire with his hands covering his ears so that the firecrackers are going off will not make him go deaf. Yeah. Um, and that's how he sells that one, and then he rolls out of the razor wire. Um, which is also still exploding from firecrackers. And that gets two. Uh, <laughs> and it's the old um, fucking heroin-looking referee from IWA from back in the day. You know? Oh, yeah, this referee is hilarious. He's been... I don't even know this guy's name, but he's been around forever. I watched him get cut really bad at a King of the Death matches, like, 2015. <laughs> um, and, ha- and he missed the rest of the show. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess that my... All I want to say is that I don't know if we'll ever do a John Rare... Uh, episode. I can't see. I I can't see if we could stomach it because it's too much to take in at once, you know. Um, but I'm, I you know, th- this this is probably the most anybody will ever talk about him is <laughs> you and me right now, uh, right? Yeah. I mean, maybe there's maybe there's a complete and accurate genre. Maybe there's a blog. Maybe there's a Sagunda Kaeda for real scummy pieces of shit. <laughs> Um, that has a complete and accurate John Rare. Um, but I, I don't think so. I think 
that this is probably the most anybody will ever say about John Rare. <laughs> Unless we pursue that, that sub show. The yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wrestling is rare. <laughs> oh, uh, I just want to, uh, yeah. Shouts out to him. Uh, because he, more than any other wrestler I've ever seen, I've never believed that anybody else was more likely to actually just die at any moment. Oh, yeah. And I mean that. Oh, he stabbed him in the arm with the box cutter. Oh, yeah. And he holds it there, and then you watch him pull it out. And then he gets his finger cut off a little later. I'm not going to. I don't. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll move on. But John Rare, um, thumbs up. <laughs> It's just like if you look at like the Bix verse, and I'm even singling out Bix. I just mean the people who sure like, that the pe- yeah the people who have the like that sort of like neoliberal almost kind of like way of thinking. It's about just wrestling like these people have been spending yeah. like three days like litigating the fucking Sammy Guevara breakup with his fiance. Like who gives a flying fuck? I don't know what you're who even could, talking. About. I know. Like I I uh, I just I keep seeing fucking Sammy Guevara trending, and I'm like, why the fuck is this? Dude, he's not even having matches right now. He's on. He's the, just the TNT champion. I don't think he even has a fucking feud. He's gonna and wrestle just, Cody, I think. Actually, yeah. It's like who gives a fucking. It's just like oh, we broke up. It's like wh- who gives a fuck, dude? I can't fucking. Well, here's the thing. Let's talk about real shit. It's like, too bad that 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 this didn't get that level of like it. Like we should have actually been out there trying to like maybe. Like astroturf some shit with <laughs> really just, put John Rare on the map. That's next time something like this happens, we need a fucking alt account, which is just like wrestling is you know whatever twee or whatever. The fuck. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. You know, we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll tag Alley Cat in and ask her what she thinks. She'd like this. She'd be She's so. Down. Sh- I, I hope Alley Cat she- loves John Rare. You know, it's look John Rare is a good wrestler. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Let's finally just put a period on it. John Rare is a good wrestler. Like he's he has all the parts. Like somehow, and he has none of the parts. Oh, I, it's a dream. He match. is it's, beyond it's in my top ten evil, now. Man. Fuck, it's gonna be my top ten now. I'm gonna rewatch it again. I'm gonna rewatch it again while we do the urine show. <laughs> oh, John Rare. Um, thank you for going down that path with me oh no i mean you know walking the rare road walking the yeah walking the rare road walking the dookie road yeah walking the yeah i don't yeah Boris dookie's road yeah um <laughs> all right yeah day two what do we yeah the the second round stuff is all all right yeah it's all know. fine that gauntlet Def, though let's that fetch gauntlet. gauntlet let's get to it uh, all right do we have a list is there an actual list of everybody in it yes because there's some people here that are not in day one which most most of all uh is juicy juicy bruce juicy bruce and raider rock are the two guys who are not on day Wait, one what's raider rock's deal what does he look like uh he's the little dude in the jinkos the face paint oh sure who, that's raider rock <laughs> i like who, who has the meth teeth <laughs> raider rock oh yeah so juicy bruce it comes out and he's juicy bruce has got like a like a fat gay guy, like uh, you know, like a he's like a a classic old gay guy gimmick, you know, yeah. one of those. He's got purple hair and he weighs four hundred and ninety five pounds. <laughs> yeah, he's like uh, like a Norm Macdonald joke. Like he's like you know, he seems like he's fucking uh, 
could could easily be booked in any fucking like shitty indie promotion. Like I remember going to indie promotions as a kid, um, in like the the Beaumont and like the Lake Charles area, like you know, uh, yeah. And there would always be like a a a flamboyant fat man. And he would often have a manager who was like a twink or sometimes like a hot woman. Uh, there was one guy who worked the, the, that area, the Gulf coast territories in those days. Um, that was like a fat guy who had a hot, like, uh, I don't know if it was his wife or whatever, but she was his manager. Um, if any of my old friends are listening to this, maybe you could tell me who that is. Um, they, they are one of my favorite types of like shindy, you know, just nobodies. And so yeah. when, when Juicy Bruce came out, before his graphic even came on screen, I didn't know who this guy was. You know, I didn't look at the match list for this. You want to go? Yeah, and... we hadn't seen him on the on the day before. He wasn't there, oh, yeah. He's got to be a guy, I he, guess. He must have been. Guy. Yeah, well, and then you see him, you're like, oh, hell yeah. Let's <laughs> fucking go, Juicy Bruce. And he starts brawling with, is it Aiden? Or is uh, it my... No, it's Jamie Richards. It's Okay, Jamie Richards. Uh, <laughs> you don't know, <laughs> it's Jamie Richards' brother. Um he he and Jamie Richards are going to go on top of the rider truck. Uh, which... Now, there has already been uh, a U-Haul truck spot before uh, when Little Sicko got thrown off of it by, uh, was it Chet Ripley? It was Chet it was. Ripley in round one, and that that's the, that's the first spot of that match, and the camera misses it. It's so good. The camera misses the bump <laughs> off the fucking rider truck, or the U-Haul truck, and it's, it's such a bummer, because uh, it looks fucking hellacious. Um, so this one's supposed to be, I guess, I don't know what the plan was going to be here. I have to assume that Juicy Bruce was paid to fucking go off the rider truck. Um, there's like, you know, doors set up or something. I don't know. There's a, what, is it a, it's a contraption? Is it a bunch of tubes? Yeah. It's doors and tubes and shit. So not a fun thing to do. Not a fun thing to do. Especially um, from that uh, high up. And at that size, you know, and that that's like a 12-foot drop or whatever. Maybe high. I don't know. Not good. Not even good to just take a whip off of and go with People complete... People aren't really trained to take bumps like that. Like, I always go back no. to the CM Punk R- a Ryback thing. Like, I don't know, man. You're not really trained to, throw so- to body slam someone off a ramp through a table. Uh, no wonder that went bad. Yeah, definitely not. Um, so yeah, he just doesn't, doesn't climb the ladder around the backside and there's a lot of, there's like a lot of confusion. And people apparently in the locker room are the ones literally chanting pussy, pussy. And it's like, yeah, like they knew seemingly, but it looked, but the way he fakes his injury, it's like, you fear, theoretically he's like, oh, I blew, I hurt my hammy or whatever. I swear to fuck. It looks like he had a heart attack. And I guess cause he's just such a fat man. It's so, who already got his ass beat for like two minutes but like he's just gone already i don't know but it, it looks like he faked a fucking heart attack it yeah i wasn't sure what was going on back there the camera kind of goes around back and finds him and the, and the commentator's are like well i guess he's out he's been injured <laughs> <laughs> we have a serious injury dude juicy bruce <laughs> chris claus yeah and also chris claus i actually thought died. this might have been in terms of uh Sonic uh, Fidelity. I think Chris Kloss and Nathan Hamilton was the best commentary team of any of these <laughs> shows, which is so funny. Both great <laughs> voices, both clear in what they're saying. Are they talking? Are they saying anything interesting? No, but what exactly can you say? You just kind of don't want to get in the way. They man. kept the pace up. They kept the pace up. Um. Yeah, I don't know. God. 
But the 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 centerpiece of this, I guess, Mike Roach has a has a segment here. Okay, no, go. I can go for the segment, and then okay. we go to a little Seko comes back out, and right. Jamie Richards takes him to the other side of the fairgrounds to the the building where the locker rooms are, and he throws him. Oh off right. <laughs> With like, I don't. I guess it, you'd call it, it. Maybe it was just a Falcon Arrow. I don't know. It was like a. It was like a fake one-winged angel assault driver. It didn't look like that. It looked sure. like shit. And uh, they're both. And he pins Little Sicko after they go like twenty feet through a bunch of tubes and board and doors and shit. And they're both eliminated because Jamie Richards is also hurt. And I mean, yeah, I mean, shit. He was about to do that shit with Juicy Bruce, anyways, right? So who knows what the fucking plan was for any of that? So Aiden Blackheart comes out, and then they're like, "Uh, all right, 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 right." And then Raider Rock makes his, de- <laughs> his debut in our lives. Right, I gotta find Raider Rock. Hang Raider on, Raider Rock. Now you bring up Shindy dudes, classic Shindy dudes. As soon as I saw this dude, I thought he looked like. I, and I, I, it's not a PC way to describe the man <laughs> in either way, but I, sw- I said he looks like HIV positive. Oh, God, yeah, this guy. I forgot this about this one, guy. This is one of the rawest human beings I've <laughs> no. ever seen in my life, as in he, he looks, looks like, like a raw penis. He looks like uh, he looks, he like, looks like he's been wrapping it up with saran wrap. He looks like Tim Heidecker in the Uncle Muscles Hour, where he's like covered in like sweat and like pock marks. And he's like all fucked up. And then he, he, this guy, I fucking forgot about Raider Rock. Oh shit! He doesn't sell things. He doesn't know how to sell. Things. No, he seems like he's he's like a disabled person. He like seems like he's like, he, and he kind of looks like Spike Jones a little bit, right? Yeah. I'm trying to find this part of the fucking gauntlet match. God, this is, this is like a it's a 35 minute long match from five years ago. A shoot with him and Jake Manning. Oh god. A shoot. Yeah. Where Jake Manning shoots on him? No, Jake Manning is just like there's such a conversation. Oh, a shoot, a shoot interview. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you were saying he the man like scout. He's lost about forty pounds since then too, which is the thing. He's he's a lot more defined in the face, but he still has the. He just looks like his oh, teeth are still bad. Oh uh, god! All right, I'm gonna post the whole clip of the of the Raider Rock because he's because and then Aiden Blackheart like tries to like work uh, some stuff, but yeah, Raider Rock he looks like his face paint was put on on accident. Yeah, he doesn't look <laughs> like know? he knows how. He doesn't look like he knows well, that about he wrestling. Be selling. He doesn't know, know what wrestling is. So Aiden Blackheart, I'm not saying shoots on him, but he definitely like potatoes the shit out of him and gives him like the Nick Gage. Uh, I can't Dave believe I forgot about it's, Raider like, Rock. Stay the fuck down. Stay the fuck down. Yeah. I hope you enjoy this five-hour episode, folks. Well, Raider Rock was worth it, man. Raider Rock know. at the four-hour 20 mark. of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Raider Rock also, his face looks kind of like bulgy. Oh, yeah. He looks like he's got he a goiter, lo- like, on the side of his face. Oh, yeah. He just is like... This and then is... he's got a saw blade on him. Oh, yeah. This is oh, yeah, the, the dirtiest teeth. human beings I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah, the teeth, the meth teeth. Oh, and now he's like just, that's, he's really cutting him with a saw blade. And then how does he finish him? He just puts a foot on him and they count him out. Mercy. Yeah, he just like beats his, he just says like, stay down, stay down, motherfucker. Oh, yeah, he does take a ton of shots. Like, that's the other thing, though, is he's clearly like on drugs because he takes a bunch of fucking punishment and, yeah, also doesn't know how to sell. But, yeah, the, oh, God. Oh, boy. And then we get like, and then Hoodfoot. Two actual pseudo ma- sort of matches. Like, Aiden Blackheart and Hoodfoot is awesome. Yeah, well, Hoodfoot comes out. Is this where Hoodfoot came out to Sweet Home, Alabama? I don't remember what he came out to. I don't think he came out to Living on a Prayer again, but he might have. Oh, yeah, he's coming He's coming out to uh, Living on a Prayer. 
Okay, give him out to it again. Cool. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. And um and he high fives every single fucking person in the crowd during a gauntlet match, which the clock is ticking on this match, basically, right? Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh Hood Then foot. again, they didn't they do have time because they didn't have that a, one of the one of the other fucking uh yeah, they missed a, second rounders, so Yeah, so they got to eat the time of the fourth second round match. <laughs> the J Blade versus uh JW the guy who match that wasn't that the guy whose leg isn't broken. God, I can't believe how long we talked about what the card. To that cut. man, but he nothing good, I guess. Uh, Hoodfoot versus Aiden Blackheart uh, is like seven or eight minutes, probably in this in this thing, and it fucking rules. Uh, it's legitimately they're a both ton great. Of fun. Yeah, they're both so both great. These guys are awesome. Uh, Aiden Blackheart, he he came to ICW. He wrestled in the pit with Akira. Akira cut a promo afterward and said he wouldn't be here without Aiden. Aiden introduced him to the Deathmatch shit. Right? Yeah, Do you remember that? I do. Yeah, it's a nice moment. Um, I like him. I like him the I like more it. I see him. I think he's really evolved. Into Famously, a guy, man. the guy that we said was the sixth best match in the six man tag that we really liked. Six, but yeah, the the sixth best guy in, in 20, twenty minutes in hell, minutes in which hell. is one of the best matches in the history in the last of wrestling. Ten minutes, so ten, ten years at least. Yeah, maybe the history of wrestling. Yeah, maybe a top hundred match in the history of wrestling, probably. So it's not it's not a big deal to be the worst guy in the match, but he's getting better. Uh, he's man. always yeah. Him and Akira had that really good match in Deep South last year that I told you about, like just before the the pandemic started and yeah yeah i don't know i like him i like aiden blackheart he seems like, like a fucking him. king he, here here he, this is the big fish in the small pond he's, and he's really grown into god. a guy yeah yeah and he's also gotten better so and, and, and hoodfoot's uh, the greatest wrestler like he's like a top 10 of the year contender for me so, so then there's a and then they go off he and hoodfoot go off the u-haul because that contraption oh, that's is right. still there oh, fuck, I gotta find that bump now. juicy bruce didn't go off it Oh, then, do you think Hoodfoot wasn't supposed to take that bump and he took it because he's a fucking bad motherfucker? I, I forgot I about don't that. Think, I don't know. I don't think they cared. Uh, I don't think they cared. Uh, it was just like, well, that shit's still there. So if you want to do it, you can go do it. Yeah. Do you think Hoodfoot like just called that on the fly? I, I think he vol- he might have volunteered for it, and like Br- Kevin Brandon or whatever was like, oh, there's cool. so many fucking syringes in this. Yeah. Hoodfoot. Oh my god, there's so many. Have syringes you seen... all over his god? There's like twenty syringes. To, have you seen Hoodfoot versus Madman Pondo? From Ruthless. Not yet, the not sh- yet. The, uh, Ty was at that show, and uh, the the squirting blood in that match He is, is an impossibly good bleed. He is, like, one of the best bleeders well, it's going It's scary. Right it's scary. The Satu match also. Um, I think Did Both of those guys are cr- incredible bleeders. Yeah. 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 That, we'll, we'll talk about That match is in my top ten. I'll just say it No, now. that is at minimum an honorable mention um, for me, and if it's on your top ten, then that's great. Yeah. Check out the Mad Men Pondo match. And I the, will. And, I will. Have you, seen uh, Josh, have you seen the Josh Crane Terminal Combat? Need, I need to do a Josh Crane one, too, because I I, I, never, I always enjoy Every Josh Crane. I like, I like Josh match. Crane, but I never enjoy his matches as I want to. But that's a match I would enjoy, I think. I, yeah. No, it's a good opponent for for Crane. For and sure. then Mike Roach, I mean, it's just this match is just crazy. This is just yeah. I don't even remember what happens after that. Uh, who cares? It's I'm, awesome. I'm trying to see this bump here. Uh, the, uh, oh yeah, okay, yeah. It's like it does seem it's all very staggered and slow when they finally get up there. Um, yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> I think this. I mean, this is obviously a non-tournament match. Um, but you know, this is as good as anything on any of the other fucking shows that we that we've covered and just because it is so crazy and diverse and weird and i don't know that fucking john rare match the, the final of this is really crazy too though right there's that insane remington war bump off of they they bump off of the other they find three different roofs to bump off and, yeah they, they bump yeah. off of one like i'm counting the the roof of the uh u-haul they bumped off of that twice in the two shows which is insane <laughs> 
it's, it is fucking crazy. I'm going to try to find the roar bump because I don't really remember it. That's the thing is there are so many huge bumps on the show. Um, I mean, it does feel disgusting and backyardish. Uh, I mean, I think on commentary they say, you know, the thing about the Carnage Cup is this is always the show that they say goes too far, mm-hmm. which is so funny. And it's not good, but it's also, I don't know, man. At least you they, know, at least they're go, going. You gotta have something. At least they're going. Yeah. All right. I just got to the Chewy, Chewy Martinez uh, DVD off of the apron, which you know, um, through a big disgusting light tube door. Like that's the thing. Chewy Martinez, not a great athlete or whatever, but he's like diving off the fucking apron with it. He's you know, he's giving himself over to it at the same time. Um, not trying to bring up or invite again, but you know, like there's a specific thing that's being done by a lot of these guys. Um, that maybe some of the more big time guys are, you know, they're not, they're not going as hard and, you know, going as hard doesn't mean like you let a guy stab you in the arm with a fucking, uh, box cutter. Like that's, that's some other shit. But like the rest of the show is also, I thought a lot of effort was given. I thought yeah. the matches got progressively better and day two is like a lot of fun. Um, and the, the main event of day one, of course, is like one of the s- most surreal things I've ever seen in wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um Chewy Martinez wins this tournament. And I still haven't found the Remington Roar bump. I'm looking for it. Uh, but they you know, it's a hell of a show. I, I again I don't know how you, you can't really recommend the Carnage Cup because it is just the most depraved thing. And like I'm look, I'm looking at Chewy Martinez's back. A lot of people cannot look at him at all. Like pe- people would be so disgusted just looking at him. This is not entertaining for a lot of people. I I get that this is not the the glitzy version of this that you get from, you know, Atticus Kogar or whatever. And and not that he isn't capable of doing it this stuff. Yeah. I would love to see Atticus Kogar and Remington Roar. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like fuck. That's a match of the fucking year candidate. Like on paper. Um and you know, all these guys though. I just I, I like I like that this show is go for fucking broke. Um whether some of it's too far yeah, probably. Um, but they didn't do box cutter spots in the other matches, just the one. You know? Yeah. And that and again, and that match is a masterpiece. Oh, <laughs> uh, I can't. It's it's something. I don't know. It's weird. It's it's so man, I don't know. It's like it's it's oh it's it's a hell of a thing. There's just it's hard to it's hard to explain. You just kinda need to say it. Yeah, yeah. And, I think, but, which is such a funny thing, which like if we don't recommend watching this, yeah, you might not enjoy it at all. But if it sounds like you can't handle, if there's a little bit of you that sounds like you can't handle it, then don't watch it. No, um, yeah. But if if you know, if you're down and you can take it as like this is like no other wrestling match, and it's not, it's not good. It's clearly they're not. You know, this is just this is two sick people being sick on each other, <laughs> and that's not like sick as in cool. I mean, like. Like, this is, like, two people throwing up on each other in the best way possible. Like, you know. Yeah. 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 And also, Chu Martinez won the tournament. And I, I think he deserved it. I think he did a really good job. And he let his wife hit him with 100 light tubes. And then he kissed her and powerbombed her in a bunch of glass. <laughs> Which, who among us, you know? That's the dream. You know, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> live your life the way you live it. That's, that's the only thing I can say. Chewy does that. Chewy Mar- Shouts out to Chewy, Chewy Martinez and John Rare, and cra- congratulations for both being inducted into the Ultraviolet Hall of Fame. Oh, did you see uh, Hoodfoot get the plaque for winning the gauntlet? 
<laughs> There's another plaque. Good for and him. And then he says, and Kim Brandon's like, "You're welcome to come back anytime." He's like, "All right." And then, and then he posted on Twitter. Later, yeah. yeah, I didn't know what well, I didn't really know where I was. The booking I was yeah. taking. I was just like trying to get booking. Yeah. Uh, I'm not good for him. Good for him for saying it, and also good for him for taking it, and then and then saying it. it was and then cool, dude. Yeah. It was... It's a good fucking good foot. Hoodfoot, it's our guy, John Rare is our, one of our guys, Chewy Martinez, Remington Roar, shouts out to Jay Blade, Blaine Evans, Hardcore Hill, Billy Moshpit Mike, Chet Ripley, Lil Sicko, who could forget Juicy Bruce, of course. And, I, hope, I hope his heart is doing okay. Yeah, yeah, and the guy who broke your leg, I don't know your name, but shouts out to you as well, <laughs> sir. Don't say his name, don't look it up. He doesn't deserve it. Uh, Something, that was his name. War for Bacon wrote on November 19th, 2021, 0.0, just a bad show, especially the deathmatch gauntlet match. This match should be a tribute to Spider Boudreaux, but was a failure. A guy like him deserved more than this. So here's the other fucked up thing. This guy sounds like he could be one of our dudes. He's like, Spider Boudreaux, that's our guy. He deserved a tribute. But then he's like, this isn't good. So like... What up? What do you want, my man? From man, I don't know where this dude's coming from. What more could you? If you are a Spider Boudreaux fan, I'm gonna say this to folks listening to this show. If you're four hours and uh, four and a half hours into the show, and you're a fucking Spider Boudreaux fan, then I implore you go watch this show immediately. <laughs> um, do you want to do the other two, or should we just call? No, let's 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 burn through. It will burn for him because I don't think I have I don't have much to say about either. Yeah. Uh, the Tremont Death the Tremont Deathmatch Cup from H two O October thirtieth. Uh, there's a lot of people I like in this show, and I thought they actually looked good. It's just that this tournament didn't turn out well. Well, they just didn't do much. There was, like, a lot of, a lot of holding back, it felt like. A five-match show, too, so it's like, it wasn't... Yeah. It was a little disappointing for, for, for just, I mean, look, and I, I like this lineup of people. You've got tons of people that I, you know, that we love and respect. Your Cogers and your Bobby Beverly's, Eric Ryan, Lucky Thirteen, Mickey Knuckles, um, Bam Sullivan, and then you got the guys that I love that are that I'm just coming around to, uh, like Mitch Vallon. I fucking love Mitch Vallon. Chuck Payne, I Chuck thought he looked Payne awesome, is awesome. Here. Yeah, Austin Luke seems pretty good. He seems like he's, you know, there's and you know Chondo, Jimmy Lyon is the fucking man. We we're, we're full in on Chondo at yeah. this point, yeah. Yeah, he's great. And you know, they also booked Dan O'Hare. Like there's lots of people and Kennedy Copeland All right. So Kennedy Copeland wins this tournament. She's the first woman to ever win a tournament, a deathmatch tournament that's like male dominant, right? Wasn't that yeah. didn't people were people saying that? She yeah. does not earn it whatsoever. She is super fucking bad in the main event. She's um, just not ready, man. It's well, she's just... not. She's not. Not. It's not even that she's not ready. She doesn't have the fucking basics. She's just not good. I don't know. I mean, I I'm mean, sure she's a sweet yeah, girl, but, you, but... Have, you, you don't need to have the basics if you're like a crazy enough motherfucker. But she's not there. She doesn't have it's any just, of like, it. It just doesn't. It was such a. This is a stretch, and it's like you could have. Yeah. I think if you go with Mitch, then everybody's happy. I don't think you need to go with Andy Copeland to make people happy, man. The I don't final know. is so good until Mitch gets eliminated because Mitch Valen is like he's, secretly the fucking best. He's fucking great. Yeah. Beverly, Bobby Beverly is is a beast here. I think the only match I would recommend because I genuinely think it's a very good match is uh, the. Four way with Bobby Beverly, Eric Ryan, yeah. uh, Dan O'Hare, and Lucky Thirteen, which yeah. effectively is the Young Studs versus Dan O'Hare and Lucky Thirteen tag, where they're just beating the shit out of those two. Yeah, and then there's a and Bobby Blaze uh, like a motherfucker, and then he gets the uh, schoolboy on Eric. That's a 
awesome. That's a lot of fun. I oh, genuinely yeah. think that's that that is worth seeing by pretty much anyone who likes death matches. Well, I also think the show is very watchable. It's a very watchable show, but it ends up like you're just it's just such a flat finish. Because yeah. it's like you, and then it's like they have a feud with the Kirks and uh fucking uh Candy Copeland and the Kirks are great. I love their act, obviously. But I also I don't think Brandon Kirk can carry her into something. For like no. ten minutes, it feels like it just wasn't gonna happen. It, I don't know. I don't want to. I'm not. I'm not hating on her or anything. I just like. I don't. I felt like. Yeah, is was, that what happens? It comes down to her and, and Kirk at the end. Yeah, and Randy Kirk. I mean, it's just. I mean, not should, there. It should have been her and Beverly. Beverly could do a whole thing with a skinny girl. He could. He could work a, a hell of a match with a skinny girl and like, you know, long control. I think Bobby Beverly should have. Man, yeah, that's a see. That's a totally different match. You work it like that. Um, yeah, it's just like this is. I like that H2O cares a lot about its kids and it cares a lot about its feuds and all that. You like that but they man, care a lot about Devin Moore? They screwed Devin Moore on this show, though. They just sent him and uh, Declan Grant out with, like, no fanfare. Like, they already been plated. Like, I don't know what... Because, like, the Greg Excellent match went too long. It's like Can we talk about Greg Excellent? Stupid. Can we talk about... We need to talk about Greg Excellent. Okay. I was talking about Greg Excellent all fucking day. I feel like everybody's just sort of... Ignored the fact that he lost probably 200 pounds. He looks like Tim Thatcher now, basically. And looks like Tim Thatcher, except, like, f- really flabby and disgusting. As yeah, he but he's much, not right? there yet. But he lost a lot of weight. He looked like Chumley, dude. He looked awful. Yeah. He was, like, hilarious. He was, like, the comedy fat guy for years on end. And now he looks pretty fucking good. Yeah, it's interesting. He I don't needs know. To, he needs to bulk up and get his, like, but, dude, I'm, like, I'm happy for this guy. He like completely disappeared and too like it's like oh hell yeah uh, yeah he did know. he did completely disappear he was gone for a while yeah was the, that I mean I I don't you know I, I didn't watch that, that match I'm... I watched the entrances for that and saw I didn't watch the seventeen minute Greg Excellent and Cannonball versus Eddie Only and Gregory Iron yeah, comedy it tag was just a long ass match it wasn't it wasn't very good but it wasn't like the worst thing I've ever seen either it was just oh, sure. like. Again, this the thing with H2O is that it is often very watchable, but hardly ever, uh, you know. It doesn't hit the highs it could yeah. hit. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, Kennedy Copeland, I'm sure she's a nice girl. Uh, Mitch Vallon is the star of that promotion and should be the uh, the guy. Should be, yeah. Uh, you know, do whatever you're going to do with Atticus and, you know, and, and, and Bobby Beverly. Like, I feel like they've pushed Bobby harder than a lot of other places have that book OI4K or not? Oh, Jesus Christ, four four zero, and they, you know, I think they use Eddie and Gregory more too because you know Tremont books in a way that he books a sh- he books his promotion like it's like sort of a weekly show, and oftentimes it is you know somewhat weekly. Um, so he he gets to play around and do stuff, and it's cool. I I I think, and they have a dedicated people who come and watch those shows, and I just watched something. God, I just watched something. I watched a. Uh, Chondo versus fuck, I don't know from from their show on Friday. Like I just threw Mark it on. Angel, yeah, versus Mark Angel. It's a barefoot match, um, or Taipei match. It's not bare. Chondo's barefoot always. It's a Taipei yeah. death match. I put that on. It's not you know. It's not much, but I put it on because I was like, oh this yeah, easy. Oh, and I watched it and it was cool. You know, <laughs> yeah, it was fucking just very watchable. So shouts out to him for that. And occasionally he does do these transcendent things like the. You know, he gets Onita to come, and that's an incredible match that we'll talk about. But um, I don't know. As far as, like, a, a, a deathmatch tournament should be super memorable, you know? Yeah. I don't know. 
And it felt like, and I mean, if this is like the second version, like the second year of like the Danny Havoc Cup. Oh yeah, the Danny Havoc Cup last year. Similar to that, but that that felt like that just felt bigger. It felt more important. Yeah, not even because of like doing it for Danny or whatever. It just felt like people were really ready to go. Well, Bam got super over on that, and that was wasn't that was like that that actually had a proper singles matches i think like yeah, yeah that had yeah it was only the first round that was uh four ways yeah yeah and you know yeah bam sullivan uh is a guy who was ready to be anointed um and still hasn't actually gotten to do as much as he should but um but bam he's sullivan's great in that weird in h2o at least like i think he could be champ but he's been in that weird feud with like the extricated or whatever like his old stable and you're like all right, man. Uh, this mouse guy's fun. Yeah, we don't looking. need to see him wrestle mouse. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I am I intrigued by whatever a rat in a cage matches. Sure. I don't know right. if it'll be good though. Right. Right. I'm gonna it's watch that. Cool that was day. the other one. Yeah. The rat in the cage match. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Bobby Beverly versus Matt Tremont. Fifteen minutes. I bet that's good. Bet they good. were throwing some nice punches. I bet some they threw some nice, nice punches. Oh, yeah. you know who I saw for some nice fucking punches from mm. the uh, ICW Chattanooga show who criticized his punches before. Brett Eisen. Shammy's only learning how to throw good punches uh, right before retire. he retires. He's not he retiring like, full. He's going to come back. He's, yeah, he I hope he comes back because he's looking good. Yeah. He was I, looking awesome in that Just a Kyle match, man. Yeah, look, I heard he's a nice guy. He does seem like a nice guy. <laughs> I heard he's a nice guy. Him and Baron Corbin would be a fun team. Okay. Because they, they look, look alike. Because they, they both look like big... Uh, Big doofuses, big babies, I guess. Big, like, actual grown babies. Oh, I was saying big... Baron Eisen, man. You big don't love that idea? Yeah. Big F and Joe, uh, with his, I wanted to say it's the worst looking all. Of oh yeah, life. no, I he it looks his white, uh, his fucking straight up white little uh, trunks with they, the white like... white dress shirt with a tie, and then he's got Asics, black Asics with like crew cut, um, like so- like white athletic socks, and he just he looks like a baby. He looks like he's wearing a motherfucking diaper. This he is looks like the, Yeah, he looks like a little baby. He looks like he's got a onesie on almost, like a white onesie. He um, looks like if Trent Seven had a known, he might have in, pub, in private, like a known infant fetish or whatever. The fuck I should... I don't know. I'd have to ask Sally or something. He does that. like... So when Schlack comes in for this match, he he, he like bangs on a chair or whatever. And, uh, and Big F and Joe like gives him like a peace sign or something. Like he's like really excited to wrestle Schlack. You could tell this guy was like, I'm wrestling my bloody hero. Like, and then they can't break the glass in the match. And the, but the match is all right. I I, I wouldn't. I mean, that whole it, promotion is really funny. There's like a dude named Danny Darko. You know. Yeah, hilarious. Danny. I watched. I watched his match. I watched Danny Darko's match too. I watched the. I watched four matches from Rise. I believe it's called Rise. Yeah. From the the Game of Death tournament, um, which is a good name for a tournament. Um, it's a pretty good name for a tournament. Now you know what's a great name for a tournament and our main event tournament, uh, and which was okay. It's a, it's a Nick Gage fucking Invitational six six six. You like the Nick? You like it? He's not here. He, wasn't he isn't even... here, and he hasn't been either the last two. Um, but he's not, fine. He, wasn't he? He was at the last one. Yeah, he was on commentary. He was on commentary. He was Where was he? Inspecting Mance and Masada. Right. That's the that fucking was awesome. audio from the last time we did one of these motherfuckers. I don't know where the hell ago. Gage is. It's I hope he's okay. I I think he's I, he just hasn't shown up since the Moxley match, which makes me think. Oh no, since the Suzuki match, actually. Yeah, that's very Suzuki strange. Match. That's right. I heard that was not great. Um, so this show. Yeah, I mean, Suzuki's not going to do any of that shit. He doesn't have to. Well, no. I, but... I don't even mean like light tubes. I mean, you put them in a cage. That match is going to be cool. 
Well, I mean, look, Gage isn't going to... And look, Gage is too broken down now to have the kind of match he had with Riddle a couple years ago. Remember the Riddle match? Yeah. Like, that's a really cool match. And Riddle does take one bundle of light tubes, which puts it over the top and makes it great. But also, that's a cool match. He can't have that match with Suzuki. He couldn't have it now, at least, so... Yeah. Um... Did the Thatcher match ever happen? We never got Gage versus Thatcher, right? No, we did. No, we did. Uh, we got it at Bloodsport. We never oh. got it at our regular rules, though. Right, right. Oh, okay, right. And that was still cool. Um, yeah, uh, I guess this is sort of the deal with GCW is they are the third promotion now or whatever. You know, whatever you're going to, if you believe that or not, they are undeniably on a fucking hot run. You look at that crowd in LA on Friday, I believe it was, uh, maybe Saturday. And, yeah. Uh, as quiet as they were for Jordan Oliver versus Atticus Kogar, which is a unfortunate, uh, but that match also has some problems. I think um, that is a huge crowd in a, in a big city. Um, I, I think it was probably sold out like early on. I'm pretty sure they were saying it was sold out early on. They sell out places. They're sold out the Hammerstein Ballroom in a day. Like they are, they are undeniably on a fucking incredible path. Um, for something for for a promotion that does things as crazy and violent as they do them. Now, yeah, of course it is. You 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 said the GCW Epic main event. You're not excited to watch any more of those. No, I just it's mostly after the 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 Janela shit and like the G over Jimmy Lloyd shit. It's just like it's not. Have you seen it, Cardona? Have you seen Cardona I have, versus no, Cage? Well, that, I want. I haven't seen it yet, or the Moxley. Those are different. Well, the Cardona like match still... is really different because it's sort of like a celebrity. It's like it's like him versus Jericho, or even him versus Arquette. It's like, you know, it's like a it's a different type of gauge match than. I, yeah, I yeah. I'm totally with that. That's but that's different. That that has the yeah. juice to it. You yeah. know, that's if you put Gage in something, I am immediately going to perk my ears up. I don't give a shit if he has if he's on one leg. Sure, I don't care. I it's Gage. Yeah, it's vibes I, wrestler. Jimmy Lloyd isn't Gage. No, <laughs> he's, not. he's not. He's not pretending to be, but also that's why you don't book him in a half-hour-long match. Yeah, I mean, that. I mean, that's interesting to think about. Earlier this year, as we were coming, as as they were starting to be able to fill a room again, um, that that was like the program they were running with. Like, yeah, you, you couldn't run Hammerstein with Jimmy and. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing, but in the time over I don't the think summer, they've announced anything. I could be wrong. On they that. announced. Uh, uh, they announced one thing. They announced uh, fucking something. So, I don't know. It's like a Deppin. <laughs> I'll thing. just look it up. There's some Deppin thing, or maybe it's uh, it's a, it's you know not. They've a been death announcing match. people, but they haven't been announcing uh, matches, as far as I can tell. Yeah, um, you know, and it, it's it, and that's fine. Um, they have a different sort of uh, vibe now. From from even just six months before this, you know, where they were running fifty percent capacity shows in March of this year, um, with you know uh, uh, Nolan Edward <laughs> and yeah. Alex Cologne in the main event, like yeah, they now they're like uh, Bandito is like main eventing. And uh, we're we got the Ring of Honor title is being the defended. Ring of Honor fucking title. Like Eddie Kingston defended. and the Briscoes are going to be here. The Briscoes have the tag title. Like it in the in, since Moxley has the world belt and he's that just, too. And he's, he's a, just a goddamn rehab or he's in, well, he's in rehab, but, but but whatever. And that you know whatever that sucks that that happened when it happened. Um, it's it's incredible that they have it has been 
a, a, since spring break, really. Yeah, but you know what? At the same time, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to DM you something real quick. Okay. Not DM. I'm going to text chat you. Okay. Whatever. Um, I and I I think that I think that there is uh, a pretty impressive. It's not about the person; it's about the image, and that's just sure. why. Just look at this and not laugh. Okay, it's loading. Okay, so yes, this Kylie Ray announcement with like the fucking old English and the black is so fucking silly. Say you will, I, like is that the Con- good, the Kanye song? Say you will, I, and so every one of these shows is named after like a hip hop song. <laughs> Which they started doing like five years ago, but at this point it's just like, man, y'all still doing this, huh? Yeah, it's like I guess they're booking black people more often. Oh yeah, I mean sure, yeah. yeah. I'm not. I mean, and look, and they've done very well. They've got. A, I think they've got a pretty diverse fan base. I think I, I got nothing bad to say about Game Changer Wrestling's like uh, rise as a as a promotion, and I, I, you know, Brett is back. Obviously, we talk about it all the time, but um, he has done well and considering at the beginning of this year we thought that they weren't going to fucking make it past a lawsuit um they have done pretty well and whether tony khan is bankrolling them who knows that's mm. really just that's really that's not that's actually, idle speculation i just don't think i'm wrong I, yeah and that's like that's just us you know saying what what would make sense based on you know so many different things but um like homicide came out and attacked minoru suzuki on rampage or whatever, on, on <laughs> yeah. like that happened, and he and then Homicide has not been on AEW since then. <laughs> no, he never wrestled a match. Yeah, yeah. So like you know whatever. Um, there's definitely things going on there, and um, this tournament is sort of I think emblematic of their shortcomings as a creative promotion, um, but also plays well to their strengths as just uh, here's our guys and here's some guys we flew in. And like they put it together, and it's a it's a it's a hell of a show. I think it's this a, is. I think it's a fundamentally solid show, but yeah. it just doesn't have the gas in it. And that's like, okay, so people have been bitching, and by people I mean individuals in our group chat. Uh, I've been bitching about Alex Cologne on top. Here's the thing: I have an issue. That's with Alex me on top. mostly. I think. Well, uh, you know, small dog, got people like that. But no, my my real issue is the thing. I I, I like Alex Cologne. I think he does good work in this match, in this tournament, I should say. But you know what it is. Alex Cologne is a great underdog. Yeah. If he's the favorite coming into every yeah. deathmatch tournament, that sucks. I don't want that. Well, that's what he's happened. He's such a good underdog. He's like the best underdog in death. In one, of the, he's like an all-time underdog in deathmatch wrestling history. I think. Sure. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm with that. I think that's, I think that's also why Akira is like so much less interesting. We've talked about this. Akira, he's such a good underdog. When he was a nobody, it was so much more exciting when he could come in and like you know, take fucking Tremont or, or, or Cologne or, you know, anybody else, Reed Bentley to, a, to you know, to the edge, uh, even beat him. And now we've got Alex Cologne and Akira, you know, 50-50, which is still good. It's still, it's still good. Yeah, but, that was the best match on the show. Yeah, I thought, you know, Takeda, Eric Ryan is short, but it's so intense. It's good. Uh, I, don't I just know wanted exactly. more. I wanted yeah. more of that. I don't know if it, Eric Ryan was already injured or whatever because he's had to have, like, the arm surgery now. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Um, I, but I, I also I think thought... – I, I want to say while we're on this thing about the, the, the underdog becoming the then-dominant thing, Atticus Coger is a tiny motherfucker – Oh yeah, who he's such a shit kicking little bitch. Who has become a an apex predator type, and is good at it. Oh yeah, I believe that that little man can hunt. You he's know? such a, he's just such a 
genuine psychopath. Yeah, and he, you know, he's he, he's obviously he's good against women. His size makes him good against in intergender matches. So, <laughs> so the arena match is really good in this show. I think it's a very good match. It's yeah. really very good. Uh, I think, and I think his match with uh, with uh, uh, Takeda is really good. It's short, and I want more. That's the thing about this whole show. Is like this felt like three. We got three parts of one Takeda match. Yeah, sorta. We got like a we got a beginning, a middle, and end. But it's just like I just don't think that it adds up fully. I mean, no. Cole and working the camel clutch is like the best thing that happens, and that's very cool. But like Charlie Evans is here, and she's doing the same thing as Yamashita, but worse. And you're like, yeah, but I like that match. I think Alex I Cologne... think that match is. I think that match is cool. I think the first rounder is a complete waste of time. Oh, with Kid Osborne and Schlack, it's bad. Obviously, yeah, I don't Schlack, even. I don't like Kid Osborne. I just, but man, Schlack is horrible in that match. Oh yeah, and he gets hurt <laughs> immediately too. Which That's is one cool. of the worst Schlack performances of the last, like, of, of maybe ever, maybe ever. Uh, but she's good in the Cologne match, and she gets some big near falls and stuff. I don't know. I I thought this I don't match... think she's bad. I just am also like, I don't know. This tournament. This is just a tournament that didn't does. The... Well, we all knew it was going to Takeda versus Cologne, and Cologne was going to get the title back. Yeah, we but all I knew that that was going to happen. I guess I I was rooting for them to just if they're going to rerun rerun Cologne uh, Koger, but you know that's me, and that's fine. Well, I so just... you would have you would have Cologne defeat Takeda in the semis, carry the belt in, and then Koger beat him, or and then Cologne. What Cologne still wins? What do you think? No, Koger got Koger wins. I, I, but Koger should have won it, fucking in June too. Yeah, it's, that's the fucking so, problem. Like, one of the it's just like the booking. It's just the juice isn't there. That's all. It's I, it's not like all of these. But it is bad, to other but... people. Those people. Those people love. I mean, and I love Alex Cologne. We both. You just said. He's... You just said some crazy hyperbolic shit about Alex Cologne. That what? I, that he's I, an all-time great deathmatch no, underdog. I think he is. That yeah. he is the one. I think you said the great. Oh I, no no. I think I, you said I, the. I, I, I course corrected because I got to include someone like Neil in there or yeah. Necro at times. Necro could always work the underdog if he needed to. Well, sure. There's other guys. There's there's your, uh, you know. I'm, Jimmy Jacobs when working a death match. I've got some love Not for... Not as a tournament guy, but that's different. And that gets into those particulars of the tournament. And honestly, I just think the NGI, if it suffers, it suffers because there's so many fucking deathmatch tournaments this year. I don't... Yeah, but this one, this one, I think Takeda kills this one. Because Takeda casts such a fucking shadow over everything. Because he is so, you know, heralded as the greatest, you know, deathmatch wrestler in the world. Where everybody's like, you know... Th- Cologne, the greatest deathmatch wrestler in America, or whatever. That's always like Takeda. That's always the guy that they want. Takeda's like, and I, and I, you know, I've, I've gotten, I got, I, I was questioned for this, but I think Takeda's become somewhat overrated. I because think he's I, become slightly overrated because it's impossible to live up to this. Yeah, well, and you know, I, well, I think that's the thing is like I would. There's guys who I would say like are the greatest of all time. Um, you know, like Necro Butcher. I don't think you can say Necro Butcher is overrated. I don't know. Maybe you could. Maybe people see the world differently from me. That's fine. Nah, I think Necro Necro's breadth and depth. Uh, Takeda yeah. is just he like what makes Takeda like such an in, unique wrestler. It doesn't get exploited enough anymore, which is that he has such incredible bout. He is he. I mean, he is the one protege of both Jun Kasai and Kiyoshi Tamura. I want right. to see more Tamura. Right. I mean, that's why like. Well, my, and like, pe- people that, like you know, go nuts for those when he would wrestle in like the All Japan Tag League. Like uh, some of our yeah, friends were like all and, over that shit. Or him versus Gresham in Bloodsport. That was awesome. Oh yeah, that's a crazy match too. Um, it's just like he can do any, he can do anything. That's awesome, and I love. But I, I love Takeda. I don't think he's well. And his best it's... stuff is when he gets to have those long. I think those long man events really work for Takeda more than they would, more than they do for Cologne uh, or maybe even like Eric Ryan or whatever. Takeda knows how to do like the. 
that you know the fucking yeah. match, the, the 2018 match with Kodaka or the Takahashi matches. Like he knows how to do twenty the Kasai plus. stuff yeah, that he, year. Yeah. That year, I mean, that year is like one of the awesome great death match years. But yeah. that was well, also yeah. three years ago now. And that's why we did an episode about him. And yeah, like yeah. three years is a long time, yeah. especially with with the with the coronavirus, just kind of throwing a wrench in literally everybody. Yeah. plans to do to do anything with your entire fucking life man i don't well I yeah well and i think wrong, takeda just... is one of the most and i think alone too they're two of the most like stuck in the same mode they were in before pandemic whereas like and i guess that's the thing is you watch koger and koger was like we 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 had taken a liking to koger before the pandemic but he really emerges in icw in that summer of last year you know yeah um eric ryan and 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 john wayne who were also we were known quantities to us but they really also emerged or invite also you know was already picking up steam but but continued to gain momentum he ever did yeah well yeah when he got paired with a guy who could you know who was great with him they were they they had a thing together and i you know Uh, neil diamond cutter is a guy well yeah well then there's those guys but he finally got like like the push of yeah you're our guy now yeah. and has done better work has done the best work of his career right it's, yeah it's, yeah definitely and a lot of those but, guys have done you know and you know we could talk all day about how del patrick's del patrick's has had an incredible year and he's barely on this show because he's not a guy who d- makes the rounds as much as some of these other people but you know reed I, bentley has been uh on and off shows this year and he's been as good as he has always ever been. always progressing as a wrestler reed bentley always looking for what what's the next thing he's going to add to his game whereas i feel like takeda and cologne reached the fucking apex reached the top you know and just kind of are sitting pretty on top. And yeah. I'm not that interested in much of what they have to do until somebody else is up there instead of them. You so need... I'm looking forward to the fall. Oh yeah, you need you need people you need people to constantly put and you can't win 4 out of 6 deathmatch tournaments in your home promotion and It's too much. It's too much. Just, like you just can't do that shit, man. I don't know. It so is it's... definitely too much. Who won Gage last year? Was it Koger? Uh no, it was Mance. Oh, that's a weird one. I remember. Yeah, and I don't even know if he was supposed I think he was supposed to go over, but that was the Masada injury oh, after yeah. he cut up the one arm in the first in the AJ Gray match, was it? Oh, I don't remember yeah. which match. Yeah, like sure. that was weird. Uh Gage winning in twenty nineteen wasn't weird, especially but it was like I don't know well, how much they, it helped they, they anyone had, either. It was it just a good tournament. The, they had to do it. Had, he has to win so RSP can come in and start this whole fucking thing. Yeah, and that, that makes was, and that, that was the night him, that that happened. So yeah, plus that gave him the only the made him the first guy to win tournament survival NGI, and I don't know. I would sure. love a, if if they want to run a big death match blow off between Alex Cologne and Nick Gage for the it's like between the two guys who've done it both. Then hey, but I would also kind of want Nick Gage to get signed by AEW so we can have his fucking leg fixed. I yeah, don't know. yeah, I, I don't know. What... Of, there's a lot of goddamn balls in the air, for lack of a better way of putting it. Yeah, well, sure. I mean, and look, Alex Cologne um, is still clearly. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how broken he is. Maybe he's. Maybe he's. But he seems like he's doing pretty well. He seems as athletic as ever. Like, I don't think these he, guys are going away. He just need. He's a guy who needs more challenges. They're not. You can't put him. He, he I mean, else how many do. goddamn times know. did he wrestle here? We, what three times? Three opening round matches of here, right? Yeah, and right. you can't do that shit, man. He wrestled Nolan Edwards so many times. It's just like I want to see this guy do. I want put him in someone with the Briscoes. I think he and Sadiq are like wrestled the psychic character. Put out. I want to see Alex, Alex Cologne. Cologne and Sadiq as a team. Uh, just Alex Cologne Sounds and cool. for the Briscoes. Put that together. Alex Cologne and literally any human being versus no, no, the Briscoes. Look, that is a better use of him than Alex anything Cologne, else they got right now. Alex Cologne uh, and Charlie Evans versus the Briscoes. 
Why not? I'll, you know, you know who I think it's time for. Kid Osborne. That's that's right. It's the, it's the return of Devin Moore, and um, we inaugurate yeah. Alex Cologne into the nation the of nation intoxication. intoxication. Yeah, bring it back. Bring it back. Uh, him, him, and lucky. lucky. Yeah, get lucky back. We don't see enough lucky. Claxton, I seems like he's. Dead. I don't know why Claxton isn't booked all over. It's fucking insane. Not my I, favorite guy, but a undeniably good good dude, solid and, hand. And and you know what he does. He's not the same guy you see in every other deathmatch tournament. That's really crucial right now. Uh, like this is it. This is it's not proof that there's a shallow pool of talent. There's an incredibly deep pool of deathmatch talent right now. But the booking. GCW is, has their. Yeah, they have this like. Uh, they, there's a there's a like, level. All of these promotions is just like so. But it's like, and I get the idea. It's like, if you're, if you're booking for fucking Charleston, West Virginia, well, that isn't the audience that's going to see something in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Except for this whole thing of, why the fuck do we see mittens in every crowd? I'm not. I'm pretty sure mittens isn't the only dude we're seeing in all these crowds over and over, right? You What's your point? <laughs> What's I, your I'm point saying, about that? Where you can you travel to deathmatch tournaments? They're deathmatch tournaments. Mm-hmm. They're worth going to if you all love this shit the way that you that some people do and it's like it's not hard to get from chicago to milwaukee to do uh insane and ngi or it's it's not that hard to get to do uh from charleston to indianapolis to do king of the deaf and asylum mm-hmm. and fucking um okay masters of pain it's like i don't this is we you're talking about whole, for talent you're talking about no, I mean for just like the fans. The fans, okay. So the fans don't need to see the same goddamn matchup over and over. They yeah, but don't. I, but also, I don't give a shit if they think they want that. But no, but GCW. That's the thing is, I don't think, I don't think the people who go to this show are, many of them even aware of other deathmatch tournaments. That is true. That and that was I, going I, to say. I think that's sort of the thing, the thing that we have all sort of forgotten that is happening is that it's not mainstream. But a woman at Sam's Club recognized my MDK shirt. Like yeah. it's it is closer than it's ever been, and that's I why I doubt they're... they would have recognized your uh, Duke of Hardcore John Wayne Murdoch shirt. Right, right. You wearing they wouldn't have like that, if right? That, if I wore my oh, Danny Demento, that. oh, that's the du- that's the John Wayne Murdoch uh, tartan. I love if that I, flannel, man. If I wore my Danny Demento, what's up, motherfuckers? Shirt. Not only would nobody know what it is, but they probably wouldn't let me in the building. Four four zero. What the fuck is that? Like yeah. it's for and even for Faro are, but they weren't on AEW. Yeah, well, they weren't wrestling Jericho. Um, RSP is there with his horrible crow tattoo, just repping himself, I guess. But he looks uh, great. Stop making fun of him. Also, you and I Misha, RSP, you and Misha, dude. I want to say a couple things. You and Misha got to stop making fun of Daniel Garcia's face. And Matt, Ma- and, and Matt Mikowski's face, okay? Wrestlers like are not supposed to be fucking face. pretty, and I'm sorry that you two hate the way those two dumb motherfuckers look. You're, you're not wrong, make, but stop. I wouldn't make fun of Garcia if he didn't look like Will Ospreay. <laughs> so he looks wrong. like another ugly wrestler who I already hate. I'm sick of, and then now nah, Daniel Garcia is just fun to make fun of because he's he's just lame, but he's he's a good wrestler. He's so good, so good. Rock um, it up his ass in a way that is annoying. I understand. But that's I understand for, why. I just can't feel off. funny of these people. But he was in the pit. He was in the pit. He like, was eight in months the pit. Ago. You and you know what? He that. isn't. You know what? You know what Daniel Garcia isn't. When we get down to it, a bitch. I don't know. He's not Bert Gruber. He's not Bert. Is it Bert Paul Gruber? Gruber? Paul Gruber. Bert Gruber. Paul Gruber. Bert Gruber is probably Yuda's fucking dad or Bert some Gruber. shit, dude. Yeah, Yuda Senior. <laughs> um, yeah, Alex Cologne uh, has won uh, too many deathmatch tournaments, and I, I guess that's the thing is I, I, I am, I don't have a problem with that because I don't really care, but it does. He is sort of. Ha- 
officially the guy and and i i hate to have to say it something like cologne and takeda are a little overrated at this point no because people fundamentally ridiculous yeah it is. And they're, yeah they're both doesn't fucking, mean it's wrong yeah they're both great they're both fantastic wrestlers and i love them and i hope to get to see them uh wrestle live again because up until very recently my favorite live match i'd ever seen was their match at the 2018 uh nick gage invitational uh, which is a better match than this one because uh, he hits him with a tree branch. Yeah, <laughs> which is one of the that greatest. Had, that was that was that that had more underdog six to it. Yep, yep, yeah, know? yeah, different yeah. different vibes. And everybody, you know, that's the thing is these guys are fucking both mega stars now in the eyes of this promotion. Um, and so yeah, that's that's what it is. The you can't the the hierarchy can't be changed. You know, on a on a on a snap of a finger. Um, so and for a while, I guess until, you know, that's Atticus should have beat him for the fucking, at, in, at tournament survival. It would have been a big moment, you know? Yeah. I don't know. They, Brett, Brett's, uh, making a lot of the right moves clearly, uh, to, to do as well as they've done, but I just, I don't know, but it's not up for me to decide. And again, people like it. So whatever, you know? Yeah. I just, they're liking I mean, the soup. I mean, like the we'll we'll talk more about like where I wish that wrestling was uh when we do the year end but it's like you see all these I'm like I love a good deathmatch tournament but man I kind of wish we had things that weren't deathmatch tournaments <laughs> we can have a lot of we can have like a good number of them a year but also there were too many this year let's just have some let's just have like a regular gross match like, yeah but so we we could, this is this is a this is a near five hour episode if it's not actually five hours so I don't know I don't this is definitely the one where where we're gonna have to be like. I'm really sorry about this. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I don't know. It's it's it, uh, maybe I'll release it as two parts. Who knows? Um, but yeah, it'll be out. We'll put it out for Christmas so people can travel and listen to us talk about the Twink Barefoot Death Match. Yeah. Or uh, the Spiral. I guess that's uh, that's the most of it, folks. Yeah, there's some stuff we couldn't cover. For various reasons, but you know, when I don't would know. We, whatever when would we have happens, the time? man. When would, when would we have had the time, dude? There's so many deathmatch tournaments this year. Yeah, yeah, there but were. But it was good. You know what? There you was. Know what are good. Fundamentally, I'm gonna go on a limb for something that on this podcast, the people that we never usually say. Okay. Deathmatches are good. Okay. We got a lot of them this year. It was cool. Yeah, it's been nice. I mean, that's the thing. Is it there? There's been no shortage of stuff to watch. Um, I I think I think you know doing multiple tournaments a year i don't love that for for gcw um because there's not enough to differentiate the two except for the one seems to always be in chicago yeah and the other always seems to be in you know jersey or whatever but i guess i you you got to do something more to make them stand out um and even though fundamentally i guess those are probably the two best shows that we covered was Tournament of Survival and NGI, like top to bottom. Um, but, you know, um, there's a blender going upstairs. I don't know if you can hear that. I heard a little bit. I think John Rare might be up there trying to cut his other fingers off. Um, yeah. He's testing a spot. See yeah. what happens. Yeah. Him, he, Blaine Evans, <laughs> mutual follower. Or no, I guess I'll, I'm going to follow Blaine Evans back on uh, on Instagram now, live on the show. Um, I just, you know, I think some of that stuff, you can't really call any of this, like, really special. We didn't have any, like, big, wonderful moments this year, I think, from these tournaments. But, you know, it is still a tried-and-true formula, the 
that has clearly gone off the rails in certain ways. Like, but you know, Ian was doing twenty four man tournaments over two days years ago. Yeah. So it's always been like this. Um, and I guess I'm just happy that we get to have it this way again, even if it's. I mean, we didn't have a podcast before, but you know, it's too much for us to cover, really. But I like that there's too much. Because last year we almost didn't even have an episode about this stuff. No, man. When it was supposed to be one of our yearly shows. And now it's such a wealth of riches that we might not do it ever again. Because this is five hours fucking long. And who could possibly still be listening? Thank you for listening, folks. Thank you for listening. I, I hope got a they scam like because they are beloved fans, truly. That's right. The hardest people. If you're still listening now, you're the hardest. Uh, you're the best friends. You're in the best friends club uh, with Paul Gruber. And Chris Statlander and me and Siobhan. Yeah. Um, Me and Paul Gruber are going to go 60 minutes in front of 28 people. (laughs) Uh, I would love to wrestle an Iron Man with Paul Gruber. I feel like Paul Gruber, man. You see he grew his uh, facial hair out and he looks Asian now. For the first time. He looks great. He looks good. He looks like he grew up. He looks like John Cho. Like he looks hot now. For the first time ever, he doesn't look like a fucking nerd. He That's doesn't look like puts him above uh, Daniel Garcia, slightly, right? A slightly stretched out, more stretched out version of T.J. Perkins. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you to keep up the facial hair. Um, I know he's a five-hour friend, right? <laughs> <laughs> Shouts out to the five-hour friends. Uh, Death to America. Uh, subscribe, rate, whatever that we, I don't remember. We yeah, whatever. Do yeah. whatever you want. It's all fun. It's all good. Click, we all click have the, the links. Time. I'm not going to include links to all the shows, uh, but if you, if you just, if you, if you can't find the Carnage Cup on Russian Facebook and you want to watch it, just, you can let me or Siobhan know. We'll have you a link within minutes. Yeah. No problemo. If you want to mm-hmm. see, if you want to see wrestling is rare, which we've said on, we've said now and we actually must do. Let's do wrestling is rare. How do we get a hold of John Rare? Go to like the, uh, go to the corner, ask around. Yeah. Oh. I mean, we'll, we'll, it's like we'll, we'll uh, talk to we'll get Hoodfoot on, and then after we'll be like, hey. Do you have John oh, Rare? Hey Hoodfoot, nope. do you have John Rare's number? <laughs> no, I, I don't think that guy has a phone. Oh shit. We're looking for a man with nine and a and three quarter fingers, and he's on fire. Uh, oh yeah, you mean John Rare? Okay, uh, thank you, thank, <laughs> thank you. you for joining me uh, for this extra long episode. Um, and we have actually over we're over three hours just on today's, so this is a mess. Oh yeah, it'll be good though. I hope so. Merry Christmas, folks! If you celebrate, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>